Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com, Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody to Pulp MX Show presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, and Decal Works. Coming at you! It's Monday night, July 11th, 5 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for watching on Facebook, on YouTube, whatever it is, or listening on PulpMXShow.com or listening on your favorite uh, podcast app. Really appreciate it. We got a banger of a show lined up tonight. We got a banger night lined up. Great guest. Really looking forward to it. Uh, Ken Roxon will be calling in. Kenny Roxon, factory Honda rider. Uh, talk about the World Supercross. Talk about Nationals. Talk about a few other things going on. Alex Martin will call in. Troll Train announced his retirement from the sport at the end of the Nationals. So Alex Martin will be calling in. Nick Way, friend of the show. Always a terrific interview. Nick Way will be calling in. And then some guy named Wygant, who's the voice of the series, We'll get him on the line also to uh, talk about the Nationals and more. Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships just hit the halfway point. And the 450 title is shaping up to be gnarly as the last six races uh, get going. So thanks for listening, man. Appreciate it. Don't forget, if you're going to Amazon to make a purchase, go through the widget on pulpamex.com. There's a little Amazon widget. Takes you to Amazon. We get a slice of that. We'd appreciate it. Same thing with motorsport.com. Great company. Great prices. Great guys. There's a banner on pulpamex.com and pulpamexshow.com. You go on that and uh, click on it, and it helps us out, man. Motorsport banner there, motorsport.com. Really appreciate it. Great show, like I said. NYK, Jason Wygant, Troll Train, Ken Roxon, all here in, in, on the lines talking about motocross and more. I want to thank our sponsors, Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, X-Brand Goggles, Renthal, Michelin Motorcycle Tires. The Starcross 6 is out. And uh, our guy, FMIP, has put a lot of work into uh, that tire and has been doing really good things for a lot of people. The reviews are in. A Cherubis, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Skosh, ORW, Off-Road Warehouse, sponsoring Troll Trains team. OGO Power Sports, we know their name. Uh, FMF, Guts Racing, love these guys, great seat covers. Pulp 2022 is a code to say with Guts Racing. And uh, whether it's foam, whether it's a custom cover, whether it's a gripper cover, whether it's a, a replica of an OEM cover, whatever it is, Guts Racing will help you out. Love those guys. Official sponsor of the wrap-up show as well. Atlas Neck Brace, Dylan Wright, perfect again up in Canada with his Atlas Brace. I don't think anybody's beating him, but that's just me. Uh, I mean, maybe. I'd fly the girls in from L.A., boy. Maybe that's the only way he gets beat. I don't know. Works Connection, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycle, Suspension Direct, Manscaped, Weisco Pistons, all on board with us tonight, as are you people. 702-586-PULP if you want to talk about uh, uh, whatever's going on in the sport. we got a great show lined up for you tonight, and uh, really one of the reasons why is my co-host flying in all the way from uh, Iowa. He is a Supercross winner, uh, World Supercross participant this fall, uh, one of the uh, most popular riders in the sport for so many years before he called it quit. The man can also talk Southwick because, yeah, he podiumed there uh, at one point in a moto. It's Justin Brayton. What's up, man? Steve, 
Steve. How Steve. are you? Steve. How's it going? Thanks for having me. This is great. Thanks for coming in. Absolutely. I, 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 th- I believe you said, hey, let me come in this summer. And I'm like, yeah, sure, like whatever. They all say that. And then I confirmed and checked with you. And you're like, no, I, I want to come in. I love it, yeah. man. I'm a... I don't want to say I'm an avid listener, but okay. I would say I'm a listener. Yeah. Uh, yep. On some bicycle rides, I'll listen. And uh, yeah, I love it. Love what you're doing. And uh, have always wanted to come in studio. So yeah. here I am and right. happy to be yeah. here. Cardboard fill, flat fill behind I know, you. I, you know, I just feel I, like someone's, you know, that feeling when you feel like someone's just looking at you or something. What about a I'm, black cloud over it you? It may know? be a black cloud. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. I'm going to trip down the stairs on the, yeah. on the way out tonight. Yeah. Uh, uh, thanks for coming in. Yeah, appreciate it. We thanks had, for having we, me. Uh, really uh, great for you to fly across the country and come and do this. Uh, Rocks and Troll, Weege, we'll probably call Phil, Nick Way. Good lineup, too. A lot, a lot of great people. Great lineup. Yeah. Uh, look, we got Troll Train uh, uh, announcing his retirement. You can help him with that. Uh, Nick Way is a few years past that. We'll talk about that a little. Maybe he yep. can help you. So there's some <laughs> similarities there with that. Uh, you called it a career in as far as full-time 450 supercross you're doing the world supercrosses this fall probably do them uh you know next year or so um so lots to get into when it talks to talk to you about that and of course southwick podium i mean southwick Southwick specialist well the funny thing is when when we first kind of decided on this date you're like oh you're gonna come in after southwick you know you're you're just an Iron Man outdoor yeah. guy. And I said, yeah. you know, I did podium in a moto. Yeah. <laughs> I did podium which, in a moto. So. Which I can't believe. But yeah, it, you didn't believe me at no, first. No, You're like, it, what? JGR. JGR. Yeah, yeah JGR yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, you put in some good rides at Millville. You put in some good rides uh, never at Hangtown and never at Glen Helen. But uh, uh, there's no, been some. For good- sure, never at Hangtown. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. That's one I struggled with my right. whole career. Uh, all right. Well, looking forward to having you here. It's going to be great to, to talk to you about uh, everything. Thanks to the folks at Mav TV as well for putting us on Tuesday nights on Mav TV on the channel. It's been great. Uh, response has been great. I hear the ratings are Seinfeld like. That's what I hear. Wow. I, I, I don't know. That's just what I hear. I'm so, sure they are. Right. Thank I'm sure you. they are. I, th- I thank you. Uh, and they'll probably go up with you with you in studio here. <laughs> uh, I want to thank the the, uh, the guy taking the uh, camera angles over there, working the uh, working the cameras, working on the app as well. He's gonna he's got the new app coming, so that that's probably being designed any day now. It's Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Hi. How are you? I'm okay. I was doing better until you brought up the app. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. You know, that's my favorite right. thing. Thank well, you. I like your stupid f- fantasy game this week because I crushed it. Uh, so th- I did thanks not, for that. I did not. Yeah. I haven't liked it for since round one. Yeah. I got 600 in round one, and I've gotten over 400 once since then. So Right. And it was just barely. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty dumb. Yeah. I dumb I game. Why, I don't know why anybody plays it. Did you get much fantasy hate? Probably not. You probably performed pretty well for most of your fantasy people. Yeah, I never got much hate. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right, and uh, over there in the corner, he is going to do the motorsport.com tweet at Pete segment later on. It's Pete Legendary. What's up, Pete Legendary? Producer Pete's fine Producer as well. Pete, all yep. right. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, I'm happy yeah, to gave, be here. You gave Talon a week off? Yeah, I, I, I'm probably dialing back even more, like once every six, eight weeks, and then right. that way I'm always really rested and rejuvenated and ready to go. Must be nice just to make your own schedule and like your fee doesn't change. Nope. By the way, uh, I have, I have, so only Marks (laughs) knows how to work all the camera stuff and it's pretty complicated and computers involved and everything else. I have tried to train Pete like, Hey man, can you come in? Maybe in case Marks is sick, Marks get hit by a car. Uh, uh, You know, maybe God, maybe we give Marks a weekend, a Monday off. (laughs) Probably not, but maybe. And, and Pete has shown Zero interest in helping. Uh, Tra- Travis and I have discussed this, and we like him holding all the power, okay. uh, which right. is why I'm not interested in you okay. know learning any of this stuff. So never, 
take him for granted. Okay, all right. So, yeah. So, Aww, uh, Marks, nice. you are screwed. You are, are here. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. yeah. I, have I had, like, many Mondays off? Uh, this is my sixth year, right? So I'm, I'm five and a half years in. Can you think of many times where I've taken a Monday off? I, I want to pat myself on the back here. I don't you know, think and yank you have, my own, no. Yank my own chain a little no, bit, but no, I don't he showed up have. early today, too. Yeah, he's been good. He's trying to get Employee of the Month. Okay. I put up a, a Chick-fil-A card, $5 Chick-fil-A card for Employee of the Month. <laughs> nice. He's, he's, if you had kids, you would feel differently. He, yeah. he's, trying to, he's trying to do that. So, uh, yeah. Um, <sighs> I didn't know there was Chick-fil-A cards involved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should have said something sooner. Hey, thanks for the kind words, Tits. That was nice. Yeah. Pete, uh, from the Pete. heart. Yeah, from the heart. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's get into this a little bit, JB. Uh, Southwick. Look, uh, I, I, I want to praise both Tomek and Sexton here because, you know, Tomek just won five motos in a row and he crushed it at Southwick. I mean, eighth the first in the first moto, that domination. And you've been a guy that's been eaten up by him, I'm sure, at different points. Oh, yeah. Like when he's coming like that, there's not much you can do. And that is awesome, and that's great, and he's close to the points lead. But Sexton is – dude, he is doing all he can, man. You know, he's, he's fighting through traffic. At Red Buddy, went down with Anderson, kind of stuck behind Dungeon, Anderson, and Barsha, not doing much. Hits Anderson, gets up, and, dude, he was like a rocket to second place. This weekend, slow and steady. Like, if you're going to lose to Tomac, you're going to go 2-2 and lose only six points. Like, I feel like both guys deserve a lot of praise for this weekend. For sure. And, you know, watching the broadcast, they interviewed Lars uh, during one of the motos or before a moto or something, and, and he really summed it up. He knows that Tomac is going to have Tomac days, right? Like at Southwick, uh, yep, if he's yeah, on, yeah. there's not very many people in the world that could touch him. Yep. But when he is on, like he's been, you have to get second. If you're going to be in the title, you have to get second. So that's what they're saying to Chase and, and talking in and amongst the team. And Chase is doing that. Like, I really think Chase has weathered the storm through these, you know, the past couple couple weekends. Red Bud, uh, Eli's really, really good at. Um, and then Southwick. The biggest thing I would say is from the beginning of the year, their starts have kind of flip-flopped. Like, uh -huh. lately, Eli's been getting the starts, and Chase is a little bit further back. Back in, I mean, you know, eighth-ish um, or tenth. But even though Eli started there the first moto, he was still ahead of Chase off the start. So Right. Um, and Chase isn't one to, like, go through start slumps. Yeah, know? he's typically yeah. a great yeah. starter. Yeah. So I think if he can get his starts back, or at least start ahead of Eli, mm -hmm. even this weekend at, at Millville, um, which is another good track for, for Eli, yeah. which we could talk about all of them are good for Eli, right? Yeah, like yeah, he's which, had success I, I know, at all of them. I know, right? I can't think of a track this. Yeah. I mean, maybe Sexton can match him at Paula over the years. Yeah, or, or maybe it goes in Sexton's yeah. favor right. at, at Paula. But I think if you're really going to talk about Tomek, you're going to talk about sand, the loamier soil. Um, yeah. He's, he's weathered yeah. the storm. He's yeah. got one more to yeah. go with, with Millville. But I think if he can get through it or start ahead of him, I think Chase can yeah. – I really think he can beat him straight up. He's got the fitness. Seems like he's really happy with his motorcycle. You think um, Eli – He's got the speed. You think Eli, being peak Eli, Sexton can – can, I think he can duel with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, I really yeah, do, yeah. 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 Um, I think he can go head-to-head -head with him and go late into the motos head-to-head, right. -head, which not many people can do. I'm impressed with Sexton. I know Eli just, like I said, won his fifth moto in a row, and he's all, he was beast mode, and he was great. And 
I was just impressed with Sexton the last few weeks making this thing happen. Like you gotta go two two, and he did it. And he's mm-hmm. and he's been superior to those guys. He's been catching and passing these guys, and, and that's impressive. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Know. And look, Chase has still got the red plate. Yeah, and yeah. that that's really all that all that matters at this point. But if he can, he, he's got to survive his, Millville. He, <laughs> I think I think he'll definitely survive Millville. I I was more worried about Southwick for him. Yeah. He's been publicly saying he's yeah. been working on sand, and that's yeah. kind of been his weakness. And and when you're talking about it and saying it, you know, becomes a reality. Like maybe he would struggle there, but he's been really working on it, and you know, staying in, in living in Florida, and yeah. and um, yeah, he's there, man. I've been super impressed with him, even though you know the Colorado thing tossed away three points, yeah. but still, like yeah. he's he's still been really really good. Um, but I think it's those first couple laps for Chase. I think he can go. He can go the distance for sure. Yeah. Um, but if he can get his starts back to top three starts, right. I think he's going to be really tough to beat. So people talk about Tomac coming through the pack and being on you, right? And on the Cowie, you know, clutch in, throttle wide open, just so much, you know, anger and noise behind you. Uh, and then now on a Yamaha, you have that you have that oh, sucking yeah. sound. Like <laughs> makes it way worse. Like you've been there where you're just oh, like, yeah. oh my, this. Yeah. Like, dude, calm down. <laughs> totally. And you like don't even know where he is because you know other bikes you can kind of sense coming up the inside. It's just this loud engine wide open. Yeah. You're like, oh, I think he's over there. Nope, he's over there. It's yeah, he's just <laughs> going everywhere trying to get yeah. around you. But um, Eli's riding great. You know, there's talk of it maybe being his last outdoor season because you wonder where he's getting the motivation from right now he's late in his career he's won everything there is to win yeah he's got all the money in the world um he's obviously really really happy with his him personally and professionally and all that yeah so where's he find the motivation i think that's that might be where it is even if it's not his last season if he's saying it is right now or Mm -hmm. he might think that Mm -hmm. because as you wind it down you really start to appreciate things more and Maybe that's where he's getting his motivation. Then you, you flip to Sexton. Okay, where's he getting his motivation? Wants to get that first title. Um, you know, battle with, with Eli to the to the bitter end. Beat arguably the best guy in the sport right now. So it's interesting that these two guys are on opposite sides of the spectrum. One's trying to get his first. One's trying to get his fourth. Yeah. So it, it's it's a really unique situation at the moment. I was worried about Eli's knee coming in. I did, and he, you know, lack of time on a bike. His knee was jacked up. He puts it down wrong in one rut, and he's back yep. to square one. I was really worried about that. That doesn't seem to be an obstacle, and I just think he wants to go out a winner, right? I just think it's, sure, yep. it's just another. It'll be his fourth, 450 mm-hmm. title, fifth outdoor, win the Supercross, just yeah. all time, right? Yeah, um, all time, absolutely. Um, but I think the last few weeks have shown us that this thing is going to the end. Yeah. This isn't. Hey, Eli's getting on a run, and Sexton's going to do some. Hey, Jason, not look. Anderson's riding great, mm-hmm. Ch- but I want to say like Chase is going to make Jason Anderson type mistakes, and then we're just going to see. This, this is going to the end. Yeah, 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 I think so. And then obviously you still throw in Kenny, you throw in Anderson. Anderson's made a lot of mistakes, but he's got crazy speed at the moment. Maybe the most speed I've ever seen him have outdoors. Uh, he's just got to clean up his starts. So there's guys that can for sure get in there and, and mix it up with them. Mm-hmm. But when it comes late in the moto and here's Eli or chasing first and Eli or chasing second, it's like, man, these guys are just so good and so good all what? the way through the moto and, and good on hard packed dirt and mm-hmm. soft dirt. And yeah, it's really no weaknesses. So you've you, you obviously an outdoor national, you, you've won one. Um, um, 
you won a moto, you stood on the podiums. But what's it like? So what we've seen the last few weeks for, in the 250 class, Hunter Lawrence this weekend, we'll get to that more later, uh, Anderson this week, Anderson at Paula. Like you spend so much energy going through the pack, right, ripping through mm-hmm. dudes, that you can see in the second motos this is affecting guys. Is that yeah, – what's it like? Sure. You're just – like you just – if you just start fifth and finish third, which you've probably done a bunch – it's so much easier on you than right than yeah. ripping through the pack. Yeah, because yeah. most of the time, let's just say Anderson gets a good start. He starts top five. You kind of sort yourself out, unless you're battling for a moto win or moto, moto podium down the stretch. But first moto, a lot of times you kind of settle in, and then you're like, okay, well, I've got a five-second lead on the third-place guy, and I'm not going to win this moto, mm-hmm. so I'm going to kind of cruise it in the last yeah. three or four laps. Yep. When you're down, you I mean, you're just trying to pick people off and pick people off, and you're going wide open for 30 plus two, and it's tough on you. It yeah. absolutely is. Yep. And then you think about the crashes. You know, a lot of people don't think about it, but it's really hard when your adrenaline's pumping and everything's going and you you crash in the sand. you got to pick your bike up out of the sand. you got to yeah. get back on. Like, that's just extra wasted energy. Yeah. It doesn't seem yeah. like a lot. Yeah. But when you only have so many matches to burn in a day of a national, it's like you're, you've already wasted a couple by laying on the ground. You guys are so fit, so it's always surprising to see it get to you. Mm-hmm. And it got to Hunter, and it got to Jason, and gets to different guys at different times. It's, you know, you know how bad, like, again, you guys are so, such fit, you're such in great shape that when you see guys like yourself just out of energy, and you're like, wow, that that's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And we're getting to that point of the season also where – Tomax had this experience. Yep. He knows what it feels like to yeah. be late in a season. Yeah. Where that's the one thing I worry about with Chase doing, you know, he was a, a race winner and, and championship, you know, maybe maybe not down the stretch, a yeah. championship threat in Supercross. He could still win any race. He could yeah. still win any race. Yeah. So he's dealing with that pressure for 17 races. Yep. He just did all this preseason work to be a title contender coming into Supercross. Now he did 17 races. Now he's in the heat of Florida. Like, you got to be careful not yeah. to work yourself during yeah. the week. Where Eli, he's you in You know college. Eli and John have that. They got it figured out. Yeah. So that's the one thing I hope, which, you know, Chase has got a bunch of smart people in his corner, and, and he knows what to do. But I just hope that through now is almost a point where you pull back during the week a little bit to bring – you know, I always talk about mental space. Like, I'm more big on mental than I am physical because yeah. the body's amazing. Like, you can pretty much do anything. Yeah. But if you show up to the race mentally really tired, it's not good. Yeah. But if you show up fresh, you only rode one day that week, you're ready to go, you can really throw down and bring that extra energy to the weekend, mm-hmm. which we heard Eli talk about it during Supergrass. There was weeks where he didn't even ride. He would just show up and do press day. Yeah. And you could tell because he'd come out firing in press day. There were su- several press days I watched on Friday in Supergrass. I'm like, oh my gosh, he looks like he hasn't ridden his bike in three months and he's just so excited to be there. Yep. I think if Chase can bring that excitement and that energy and mental space, man, he's going to be really hard to beat. I know people are talking about Eli right right now because he's on a roll, but I'm uh, I'm looking Uh, for Chase to battle him down the stretch. As always, as the series goes on, whether indoors or out, the the two guys rise to the Mm -hmm. top. We're seeing Anderson and Kenny make some mistakes, not have their best races. The top two guys are getting away a little bit. That's a yeah. that's such a typical season, right? For sure, yeah. yeah. And you just don't want that to happen to the top two, right? You don't want to run away. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, Eli's had so much, so much experience being there. Right. He, he's probably made those mistakes before. John obviously is super smart in, yep. in those areas of, all right, let's save a little. Like, we're going to pull back, but let's save yeah. it for the last three or, or yeah. whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, so. it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. Those two are yeah. going to push each other to a new level and – 
man, Tomac's just he's just when he's on, dude, and he's using his legs, and he's mm-hmm. like just kind of using legs to pre pre jump, using legs to soak up stuff, and he's just an animal, right? He's just yeah. wide open, right? Gilmore, Ricky Gilmore, a suspension guy, was on the show last week, and he said that Eli told him, hey, man, I'm 100% brake or 100% gas. That's how I ride. <laughs> and he is, right? <laughs> Do you know what's wild is watching the race on TV? I just wish that the fans could experience, you know, a couple of them have gotten to do track walk or, or Kiefer did the, uh, was it in Boston where he did yeah. the yeah, track walk he, after yeah, the race? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish they could see how rough it actually is because yeah. those those <laughs> know, straightaways right. are not, they're completely whooped out and the guys at the front make them look like they're not that deep because they just hold, they carry so much momentum over the top of them. Yep. But I'm telling you, those things are so deep and the way Eli goes over them and especially the turning ones, like there's a couple uh turn like especially yeah. right handers yeah. at southwick that are so awkward and they're just you know it, it's just crazy how fast he can go through yeah. there yeah lap after right. lap after lap i i look at i've been on glenn helen with you guys adam mm-hmm. and eli and Hartraft and you know i've been out of glenn helen yeah riding and then you guys go by me yeah on the same track and you're like oh my god like yeah it's, it's, a, it's a different level for it's, sure it's, it's and just then, amazing yeah. yeah and then yeah, yeah you, then you take the the very very tip of the spear with yeah. eli and chase and kenny and them right now yeah. it's like it's yeah. just unbelievable how yeah. fast they go uh looking forward to a good show tonight roxon uh martin weege phil phil i mean come on right we got to talk to phil we need an update yeah like what's happening yeah what's happening I, I mean, I heard motorsports thinking of pulling all their money from them. I'm sure. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, just not Are even you yeah. kidding me. Yeah, not even racing. Uh, let's get to the phone calls here. I want to talk about Jet Lawrence because that was a generational, generational <laughs> ride. Uh, let's go first up. It's uh, Derek. What's up, Derek? Hey, De- hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. How are you? Doing good. Hey, I just want to uh, say thank you. This show is awesome. Uh, I work 15 hour shifts, and tonight's getting me through it. Uh, Justin Brain, I've always been a big fan. Uh, my question for you, Steve, is over the weekend at Southwick, um, after 250 Moto 1 when Styles Robertson and uh, Hunter Lawrence got into it, I've seen a lot of hate for Hunter saying, oh, that was aggressive, like he shouldn't have grabbed his helmet, shouldn't have gotten his face. I kind of look at his passion. All these guys are racing for a 450 ride of career. Nothing set in stone. Well, uh, I just kind of want to hear yeah. your take and see what's going on with that. We don't, uh, we didn't see what happened, obviously, but I'm Hunter thought Styles cross jumped him. I would bet 100 percent rear tire to the front tire and goes down. Now did Styles do it on purpose? I, I always tend to say probably not. Uh, there's not many of you guys that do this on purpose. It's a sand track. You're wide open. You know, uh, I, I can't comment on. It. I mean, they were even got it. They got into it back in the pits. I don't know if you saw that video. I didn't. Yeah, know. they did. Yeah, they were yelling at each other. Back oh in the yeah, pits. yeah. Uh, yeah. To me, it's whatever. Like until I can't see the incident, so I can't comment on it. But I don't think Styles is the guy to be like, oh. This guy's moving. I'm just going to move over in the air. It happens. You just wonder right, what happened right. before that also. You wonder if he, Hunter had him passed a couple times. Like, yeah, you just need the whole story. But also, I will say, there's so much adrenaline, and, and you know, Hunter's got the red plate, and he went 1-1 there last year. There's already so much emotions into that race that he had expectations coming in. Then to pull off, you know, first moto, knowing his brother won and him laying in the sand a couple times – you're just you're fired up and you know you can't hold back and and of course hindsight's always 2020 and we're watching it from the couch in a calm manner in the ac where he's in the heat and sand everywhere and somebody cross jumping him potentially or just making it extra hard to pass you just yeah you you get heated easily 
Yeah, uh, I don't right. see Styles being that type of guy. I mean, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But we we need to see, like JB said, we need to see the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but right, yeah, that's, right. That's, that's right, Matt. Awesome. I appreciate it, guys. Uh, uh, thank you so much, Steve, and shout out to my dad, Rich, and have a good night, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, by the way, Works Connection, Pulp MX20 is the code to save the Works Connection. JB, you may – can we break the news? Let's do it. You're back racing. I mean – You're back. Well, we moved back to Iowa. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of fair races yeah, around. Yeah. There's a local fair race in the town that I live in and the town I grew up in. I actually did my first ever motorcycle race there uh-huh. in Fort Dodge, Iowa. There's a fair race this Wednesday. And I said, Wednesday you know what? night. Yeah. I'm going to put on a Works Connection uh, all you need. device and yeah. I might go do some racing. And, and you know, our buddy Galdi lined up for the World Vets and he got a Blue Crew. Oh, nice. And he only put a Works Connection perch on. Everything else was stock, and he he was world champion on that bike. That's all you need. With just the worst connection, to be a world champ, and then you you just need a prolonged start device <laughs> to be a fair a, a county fair champ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in uh, in honor of JB putting one on to dominate, we we think this maybe maybe night. who we got? We got Isaiah Clark. We got Isaiah Clark. There, there's several Kerr, local. We got I mean, Kerr, is Kerr lining up? I'm sure he'll be there. I'm sure he'll be there. Okay. So. All right. Well, we'll see. Plus 30 class, I think I have okay, covered. Okay, we got that covered. Maybe, maybe you not. Th- you think the plumbers and carpenters and stuff, do you think you can hey, beat them? Hey, these plumbers and carpenters at fair races are next level. Okay. <laughs> Just right. saying, okay. they're next level. All right, okay. <laughs> well, uh, uh, let's hope. If you don't take the win with the Worst Connections Pro Launch Device, can you send it back? Well, I'll at least get the whole shot. <laughs> okay, all right. I think I can whole shot. We're yeah. going to give one away. Uh, email contest. Let's do that because... Um, yeah, because live listeners always get this stuff. So contest at pulpamexshow.com. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. We'll give a Works Connection Pro Launch Start Device. And uh, what email number you want to give it to, JB? 10 would be number so. Ten? Eh, that's too easy. That's too easy? Because it's going to be the live listeners. We want to do a. Well, how high can I go? We get a lot of to, entries. Yeah. Like 114? Yes. Oh, that's okay. easy. Yeah. 114. 114. All yeah. right. Email 114. We'll get the Works Connection Pro Launch Start Device. Uh, Craig Martin's on three. What's up, Craig? How are you, man? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you? Good. What's up? Hey, I just wanted to check in on you. I, w- I listened to the 1989 re-raceables today and wanted to make sure you're still okay with, I know that Kudrowski really broke your heart. Yeah. Letting you know that 762 really didn't mean nothing to him. Nothing. It meant you know, nothing. God damn yeah. it. Yeah. I, I, so, I, I, shocking. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to explain to you something I think he was trying to get at, but he didn't really get it out. In... I know you're from Canada, so you may not have this system up there, but in the 80s and 90s in the United States, a lot of us used the last three digits of our AMA card. Oh, I think that's okay. what he was trying to say, is that 762 was his last three digits of his AMA card. And then is into that, the is that your 114? late 90s. No, okay, all right. 114 was not. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. all right. Just check with yeah. JB. Yeah. But then into the uh, early 90s, late 90s era, there was a whole bunch of people that used their birthdates, like the Whartons. Yep. Blake was 731. He was born right. July 31, I guess. Okay. And uh, Tyler was 516. And um, so that was the right. that was the next generation of people making up numbers. My uh, my so, three digit my three digit AMA number would be 096. That wouldn't really yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Mine was you birthday, so my 96, then, I guess. Yeah. My stepdad's birthday is the first, and mine's the 14th. So oh, that's why you did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you use birthdays. Yep, yeah. That's so right. he's younger than I am. That's why he used birthdays. But in my era, <laughs> in, yeah. in my coffee's era, so, it was more of the last three digits of your AMA card. For, that, that's for, was, mine was 247. We did so. a re-raceables with Mike, and he had 762 on his bike, and he won the national championship. Mm-hmm. 762 to one. Pretty, pretty nice deal. 
And then I put 762 on my bike the next year. I rode Hondas. Yeah. It looked good on Kudowski's bike. It looked like he was a cool guy. So you did it because of Kudowski? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well. And then on the show, I'm like, hey, dude, you know, I ran 762 my whole <laughs> life. I still have 762 on my bike right now. Yeah. Out in the garage. Blue Crew. What does it mean for you? And he's like, yeah, they just gave me that number. I don't know. <laughs> so you were bombed, huh? <laughs> it meant nothing to him. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, Ru- Craig. Ruined his day. Justin ruined his day. Really did. And he, you know Kudrowski, he, he he's the most mellow guy ever. The momentum. Yeah. You can just hear the momentum of that podcast just going down the tubes, right? I couldn't right believe it. That. I, that's my child. I, it's my number all time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've run that number since 1990. Every every that's bike funny. I've ever had it on, yeah. Because I never earned a Canadian national number, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, to run a – well, actually, I did one year, but I never raced the series the next year. Uh, and then I was just a three-digit three guy. So, yeah. Like, yeah, that was my number. So – uh, all right. 30 years of thinking that number meant something. Special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Craig. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right. Talk to you later. Uh, Justin Brayton brought to you by the folks at Decal Works. They led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics around. They are officially licensed with all the OEMs. The Red Bull KTM team use uh, Decal Works. Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Off-Road team use Decal Works. DecalMX.com. Use the promo code PulpMX to get 20% off your custom graphics. And JB has a special connection with the boys at Decal Works because back in the day, uh, the Decal Works guys owned SoCal Gear, and you ran SoCal I Gear. Did. Yeah. I did. JT, I was, too. Yeah, JT yeah. did as well. Yeah. I was pumped to run SoCal because, one – it was the first company that actually gave me gear. Yes, right. <laughs> so I was stoked. Yeah. Had my name on the back. Yeah. I was stoked. Yep. Another thing I was absolutely pumped about was I had Honda, like patches down oh, my leg. You yeah. Know? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. believe I right. had that. And I got my first Arena Cross podium in SoCal gear. So. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, Decal MX bringing you Justin Brayton. They used to uh, make SoCal gear. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, I got three, three free pairs of Smith goggles one year. Really? Unbelievable. Sponsored, nice. dude. Sponsored. Nice. Did you send out resumes and everything? Every no, year? no. The See, local, did, the local yeah. dealer was like, "Hey, man, we'll help you out with some stuff." Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, talk nice. about talk I, about you know me being a customer for life. Yeah, I caught Scott Sheik's Smith roll offs at Millville as he was coming off the track. Yeah, I don't know what year he was. Yeah, on what a, year I was, he was on say. a Suzuki? Okay, yeah. Um, I wore him the rest of the year. Yeah, the whole rest of the year yeah, yeah. racing. And what Iowa. about the film? I just ran it. I think I just cleaned it or something. I don't even remember. But I ran those Smith goggles, yeah. Right. Uh, that's a crazy. Uh, decalmx.com. Pulp code, uh, PulpMX is the code to save with those guys. And our next guest, uh, first guest of the night. I should admit, before we get too far into this, so last week, July 4th, we did a Sunday show. And Nick Way was supposed to be on. And then he canceled and said, hey, man, I got a bunch of family here. I can't do it. Sorry. I'll do it next week. And I said, no problem. Nick Way's great guy. This week... I asked him, are you on the East Coast? And he said yes. And then I thought the text was that he was on the West Coast. I meant to ask him, are you on the West Coast? I asked him mm-hmm. if he's on the East Coast. He's on the East Coast. And now he can't come on tonight because I thought he was on the West Coast, so I planned him much earlier. So we don't have Nick Way tonight. Gotcha. Yeah. So there we go. Last gotcha. week, his fault. This uh, week. This week, my fault. Yep. Great, great, uh, great host I got here. So no Nick Way tonight. Sorry, everybody. We'll try again next Bummer. week. Bummer. Third yeah. time's a charm. Right, right. Uh, our first guest of the night, this waiting. Uh, okay, thank you. Don't have to tell Talon that. Talon just does it at the time. Yeah. All right. Hard to find good help these Renthal. days. Renthal.com, a <laughs> fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters, it all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. Uh, Renthal.com, they got more titles than all the other brands combined. And thanks for the hard work and dedication to detail. Renthal Factory has been helping world-class riders achieve their championship goals since the beginning, way back in 1969. Uh, sprockets and chains and bars. You're, you're a Renthal guy. You've run Renthal Absolutely. many times. What's the bend? 997. Okay. Does T-Dags uh, like that bend? Do we know? 
T-Dags is very picky on bar bands, so I don't know how he feels about 997, but we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, Renthal.com. Grips, bars, uh, Fat Bar, Fat Bar 36. You ever run the crossbar list one? I never have. I know. You know I don't, it's I been seen... on my mind lately to try. Though. Oh, it's yeah? Been on my mind. Well, you're older now, so maybe you need the more yeah, flex. I don't maybe. know. <laughs> uh, I've never seen that with, with you. Yeah. I don't yeah, remember ever seeing never really liked it. Never liked the crossbar list. It's just the look thing. Oh, not the feel. Yeah. I, yeah. Feel is, is what it is, but oh. it's just the look. Oh, dude, I yeah. figured for a guy like you, who cares how it looks? Oh, it's, it's got to look good. Okay. It's right. got to look good, okay, Steve. All right. Well, we'll get to a guy that's uh, gone back and forth a little bit over the years when it comes to crossbar. And crossbar less bars. Uh, brought to you by Renthal. It's Honda's Ken Roxon. What's up, Kenny? How are you, man? What's up, Steve? What's up, Dad? <laughs> What's up, son? <laughs> hey, who who's helped you more, Shorty or Brayton? Who 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 has given you the better life advice? Do we, do, <laughs> where are we at? Well, um, I mean, I would have to say Justin because first of it's more recently, and mm-hmm. I've probably gone through more crisis in the last three or four years than I did back then. Back then I was a kid. I didn't care yeah. about anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say in so Shorty's yeah. defense, imagine Ken then. Yeah. Yeah. Like not married, just winning all around the world. Right. Right. Wild child. Yeah. I can. I mean, I what can, are you going to tell him? I don't know. Right? So, hey, <laughs> what is it now? I'm not winning. I'm married. I'm lame. <laughs> I'm settling down. <laughs> Uh, you're still winning. You're you're all right. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, yeah. Hey, we were just talking before you got on. Justin Brayton caught Scott Sheik's goggles back in the day and wore them all year long. And uh, I've been to a few nationals. And I asked Stanton for a jersey one time, and he scowled at me, and I got almost started crying. When you were a kid, Kenny, and going to GPs, like obviously you were a star pretty young. Uh, you were racing when you were 15. But when you were like 10, 11, did, did any GP dudes give you jerseys or goggles or anything? Um, no, I honestly, I think I was always too scared to ask, but I wasn't really so much interested in jerseys back in the day. It was more so goggles. Goggles, um, yeah. I remember. <laughs> but I wasn't, I wasn't crazy about like just asking all kinds of people for stuff. Um, I remember getting a couple of goggles from a couple of people here and there, but it's definitely, it's definitely gotten out of hand nowadays um, with fans. Um, I always make fun of him because every single person every weekend, I mean, there's a lot of them, right? But yeah. none of them ever say please, ever. And I throw them always uh, against their head. And I say, <laughs> none of you guys ever say please, so no. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's yeah. crazy. It's always, can I have? Can I have? Can I oh, have? Oh, I know. I, I, I mean, I was, I was a mechanic, and I would get asked, and I'm like, do you even know who this rider is? Yeah. And they're like, no. They're As like, they've got a bag full of plastic. Yeah, hey, can I get this? Yeah, Give me that. I, I would me ask that. them. I'm like, who's the rider? Who's my rider? Like, yeah. the ferry, you know. And they're like, I don't know. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you're not getting anything. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It, it was it, it, and it's got it's gotten pretty bad. It has, but mm-hmm. um, for me though, I I have never really given away jerseys, and I stick to my guns on that because we always give them to auction off to help people that are either injured or sick or in need or whatever. So I honestly never really give jerseys to fans. It's, it sounds bad when you you know when when the fan is asking. I'm like, nah, sorry, man. I always give the explanation and however they want to take it, of course. But I stick to my guns on that because if I would give every single person a jersey, I wouldn't have any anymore. Yeah, good point. No, absolutely. And I, and I think uh, the Lawrence brothers are the same way, right? Like, hey, let's let's limit these things and give them to to people that you know really make them special, right? It holds uh, the value better. But I have one of your Supercross winning jerseys here in the studio. It's fantastic. I got yes, one right, right here. Um, we're so when you were a kid, going back to when you were a kid, like, and maybe this is a little bit before your time, but were you like <laughs> Pitt Buyer was your guy? Because Germany didn't have a ton of great GP races over the years. Pitt was one of them, though. Were you like, was that super proud or I don't even know? Um, 
No, honestly, that was when I was so young. Okay. I don't even remember that. And then obviously he got hurt. So that was a little bit just before my time. Okay. Um, and then uh, when I when I came around the GP scene uh, at a younger age, it was more so uh, Steve Ramon, Everts, of course, yeah. the Diker. Uh, it was uh, Coppins. It was those kind of people um, that I looked at. But honestly, I wasn't so much. Maybe I just don't remember. But it, I, for me, it was always the American scene for some reason. Like for me, it was Ricky. And of course, Bubba yeah. and Chad back in the day. But Ricky was really the guy because I was on Suzuki's. And, you know, back then when I was a kid, I was thinking I was going to be a Suzuki guy for life. Of course, that, you know, yeah. that's young thinking. But it just looked like the long term Suzuki deal. And then Ricky was Suzuki. So he was always my guy with Roger, too. It was kind of like set in stone early mm-hmm. on that I was going to yep. go race for Roger at Suzuki and whatnot. So I would say more so it was the American motocross and supercross scene, and Ricky was my guy. Dude, Suzuki had you. They had Tomac. They had J-Mart. Like, they could have, if they just kept it going, they could have had a program. They kept the bike development going and the amateur programs going. They could have crushed it, right? Well, their amateur program was like, Top notch yes. here in America. It was amazing there for the longest time. Yeah, yeah. They really let some guys go. You know, uh, going back to looking up to people. Imagine this, Steve. So, when you look up to people the most, you're what, eleven, twelve, thirteen, yeah. fourteen, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So then, Ken, when were you fifteen when you won your first GP? Yeah, fifteen years and fifty three days. So you're. I was there. You were there, really. Toysen Tall. Yeah. You were there. Yeah, in I was Toysen there. Tall? Yeah, two two. You went two two, right? Um, I, I really don't remember, yeah. but it, that was yeah, that yeah. was my first ever GP yeah, win. I, yeah, I was there. Uh, I was uh, just coming to. I was going to more GPs back then for Racer X and stuff. And I actually did a story with Coppins was on the Aprilia, I think that day. So I did a story on Coppins. Yeah, yep. And yep. Uh, and then he you was either nine or ten when he was on, on Aprilia. Yeah. yeah. And I remember coming. Sorry, Justin. We'll get back to your story, but okay. I came back to the USA and I'm like, guys, all the MX2 guys, Frassard, Marvin, Kenny. Uh, who's that French dude that had a long name? With Aubin? Yeah. Aubin? Yeah, maybe him. I'm like, they're all scrubbing. They're, they <laughs> they make Coppins and and, uh, and these mm-hmm. other guys look like they're from the 1980s. All the MX2 guys, scrub, 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 mm-hmm. scrub. Yeah. I couldn't believe the difference Hard. between the two classes. I'm like, they're all watching yeah. Bubba, and it's all coming here. You know, like, yeah, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, go it's ahead. Wild. That was that generation of change, right? Yep. Like, especially yep. being yep. able it to was. watch YouTube or videos or social right. media and all that. But what I was getting to is, so you're 15 and winning these races. So, when I'm 15, I'm looking up to these guys like they're yeah, superstars. Yeah, right. I'm not going to the race and winning. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, I that's know. probably why he's like, uh, I didn't really look up to anybody right. because I was beating all of them. <laughs> I was the my, one winning. My lap, t- my lap times are faster than, than yeah, Everett's, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. yeah, right. Yeah, no, it's probably a good point, Jay. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Uh, hey, Southwick, do you want to just move on, or you want to talk about Southwick? What if- um, <laughs> I mean, whatever you, whatever you want. There's not really much to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that, that, not not a great day for you, especially, like, to, to pull a whole shot and lead laps and everything, and you don't end up on the box. I imagine you're just, like, moving on. But how much were you affected from sort of – Redbud, we talked to you a little bit about being a sick, and you sounded congested and everything else. Is that still kind of lingering? Um, I mean, it seems like it. Like, I haven't really been feeling that great. And obviously, that showed this weekend. I mean, granted, I am kind of on a different setup every weekend I go to, um, which that doesn't probably have. I just have a hard time getting comfortable. Um, but other than that, I'm in it. Like, I'm working my ass off, and, and especially mentally. Like, just because I've had a couple of rough weekends, I'm not pounding my head into the sand. But mm-hmm. um, I, I just did a – I don't know. I didn't really have it. I can't really – I don't really know why and whatnot. I, I made a bunch of changes. My starts were on point. Yep, <laughs> yep. Yep. starts were really good. Yeah. Yep. It wasn't really – I don't know. It, it was a, it's just funky. I'm, I'm just trying to – 
catch myself and and move on and keep working hard. It was it was a tough one again, but I can't really change it at this point. And uh, like I said, I'm still you know it always looks really bad. And, and even for me personally, it it sucks, right? Like I just haven't been good. But and these guys are kind of running away a little bit and points wise and whatnot. And it's all happened within the last couple of weeks. And it's kind of a tough pill to swallow, but at the same time, I'm still third in the championship, and and I I, just, I don't feel like my time's over yet. You know, we, I know we're halfway and whatnot, but um, I'm still working really hard to to get back, get comfortable, and just kind of get a little bit consistently good results rather than all over the place where I've been. Kenny, speaking of the starts, was there something with the gate just to the left of the box? Was it like not as deep or something? Because Jet went there both times then Eli took that gate for the second moto and it seemed like right away like before you even got across the gate you already had seemed like um, a pretty big hole shot was it not as deep or how can you pick that gate um no I picked that gate simply because I know in the years past it was always either uh right to the right side of the box or like two and then also to the, I've noticed that because in the past I was always on the right really yeah but I've also noticed that uh, a couple or a few to the left have always been good rather than sticking to the inside so I made my mind up pretty early. Granted, I went fourth to the gate, but I was hoping they were all going to line up on the right side of the box. So once that one was open, I said, I told Jordy before everybody picked their gate, I'm like, I'm going to go left of the box if that one's open without even like really looking at it to begin with. But then I went there and, and in the first moto, they held the gate really long, I've noticed, but none, nobody besides me flinched or anything. And I just was super focused. And my reaction time was absolutely insane. Like I, I noticed it even, I was like, whoa, that was crazy. I didn't jump early, but as soon as the gate dropped, I was right there. And it wasn't like I was dumping the clutch. I wasn't wheeling. I just went over the gate and I pushed my bike down so perfectly in the rut to where mm-hmm. I was just absolutely moving forward. And then I wanted to get, go there again in the second moto, but Eli went there but I still felt much better going to the left side of him than going further to the inside. And sure enough, I jumped over the gate again, and, and I hit the rut just right and pushed the bike kind of down and forward, and I just absolutely took off again. So I, it was very automatic for me last weekend. It was nice. Yeah, it's it's crazy how – so, Steve, we would practice starts when we were teammates, and we yeah. basically had identical bikes, mm-hmm. right? And, and the way Kenny can find traction just even across the gate – is insane i mean i and his reaction time is always really good but it's weird the way he can find traction like you know you go across the gate yeah and then after the gate he can just find it in in weird ways that i'm about, like i'm uh, trying to is this outdoor starts or in or in no it's great anything yeah great anything, anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah but the great starts it's, would be you know you gotta obviously good reaction time stay calm go across yep. the gate not spend too much on this plastic and then, and then after the gate and he finds traction where like I mean, I've ridden a long time. I feel like I could watch him and like figure something out. I could never figure it out. His starts are just <laughs> incredible. I don't know. I don't it's, know what it is. It's hard on these four fifties. They're so finicky. Like, to, for me personally, if the RPMs, for example, are just a little bit too too high, it just it can mess up your start so much because it has so much more bite. And then you got to really watch your clutch control too, right? Like, there's so much to look to look at uh, with a 450 where I feel like I could go on a 250, rev the thing wide open, dump the clutch, and it feels fine just because you have to be so in tune with your bike on a 450 that it makes a start on a slower bike a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely. Uh, it's an art, right? It's a definite – it's an art. And I feel like Kenny, not he's not Michael Lessie whole shot stats, but if you just want to talk about coming around the first turn in top five, yeah. indoors and out, 
Automatic. I think Roxon's yeah. maybe the best starter in the sport that way, right? Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, and over the years yes, too, it's yes, not like one year right. he's had a slump. No, it's no. consistently yeah. really good, really good stuff. Uh, what's it like though? Thanks, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're you know we got to talk about something about Southwick that that you're stoked on. So let's just go starts and then <laughs> and moving on. Uh, designations for you, Kenny? Is is that a plan? Do we know? Um, I actually have just gotten um, I've just gotten you know messages from from Wolfgang from Germany and whatnot. Um, as much as I would like to, I haven't made up my mind yet, but honestly, with the World Supercross thing and stuff, I don't feel like I'm going to have time, and it'll be a little bit hectic. And my honestly, my true focus is uh, getting out of the normal routine that we've been having, and I really want to do some overseas races, and especially racing in Europe, because it's been since 2013 since I've raced in Europe. So that kind of has priority for me, and, and with racing destinations. I think it'd be like one weekend off, or maybe right away you would have to go to the next uh, to the to Wales for the World Supercross, and just don't really know if, how I'm going to do that. You know, I kind of need to tune in somebody because the way I left off Supercross, I was not not comfortable at all. So I have to do some testing, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's kind of a funky time right now. There's a lot of open questions at the moment. There Steve, is, can there you is. do you sense the? nervousness maybe a little anxiousness on in kenny's voice right now he's yeah. talking about world supercross no, I, he's saying he needs he, a little more preparation yeah, yeah there's i'm doing world supercross there's, there's a guy is there any correlation there's there? a guy that goes to these off-seas races <laughs> and he's really good and he, he he's old he's old but he's still really good yeah, yeah i saw him beat Stu at bercy <laughs> i saw that with my own eyes i've seen him beat marv i've seen him beat everybody uh so yeah you're right so JD. he needs a little more yeah. testing time yeah. so yeah. Yeah. yeah i think so kenny yep i was hoping you know once i called the quits of supercross i was like oh thank god i'm not gonna have to race justin ever again <laughs> yeah <that's laughs> and right. now here that's we right. are <laughs> uh hey let's talk about that a little bit i mean obviously look they're they're you're paying you a bunch of money, which is always great, and so that's the reason why you want to do it. But you can get money doing other races and doing more things than, than World Supercross. What attracted you to the three-race series uh, in the fall here? You touched on some of it, but what, what, what other things were you? Um, well, honestly, in the past with some of these overseas races, like I, I've been wanting to do them, but at the same time, it was. I think it's kind of tough with teams and, like, I'm not 100% sure, and I may, I may be saying it wrong, but, like, when they, you know, pay us riders to, to race in the U.S., like, with the insurance and whatnot, I don't know if there's any complication, but it was just always a very sensitive thing, uh-huh. and I've always kind of wanted to, but then it was always the focus was U.S. and, you know, Supercross and Motocross, and it just, I don't know, it just never happened, and then this year I think I'm just in a different time and and um obviously i have to figure out what i wanted to do for next year anyways and it just really sounded appealing and then of course i have a great agent as well that that made all of this happen uh thanks steve Asterson. but um no i i just think i was really attracted to breaking up this monotonous racing schedule right like it's the same thing every year mm-hmm. every year every year and i was kind of just ready for for something different and i haven't raced in europe in a while it's three races and it just something just sounded very appealing to me and i've never been to australia i've always wanted to go and i kind of just wanted to explore the world a little bit more like uh, i always tell people back in the day i used to travel the world uh racing and ever since i've come to the u.s i've just been stuck here due to the crazy schedule and so many races and i finally wanted to break that up a little bit and i actually think it'll be good it'll do me good it's uh, it's UK, it's Australia, it's Indonesia. But for the Indonesia round, you'll just be in Australia, and then you'll just go there, right? And then come back right yeah. away. Like that would be how I mean, it would work. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to stay in Australia, and, and me and JB have talked about it a little bit, but we have to talk a little bit further. And the plan was to to stay in Australia, 
and hopefully, because I'm friends with Julian Wilson, he's a pro surfer, and I'm probably going to head up towards his place and, and go surf in between and kind of use it as a family trip as oh, well. Nice, and yeah. I, I think, JB, you guys are probably going to stay there too, right? Yeah, like, wasn't yep, that maybe the plan. The, yeah, so we're going to use it a little bit of vacation and see Australia a little bit. I haven't been there, and that's probably one that I'm most excited to go to. Yeah, you know, it's, it would be, it'd be great. And, and you know what? Like you said, uh, maybe you'll learn something about the bike. Now, speaking of that, 2023, we expect you to be back on Honda. We expect you to do like a Supercross-only deal. Is that looking what we expect to see? Or can you – obviously things are up in the air, but what do we know or what can you tell our listeners or me? Or um, I think I think there's a lot of things just up in the air. Um, nothing is concrete yet. Okay. And- I uh, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm gonna do Supercross and Motocross again next okay. year. Okay, all right. Well, that'll be that'll be good. Most yeah. likely, yeah. I yep. think that's uh, I needed to figure out what I wanted, right? And of course, the Supercross only thing. It all sounds appealing, and and like I said, there's nothing set in stone. It may end up being a Supercross only, and yeah. uh, I don't know. I, this is it's really an open question. I really don't know. And my my goal was to just race right now, and I know it's normally our deal or my deals have been done super early in the yep. past. And at this point, it is not. But I haven't really been worrying about it because I really wanted to get racing and uh, kind of get back out there, get my my feet wet again, and more so the focus, right? Like I, I didn't want to be like, "Hey, Steve, you gotta you gotta deal for me and this and that." Yeah. Because I didn't. I don't want to focus on the wrong thing. I want to focus on racing, and that is currently still the status. And I mean, of course, it's getting to the point where um, conversations are are happening and whatnot. But there's really nothing. I haven't asked much. I haven't talked about it too much, and I'm just focusing on racing right now. They they need to find you a team for the World Supercross Series, JB. You guys are full, uh, you know. So I mean, yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. That's an interesting dynamic. You know, they're going to drop you, you in know, on crazy. the team. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even know how all of this, how all of this stuff <laughs> is. Like, I really know nothing about it. So I'm kind of. I have people come up to me and be like, "Hey." You're on a red card team, and then hey, you know we got an open spot, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> Kenny, I don't know what Kenny's you're like, talking about. Kenny's like, hey, just give me the date, and I'll be there. But I don't, yeah, you know, make sure the front fender's red, right? Yeah, Zach Osborne actually messaged me about something, and I told him, oh, I don't want to deal with anything. I just want to show up and race, but because I still didn't really know what the whole deal was with the teams and how, right, right. how this stuff all happens. But I'm actually looking forward to just it being different than what we have been used to. Must be nice, huh, JB? You're just yeah. like, look, man, I'll take the money and I'll <laughs> yeah. be at your tra- I'll be at the race. I'll be there. And we'll figure it out from yeah. there. <laughs> well, I'm just focusing on the right things, man. It's yeah, the yeah. Racing, no, interacting listen. With fans. He's gonna he's gonna have to focus hard, Steve. Wow, he's gonna have to focus hard. There, there's 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 U U S J B, which is one supercrosses yep. and stood on many podiums. Yep. There's U S J P, and then there's Euro off season supercross race J B. Well, U S J B. Not long ago, Anaheim won. Heat race. Yes. Kenny Holshot's oh, yes, third. Yes. I get into second. Oh, yeah. I start yeah. reeling him in a little bit, and I'm like, uh, I, he's yeah. my buddy. No, I, we, I don't want to do that round one. Why, why again? And not I saw, ago. we saw that in the press yeah. box. This yeah. is Anaheim one. JB is not coming out and, and yeah. passing Kenny, so we're just going to lay back. Yeah. Right. But now we fly over the ocean. It's game on. Oh boy, it's I, game I, on. You know, it's gonna be. It's gonna be like since you're the one with the with the experience and everything. I'm gonna be glued to your ass in every practice trying to get a fast lap. <laughs> and we, typically, the format's way different, right? So yeah, I don't know yeah, the exact format that they're doing, but that's gonna throw him off. It's gonna oh, throw he's gonna Kenny throw him off. off. Can you imagine, yep. Kenny? There's no bus to go. We're just sitting in our. Mo- we're sitting in these lawn chairs. But I will uh, say I, that. The, so that was a, an ongoing joke. Remember, okay. Ken, in 2020, when you won St. Louis, you didn't have your bus. 
Mm-hmm. So like, dude, just oh, leave, yeah, leave yeah. the bus at home. Just pit in the semi with us. Do and it. then I think yeah. the next one he won, he didn't have his bus either. We're like, just yeah, get rid of the bus. Yeah, get rid of the bus. Indy. Yeah. Indy last year. Yeah, yeah I, I won all three of them. All and I won all three. Yeah. yeah. We're staying in an Airbnb downtown, and he just wins all three. And, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah now World Supercars, he's in a lawn chair with his yeah. yogurt and banana or whatever, yeah. and sitting there between heat races, whatever it is. Yeah, right. no, no fancy shit anymore. No. And honestly, <laughs> it'll probably do me good. Uh, the fans are going to be stoked. Like you said, you don't do a lot of these races. I know, I know I'm know. i tight with the Paris guys, as is JB. They've been wanting you for years, and, and you mm-hmm. just like, hey, you know, it didn't work out, like you said, for all the reasons. And uh, so the, the European fans haven't seen you, and they're, you know, they're going to be stoked. Well, I guess England's not in Europe, but, yeah, overseas fans, Australia. They'll probably travel. Probably They'll travel. travel right. yeah. When's I, the last time you actually did something like this, Ken? Um, well, I th- I'm telling you, the last time I was in Europe was, wasn't it 2013 for the destinations maybe in Tochital, or was it after? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Did I race a GP afterward? No, I, I'm telling you, it was like 2013 yeah, was the last time I raced in Europe. Yeah. And what is cool is with Wales, like I think I'm going to have some people from Germany probably come up, and it's not a must like, hey, I need to go race in Europe. It was like I really wanted to. Yeah. Um, so I'm super looking forward to it. I, and I can't wait the feedback from the fans of how many people and, and the stadium. Like it's just going to be different, and I know my eyes are going to sparkle because I seriously have been talking about it for years how I miss going to different countries and different continents, different cultures. Yeah. Um, and so I've been really craving it. I feel like, obviously, uh, uh, JB, you're tight with Kenny. Uh, you know, I, I like Kenny. We're friends, I guess I would consider. But I, you know, I feel like Roxon's results over the last few years have been held to a different standard. Like second in Supercross, third in outdoors, second in outdoors. You know, like everyone's like, yes, there's been no titles. Yes, okay, I got it. But – how many motocrossers are held to the standard that Kenny is? Yeah, zero. Not many. Not zero, many. Basically, right, yeah. Right. And I was going to get to that, actually. I always say, and Ken and I have talked about this privately, I hope, and maybe he's even there now and talking to him even after Southwick. Look, it wasn't a great weekend. Yeah. He didn't win the race. But that's also, and I think it's, Steve, even the media could do a better job to keep these guys around is maybe don't hold them to that high of a standard or like yeah. win or be miserable. And I think Dunge has got a, a taste of being out of it, and now he's coming back, and look how happy he is. Dude, he's, not he's the happiest or, human being ever. But you can yes. still be <laughs> Kenny Roxon, the one of the best racers yeah. ever, right. and still have an off day and get fourth, and you can still be somewhat happy. Look, I know you want to have the drive and, and all that, and you want to win, and the team wants to win and all that, but now that he's a he's yeah. married and he's a dad and like that's yeah. what i would hope for a guy like ken and even other guys in there in the future or maybe even eli right now I, I, you know what you just want to be happy okay. racing i agree with you ricky chad and james ruined it for every other racer because if they didn't win they didn't want to talk yeah, and so it doesn't Villo. have to be that way life is so Villo, short Villo, and, Villo's the same way yes yeah, yeah. And, you know so the media and the fans are like oh these guys it's number one or nothing and they're just pissed and, but no and, other sport is like that. No. Really. NASCAR, no other sport is NASCAR like guys that. win, and then they get 13th the yeah. next week. It's like whatever. Exactly. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I hope no that our asshole. sport can, like, <laughs> the narrative has to change to keep these guys around, to keep Eli wanting to race longer, to yeah. keep Kenny wanting to race yeah. longer. Because if he retires at 27, we've seen guys do that, and it's like, yeah. uh, right. what do I do now? Kenny likes to surf. He's, he can only surf so much. Right. Still wants to have that drive and that competitiveness to wake up and work hard. And, like, I love what he's saying of – I'm still working hard. I'm still working. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I yeah. like to hear that rather than, oh, I didn't win. I'm going to give up on I'm it. I'm a piece of shit. Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I think it's just the contrast sometimes, right? Like, sometimes I go really, really well, but something like this weekend, 
because the the thing is like I honestly in the first moto I was almost borderline embarrassed a little bit because I noticed it. I'm like, dude, what am I doing and what's going on? Like I just wasn't feeling good and it it I don't know. I just feel like I couldn't really ride and I'm like, oh my god, here we go. Like this is just not like me. So I think sometimes the contrast is just what makes it so brutal. Um, and then also, of course, I've had the bar so high at one point, right? Like yeah, last year, Supercross, Motocross, I was really good. Yeah. And now it's like I'm just nowhere near it. And same with 2016. Like there were just some of those years when, especially before my injuries, it was a little bit more of a for sure thing. Like, I, I don't know, yeah. it just was came easier to me a little bit. And so I think I just have raised the bar at one point so high. And now the contrast is just like kind of like the opposite, you know what I mean? But I am working on it like now more than ever i believe that my time will still come because i actually you know there's always like these funny memes now right that people that are bored make and whatnot and i just find it so funny because it's like what you said if you either have to win or or if i fade or whatever again it's like they're making it such a big deal that it's really funny to read and i don't know it's just yeah well kind of people are annoying but I will say, Kenny, uh, I, as a media guy, Kenny's after the, the bad races, he's talked. He's come out. He's yeah. talked. He, he, you know, James would hide in his bus. Chad would, you know, none mm-hmm. of these guys would come out even, right? They'd be so disgusted with themselves. I've talked to Kenny after some of his worst races, you know, and he's stood up and yeah. been like, hey, I didn't have it. Not happy tonight. Bike didn't work great. You know, we'll get up next week. Like, you know. Oh, like, so he's actually a human being. Yeah, yeah he's day. Yeah, yeah, he's a like, human we, being, right? And it's yeah. not easy, <laughs> though, right? Because I have that feeling, too, where I'm just like, man, I don't have anything to say. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're always trying to look for a reason, and, and I know my reasons, and, you know, whether I struggle finding bike setups and, like, things like There's just a lot of puzzle pieces, right? So it's, it, it really is hard to come out of the bus sometimes and, and talk to people because, you know, sometimes I don't really want to – I just kind of, like, want to yeah. move on, you yeah. know? But yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's just – it kind of – you have to sometimes. It's good for you, I think. It's good to step out of your comfort zone and go out there and talk about it, whether you like it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree, and I appreciate the times you've, you've you know, given me and, and on the show tonight also, like, after a sad, bad Southwick, I told JB, I'm like, I checked with Kenny, he's still coming on, that's awesome, you know what I mean? Like, I I, I was hoping you would come on, and yeah, it's not, life isn't over, you know what I mean? A four yeah, that's what it is, right, like, right. you uh, know, and I don't want to play that game anymore of like, oh, I suck this week, and next week, and I wouldn't be like, oh, life is great, it's the best. Yeah. I've actually gotten really good, and honestly, that's thanks to JB, because we've had many talks about this kind of stuff even after Southwick like I have at home my off time the entire time I'm really working my ass off and I am mentally with it more than ever like engaged if that makes any sense so I just I can live with it because hey I'm trying everything I can the team is is working hard you know we don't have much time in between these races there was also with testing for the fourth of July like the shipping like everything's kind of messed up so Sometimes you don't get to really try during the week, so then you go to your old setup the next weekend. It's the same thing, going to another track if you weren't comfortable, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I've just kind of, like, learned to live with it, move on from this, learn from this race, but I, I am working my ass off mentally and physically, so I can live with the weekend that's not hasn't been that greatest because I am trying everything I can, and the rest is out of my hands as well sometimes. Uh, I had somebody, JB, you'll appreciate this. I had uh, a rider tell me this Supercross season that they're like, dude, you watch Rocks and Ride? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I watch Rocks and Ride. I got to ride like that. I got to ride. I gotta, I, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck. Good luck, bro. So you got to ride around the turns in third yeah. and just, you know, use the, the yeah. low RPM of the motor? Yeah, good luck, right? And like, still make the triple out of the turn. How, and that, yeah. how, how hard is it to ride like Ken? It's, it's hard. I've been on the exact same motorcycle. Right. And I think of myself as a decent whoop yes. rider. Yep. And... I can't go through, like, he's so light on his pegs. And, yeah, it's been cool to have an up-close, uh, 
you know, yeah, a seat right, to right. it, right? To, yeah. to be at the test track and, and, and it's, see it all. So. It's funny to see Eli ride one way. Yeah. And then Ken's the complete opposite. Yeah. And they are, they have eight, they've battled 800 times. Yeah. And they're opposite riders. Yeah. You know, it's really, really cool to see. Uh, we got a couple of calls for you, Kenny, before we let you go. Uh, let's, yeah. let's go to, uh, first up, it's uh, David on three. David, what's up? What's your question for Ken Roxon? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking the call. Yep. Hey, Kenny, uh, uh, my favorite uh, race is when Kenny and Eli are out front going at it. But, um, <clears throat> That aside, just a question about your training. Do you guys ever discuss your body fat level relative to your general health as far as immune system and all that sort of thing? Uh, well, obviously, the immune system has been a whole other story for me personally because, obviously, with the Epstein-Barr virus, it is an immune deficiency. But um, I'm actually a little bit, you know, I'm eating fairly normal. Um, I'm eating plenty. So, I, I mean, it's not like I have direct discussions with anybody about my body fat you know um so i i would say i'm probably a little bit i wouldn't say thicker but i'm not as lean as i am sometimes during during supercross but i feel like during motocross is is, you need a little bit of those reserves so i feel like i am also in a very like healthy window of you know my body height and weight and i'm i'm a little bit more of a muscly guy in a way in general so i feel like i've always been a little bit heavier than your typical 510 guy um, but yeah, so like I said, I don't really have any direct discussions with anybody about you know looking into that much detail with body fat and stuff like that. I, I probably, I'm definitely most likely not in the single digits digits at the moment, but I'm probably in the very low teens. Uh, cool. Thanks, David. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Next up is uh, who is on one? Jake. Jake's on one. What's up, Jake? What's your question for Ken Roxon? Hey, Kenny. I was just wondering. I'm I met you. Uh, at the mini Olympics, I think it was the first time you ever came over to Europe mm-hmm. or came over to the U.S. And mm-hmm. um, I was wondering, when you first came over, did you speak English? Um, it was actually right during that time where I was starting to speak English. Uh, I was 11 years old. It was 05. And okay. it, it was tough for me. What was tough for me is that when I came over and I just started speaking, Americans didn't really um, watch out for a kid like me that, you know, barely speaks so on the interviews or whatever, they would just go, blah, 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 and they would just talk, like, as if I'm American. I'm like, dude, I didn't say that, but I'm like, slow down. I can't understand the word you're saying. So if they would just make it a little bit more understandable. So it, it was basically the one year I didn't really, I was starting to, and I could pick things up. And then the next year was when I was a little bit better at English. But it, it was a little bit tough over here because it seemed like Americans only really knew English, and everybody automatically speaks English. But it wasn't like that because I was young too, right? So. Well, the re- reason I was asking is we were parked right next to you, and you mm-hmm. were flying a little, I guess they call it a drone now. You were just playing and flying it, and it flew over, over and, and crashed in the side of my motorhome. And I just <laughs> looked up. <laughs> oh, it, 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 you know, I didn't know who you were, and, you know, it wasn't any big deal to me, but all of a sudden you just ran over, like you're looking at me, and then you grabbed it, and then you took off. And I was asking my friend, I go, what's wrong with that kid? You know, it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> Oh and, uh, yeah, he, he I, I don't speak I, any English. Yeah, he's probably like, I don't know what to say, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just, yeah, it was I don't just know. Funny, and, I, hey, you know, hey, that, I, I guess I'm instance. sorry now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. No, no, no. I, it, I didn't care. I think I rented the motorhome that year anyway, so I couldn't have cared less. That's but funny. It was, it was interesting because that's kind of how I met you. And then you, when you went out on the track for the motocross, we were, we only came for motocross. And I think, I think Adam was in the, like the super mini or something. 
and everybody was buzzing because you you went out and waxed his lap times by like two seconds. And you know, my buddy was like, "Yeah, that's the kid that crashed into your motorhome." Like, oh, hey, honestly, it, you know. The- the first year I came to you, uh, I came to Minios. That the crashing the little drone into your motorhome was not the only time I crashed because I had a really rough year that year. You know, I was so struck by everything. I crashed my brains out the first year at Minios. Second year Minios, I won everything, but the first year I was just like, I've never been on tracks like this. You know, the the super mini and the. Um, uh, what did I write? Seven to eleven, and the supercars, and whoops, and you know I was fascinated with it, and I loved it. But at the same time, that was the first time I ever freaking saw a double jump. You know what I mean? Never mind yeah. triples and whoop sections and stuff. So I was fast, right. but I did crash a lot, and I also crashed a drone into your motorhome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. All right. Thanks. Uh, all right, Ken. Anything else for for Kenny? Just get ready for World Supercross. Yep. Yeah. Start getting ready. Yeah. Get ready for that ten. Yeah. I know. I'm 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 already shivering over here. I don't really know. I, I honestly, you know, I don't even know if I'm gonna show up. <laughs> He's out. Breaking <laughs> news. Breaking news. Kenny's pulled out. He is scared of Justin Bray. Right. Sorry, I sprained my thumb. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh thanks again, Kenny, for calling in. Appreciate it. Uh and we'll see you at Millville. Good track for you again this weekend. So uh yeah, thanks for calling in tonight, man. All right, thanks guys. See you oh, later. See you see later. Ya. That's Ken Rocks, everybody. Brought to you by the folks at Renthal. Renthal.com. Please check them out if you can. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, always a good interview to have him on. Yeah. Always, yeah. yeah. He's, he's pretty he's, transparent. He too. is. And you know what? He doesn't do a lot of the shows and he gives me mm-hmm. time. So I, I always appreciate it. And yeah, he is pretty transparent, right? Yeah. About what's going on. Uh, I want to thank the folks at Off Road Warehouse, the ORW butt patch on the back of uh, Enzo Lopes. On the back of Garrett Marchbanks, on the back of our next guest as well. Off-Road Warehouse, they got stores across America. Temecula, San Diego, Corona, Vegas, Atlanta, Phoenix. Uh, ORW is the place to go for all your truck and off-road accessory needs. Stop in to check out the latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, and racing products for the industry's leading brands out there. Off-Road Warehouse stores are staffed by a knowledgeable, experienced team. Plus, they install everything they sell. Code PulpMX at offroadwarehouse.com. Type in the code PulpMX. Get discount on the parts and get them installed at ORW as well. Get your bike to the track with style and performance from an Off-Road Warehouse. You know, you got a Raptor, just like uh, this guy over here. You two, a yep. couple of rich guys. Gang, gang. With, <laughs> with Raptors, uh, you know, you can get parts for the Raptor from ORW. Nice. Or suspension direct shocks or whatever. So, uh, all right, let's bring in our next guest if we can. Let's uh, get right to us. Here we go. There goes my hero. <laughs> Watch him as he goes. What a what a day. Legend. Brayton. He's hanging it up. Unbelievable. Just an absolute I mean, legend. Wh- has anybody gone from rookie of the year to retirement? <laughs> it, mic drop. <laughs> has it ever mic happened? Drop. <laughs> Alex Martin, what's up, buddy? How are you? Fellas, how are we doing? We're good, man. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. Wow. Just, uh, you know, going out at the end of the year. Yeah. Hey, happy birthday to Pookie. Oh, thank you. Yes, I appreciate it. I, I was saving that for later in the show. To drop Such that. a classy man, isn't he? He is classy. Yeah, and you said it too this yeah. today. Um, <laughs> you know what? Well, it's gonna, first of all, JB, it's going to be nice to go out after a 1-1 at Millville. That'll be good. Well, when he does, not if, when. Yeah, when. Yeah. He goes 1-1 this weekend. Yeah. Troll, are you are you hanging it up there, or are you still gonna finish the last five? We just uh, drop no. the mic right there at Milva and then go into your house, and that's it. 
I mean, that sounds like a really picture-perfect story, JB, but okay. no, we we got to go to Washougal, and we got, you know, Unadilla and all of the rest of the races. We got to finish out the season. Okay. Uh, how did Dave take the news that you were hanging it up? Dave, like the cat, Dave? Yeah, yeah, Dave the cat. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Dave hasn't moved all day, so I don't think he gives a damn. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, I was a cat sitter at one point. Add that to my resume. Oh, yeah? A cat sitter of Dave. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah, for Alex we were- Martin. When we were living in California, JD yep. and his uh, daughter would come over. Yeah, it just feed. And feed where, where'd you go? Did you, you went out of town somewhere? Or went back to Minnesota or something? He said, "Hey, can you come feed Dave?" And so we did. Me and Parker went over there and took care of him. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, JB. Um, hey, so uh, obviously, look, rookie of the year for the Supercross. Uh, you're outdoors. Troll and and let's face it, you you once led the series, you won two fifty nationals. Your outdoors is your stronger point. It seems like if you get a start, you crash, or if you're fast, you you're, you don't get a start that you need. It's been an up and down outdoors for the two six so far through half, the first half of the season. Yeah, I think uh, I was actually talking to Phil about this a couple times, and he's like, "Oh, here we go." But I'm like, I think I made the right call being a career two fifty guy. um you know just with my size my stature and i mean to be honest like if you look at you know i i was when i was a factory racer for those five years from like 16 to 20 it was it was good but it took me seven years of being a privateer like figuring out the 250 class right to be good at that level and it's like i i guess 450 like i definitely am not like a quick learner it seems like it takes me a while to pick up things you know um so well, yeah, all in all, it's definitely been it's a it's 450 class. I mean, as JB knows, it's a steep learning curve. And <laughs> I feel like well, I've heard this from you at 18 races this year. After, <laughs> you're, like, you're, like, yeah. you're like, hey, man, these guys are no joke. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I mean, yeah, like I said, I think I made the right call being a career 250 guy. But, I mean, all in all, you know, I, I really did want to just give this 450 thing a shot yes. one year. And yep. I'm grateful for the Club Max guys for giving me this opportunity. But, um, yeah, it's it's been fun. And yeah. I think part of it, like I've known deep down it was going to be, I mean, I would say probably from about the third round of Supercross. Like I knew it, was <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> first, it only took three rounds. The first set of yeah, whoops. Like, yeah. Come out of here. And actually the first three rounds whoops were pretty gnarly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, Oakland's not too bad, but right. yeah. Right. Yeah. Those, those whoops drew me into an early retirement. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know what? If you never did the 450 thing, you'd always wonder. You'd always, uh, what's it like? And now, you know, you did it, and you had some good races, you know, so it's not like, and it's not over. Again, Millville this weekend, home track. So, uh, theoretically, yeah. this should be a great race for you. But you know what I mean, though? Like, a couple times you've been up front, and then you crash. And it's like, oh, well, we can't see what Troll can do outdoors, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. No, like uh, Red Bud, actually, Sakamoto had a good start. And I was in, I think, fifth or sixth. And mm-hmm. I came over the leap, and I literally hit a rock, and I don't know what happened. It was game over. Ass over tea kettle. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what sucks is that Red Bud leap, that was your line last few years, Troll. Up on oh, the yeah. bank. on the side, yeah. Oh, on the bank. Yeah. Oh, it was a smart move by Troll. It was great. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got to say, how delayed is the YouTube feed? Because I'm watching youtube feed as well and i just saw myself on a on a honda goldwing is that what it was i don't know i, I i'm not in charge of that mark no sure what not sure what you're talking about oh uh, hey, so yeah that was, from, a honda that, oh, that that was, was from moto memes somebody moto because <laughs> oh, it's a big bike have you seen that <laughs> no i haven't seen uh it. well that's that's the problem we're we're all pretty sure on a review show that you bought the extra large bike uh <laughs> troll you needed a smaller one the 450 because it looks big it looks big on you i know that's been an ongoing thing all all the all year yeah, and i yeah. can honestly say i have no idea why because like it's it should be the same yes, bike like the same the, chassis yeah. same frame same wheels yeah i don't know 
Uh, yeah, it's so it, well, you know, we'll, Millville. I mean, this is your house. This is this weekend. Big announcement and stuff. So, um, mm-hmm. look, you could have kept going though. Uh, you know, I, I imagine the club team would have you back, and your brother's there. So, you know, even better. And uh, but you, you know, you said you from the third round on, you knew there was going to be time. What what's uh, what was the reasoning? I mean, what what is this uh, the reasoning behind this and the idea behind? Hey, it's just time to call it a career. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely not just one thing. It's a lot more nuanced than that. It's uh, that the arm injury I had in Colorado last year that was really something that took a lot of wind out of my sails, just because that, that was a really painful injury. And to be honest, just the the grind that goes with trying to be competitive at the top level. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing it for a long, long time. The travel. Um, my wife and I, we'd like to kind of start a family and she always told me, she's like, you know, no kids till you're done racing, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, that's something we, we agree on together. And, um, yeah, I just, I think the, the risk, you know, like you get to a certain point where I'm not really, I don't really want to keep risking it, you yeah. know, day after day, yeah. week after week and race after race and the travel. And it's just a lot of things that, you know, cumulative fatigue, <laughs> right. um, and, the injuries, all that stuff, kind of together. You know how it is. It's just it's been 15 years. I've been I've been kind of doing this. So no, you're right. And, and also too, like it doesn't come. I don't think you know. You're not a Ken Roxon that maybe can't ride all week and show up and do pretty well. I mean, you have to put the work in off the bike, on the bike to be at your best, right? You're sort of a self-made guy uh, to be on podiums and stuff. And I imagine that you can't chill. You can't too, take too much time off for yourself. Otherwise, it catches up to you. So now the grind is even more so. You know. Yep. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, like, I love training. Like, that's one of the reasons why I've made it 15 years in this career was mm-hmm. I love running, I love cycling, I love, in the you know, more recently, like, lifting weights. Um, it's been a really an attribute of my career, I feel like, to my longevity of my career. Um, mm-hmm. But just the, yeah, like, the crashes take a toll. Like, I, that, the head, the concussion I had in Orlando, that was, that was pretty bad. Um, and then even again this year in St. Louis kind of hit my noggin a little bit in that triple crown. And it was just like, gosh, like, you know, I don't know how many times I want to keep yeah. doing that, <laughs> yeah. you know, and no. definitely seems like that 450 bites a little harder than the 250. But, you know, I think you got to, you get to a certain point where it's like, you got to kind of, like, I feel like I, I'm proud of what I accomplished and going from a privateer to factory and winning races, being in contention for outdoors, like basically three years in a row from 16 to 18 and like representing USA for, you know, Disney nations. So, um, I just feel like there's, there's, there's some things that are coming up in the next stage of life that I'm excited about yeah. and I'm kind of ready for it. Troll training is doing well, right? You've come on here. You've talked about that. You and Wesling doing troll training. It's, it's going well for you. Yeah. So that's kind of another thing is, you know, when you're a racer and you're all in on focus on racing and training and sleeping and eating, just that's all 24 seven. Right. Um, whereas like now with this, basically like whatever i would think about like what i'm gonna do after racing i'm like dude i don't know like what am i gonna do <laughs> you know i think as racers and all athletes you kind of have that question mm-hmm. and i feel like when john and i started troll training it kind of it gave me some excitement about working with other people um you know from vet riders to bc amateur guys there's a couple international guys and it kind of seemed like it was a cool outlet where i'm able to share my experience and my wisdom that i've gained throughout my career and also, it's you know financially kind of been helpful for for us to yeah. you know maybe a job post career. Right now, you work with vet riders. You said, yeah, yeah, we okay. have quite a few vet well, guys. Where do I send? Do I? How do I <laughs> yeah. contact you? We got, we got a World Supercross <laughs> coming up. I mean, you know, <laughs> Alex, how they, old are you now? 
JB, you've been a vet rider for eight years. I have. <laughs> that's, a, that's facts. Yeah. That is facts. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, hey, listen, uh, uh, do you think – so JB thinks that you may race again in the future. We were talking about this at lunch. Uh, and I don't know, like, what it is or, like, on what level, but, you know, JB's doing World Supercross here. Maybe that's not something that, you know, you'll sign up for. But do you anticipate, Alex, racing – something somewhere part-time or you know Zacco or Webb's out doing J-Day Enduros do, do you think you see yourself doing that kind of stuff or, or is it you know like what, what do you see um to be honest I haven't really thought about it a whole lot but I, I would enjoy I mean my so my my dad basically he was into woods racing you know back in the he 80s was into, he was, dude what do you mean he was into woods racing he was great he, <laughs> he was, was a legit ch- right? he was a champion <laughs> yeah. he was into <laughs> woods racing <laughs> Let me finish, Stephen. Okay. So, yeah, you know, 1985 National Hair Scramble Champion. Yeah. And it's actually kind of cool. I don't think a lot of people realize, but, like, Caleb Russell's dad, Aaron Plessinger's dad, and my dad, like, they all battled in the woods back uh-huh. in the day. You know, so that, that's pretty cool. But I wouldn't mind doing a few. I mean, I don't want to commit to, like, obviously a full season, but it'd be kind of cool to dip into a few. And, I mean, I think you'll catch me at a couple Millville local races and stuff. But, I mean, for the most part, like, I, I really do want to enjoy uh, you just – Chilling and not being guilty for having a beer or like yeah. some cookies or something, you know. <laughs> what do you mean? Phil's never guilty for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phil, well, Phil's direct direct words are like, you know, if I had to choose between a podium or a top five, like I'm going to have that glass of wine and get fit. <laughs> <laughs> here's what here's what's going to happen, Amar. You okay. want me to yeah. predict your next twelve months or so? Lay it out, JB. So every so I stopped doing motocross, outdoor motocross, in 2016. And when you're in that, you're just in that hamster wheel, really, year yep. after year. You don't get much break. And right now you're in the thick of it. Even round three, you've already done a bunch of preseason testing. And I was there the first day, or one of the first days you rode Supercross. And he would pull up and say, dude, this bike is so fast. <laughs> go out. I need to detune it. This bike is so fast. So anyway, so you go through that whole preseason. Then you go through Supercross, 17 races. Not a struggle, mm-hmm. but it, it beat you up like it does everybody, no matter if you're winning or wherever you're at. Now you're in the middle of motocross, and you just get beat down mentally. And that's what happened to me. We're now since going Supercross only. I get beat down, and, and trust me, there's been years I was telling Steve earlier, I've sat down with Paige several years halfway through Supercross and said, yep, this is it. It's my last, my last year. But then you finish up round 17, you get a month off. You're like, oh, I kind of, all right, I kind of, you know, get back on the bicycle. You're you're training a lot. M- two months in, you're like, man, I kind of want to get on my motorcycle again. Three months in, you're ready to get back at it. It's yeah. like you need that break. And maybe Alex isn't a full time racer, but I can I can see next year about. Uh, are you going to go back to Minnesota? Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. Is to move it's, back to Minnesota. Okay, so are you, go- are you going to yeah. go to the dealership with Jmart? Or no, no. Okay, all right. Just <laughs> no checking. Dealership. Just checking. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll spend the winter time in Minnesota. It's, it turns springtime. You ride a couple mm-hmm. times. Brandon calls you. Hey, Alex, how you doing? Hey, we might have a 450 spot. <laughs> and you do some go. motocross. Next and year, then, mark my words, yeah. Troll will be back doing maybe not a full season. Okay. But maybe not a full yeah, season. But, but like a but Brandon Shar thing. Like exactly. I'm Ex- showing up. I'm going to jump in, right? I'm going to jump in, right? He's yeah, going to yeah. do a handful of them. He's going to do good. He can still have that beer. Right. He can still enjoy some family time in Minnesota. But you're going to need to scratch Are that itch, kidding? Alex. So you're, you're going to yeah. need to scratch it a little there, bit. There we go. He's laid it out for you. Yeah. Not, yeah, not yeah, a bad no, plan. Not too far off base, JB, but um, yeah, no, I know. I think it's. 
I will say this is the first year because I've always been an outdoor guy, right? And like after the first three outdoors, I'm like, you know, maybe Supercross only isn't so bad. Maybe JB's on something. <laughs> wow. Well, you did say at Salt Lake, what about yeah. a motocross only contract? Me and Sexton just <laughs> laughed. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. 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 That was where I put Instagram fast, faster, fastest. Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. right. That's right. The... Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, definitely. Yeah, you're definitely not wrong. I mean, that's why I, I, I said in the my little Instagram news thing that, you know, I'm done from full-time racing because I feel like when you say full-time racing, like that's, you know, 12 months out of the year, it's, yeah. it's all you, it's you're tough, doing, yeah. right? I mean, we take a month off in September, mm-hmm. but really you're you're just recharging the batteries real quick because I'm definitely out of the game in terms of, like, dedicating my entire life around it, you know? Um, I mean, come next summer, who knows? But at the same time, I'm really, like, looking forward to the next chapter of my life, and, and I want to, you know, with troll training and me and John Wessling and helping out with my parents at Spring Creek and my wife and I starting a family. Like, there's some stuff that, you know, is appealing and exciting to me, and I'm looking forward to that. Well, listen, we got six more to go, and I was talking to Dunge last week. He's telling me he's got nobody to ride with in Minnesota, Troll. He, he <laughs> wishes he had somebody there. You know, his sand tracks, I guess, are pretty good. I mean, get up there, and let's get, let's get pulling Dungy a little bit. You know, pull him up to get your him speed. Get him up to speed. Get him up to speed, <laughs> and then you guys can battle the second half. Yeah. Well, and I was, I was talking to him last weekend, and actually the funny thing is he's uh, – so we're all – the club team, we're flying up to Minneapolis tomorrow, and we're going to go do this FXR ride day at BP Motor Ranch on Wednesday. And uh, Dunge is riding Tuesday, Thursday. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Go, go figure, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. That uh, track's yeah. awesome, huh? Have you, You've ridden it probably, right? No, I've actually never been. Like they oh. invited me up there last summer once, but it was just—it's kind of a trek to Millville. Um, but yeah, we'll be there Wednesday, so I'm excited to check it out. It's uh, awesome. ORW bringing you Alex Martin on the show. Offroadwarehouse.com. It's on the butt patch of the Club MX team as well. Pulp MX is the code to save. ORW suspension kits, tires and wheels, steps, bed accessories, and more. Guys like Marks and Brayton that can afford Raptors—they uh, can use the code Pulp MX at offroadwarehouse.com. We got some phone calls for you, troll. Let's. Uh, Let's get to it. First up is Jimmy on three. Jimmy, what's up? What's your uh, question for Alex Martin? Hey, hey gang. Uh, Troll, I've been a super fan. In fact, I've called in just about every time you're on the show. Um, one of my things that I liked about you the most is you just got the heart of a giant. You never gave up. And here's my question. Uh, you stuck your neck out for a lot of years, and you kind of starved. And in the end, you probably made a little money. Oh, um, tons back, of money. No, hey, he's well, loaded. Don't worry about <laughs> Troll Train. He's fine. Okay, tons of money. Looking back, was it all worth it? I mean, are you glad you did it? Uh, absolutely, yeah. I, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Um, you know, it's it's been enjoyable for sure. Um, not not the money, you know, but just just the people you meet along the way, the experiences, the, the places I've been able to travel. Um, you know, internationally as well as within the states. Like it's just it's really cool. Yeah, it's a really cool sport to be a part of, and um, yeah, no, it's been fun. And this is, like, next to Jimmy, I'm probably Alex's number one fan, and I take a lot of shit for it, right, with the review shows and everything. But I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because, first of all, I was a mechanic in the trenches working for privateers for a long time. So right away, those guys, I see what they go through, and, you know, I appreciate the grind and everything. And much like you, JB, Troll Train had some tough years in the beginning and wasn't that great and had uh, bike failures at 1110 and issues with that and and – grinded away and got better and worked at his craft and to the point where the guy stood on top of a podium at Nationals, stood on a podium at Supercrosses, was a points leader for a little bit, went to Des Nations. Like, to me, if there's, there's, there's 50 kids that I can think of that could have worked as hard as Alex and had greater results because um, they have more talent, 
But Alex, I'm you know I think you made something out of yourself that's pretty damn impressive, you know. So that's why I've yeah. always appreciated your career. See, yeah. see how many guys would have would have gave up facing oh, oh, that Alex oh, oh, That's the reason. That's the reason he's my number one. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jimmy. Appreciate it. Thank you. So yeah. Yeah. No, so I was actually thinking, Steve. Just like the first time I rode Glen Helen was 2008, and. Uh, my mom and I, we drove all the way from Minnesota to California, and we rode Glen Helen on a Thursday, first time. 20 minutes into the day, I crashed, eat shit, hurt my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then fast forward, like, I don't know, eight years later, and I went 2-2 for my first overall win there at, you know, Glen Helen National. Right. Yeah. That's, cool. um, That's really so cool. So it's like, it's just cool, like, being, you know, there's there's tracks where we've all had, like, really shitty um, results or days like I think about Washougal like I had a really bad concussion there in 2010 and then in 2016 I had one of my best days ever and went one two and got the overall you know yeah yeah so. and, and you know again I had a I had a mediocre career average career as a mechanic but I represented USA at destinations and we lost <laughs> but it was fucking cool to say that I did mm-hmm. that and same with you Alex I would guess you know like just yeah like I, I actually one of your favorite one of your funnier quotes is like you got second right that year you went the designations or yeah 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 uh second or third i can't remember anyways you were like yeah man we rode pretty well i was pretty happy and then everyone was so mad (laughs) right because usa could only get first and i I experienced that too where we got second and you would have thought someone died after the race well and i have a actually really cool photo i've saved for me basically spraying champagne um on the podium at designations and i'll never forget like you know my Jason Anderson's in the hospital, knocked yeah. out. Tweety right. Birds has no idea where he's at, right? Yep. Cooper Webb is, you know, because he crashed in the last lap and, like, lost it for us. And he's, like, in tears, crying. He's wearing sunglasses. And so I'm, like, just me and Cooper on the podium, you know, and, like, thousands <laughs> of fans. And I'm just like, yes! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> right, and Roger looks like he just hates the world, right? So Yeah, and everybody else is pissed off, but I'm just stoked. <laughs> yeah, no, but, yeah, no. Imagine the feeling, too, even for... Jeremy and Alex's parents. Because how many times have you guys been on the podium together at Millville? Just once? Uh, I think I podium Millville three years, in, at least three years in a row. But 16, with Jeremy on the podium also? Four years in a row. Um, I don't know. A couple years for sure at least. Yeah. But. So imagine that feeling, Steve, as a parent. Your kids are in your backyard yeah. on the podium on the biggest stage in the world. Like yeah. that's got to be incredible. Yeah. And then for Alex yep. and Jeremy, two brothers, they they grew up there at the highest level now on the podium like that just those those moments got to be so huge and look not very many people can ever say they stand on a podium in a professional race and you got to do that a number of times which yeah. is pretty awesome mm-hmm. yeah and no, it's, it's, it's really cool when you look back and just there's so many times you know when you have a career you know obviously it's not as long as your career jb but like there's so many times when we have bad years and injuries and stuff, and it's like I, I'm so glad that I, I guess, just kind of persevered and kept pushing through for the majority of it. And, you know, I think if you stick it out and have that grit, like you definitely are rewarded with some pretty cool moments. Well, JB, I mean, JB's the same way. He goes from arena cross, you know, just thinking he's stoked to make a main, and he starts winning an arena cross. Then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I could, you know, I just hope to, you know, get top 20 at a national you stand on the podium, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to make main events. You win a supercross, like, you, you know, you, you in the supercross and there's like Alex outdoors, right? Where, yeah. Yeah. This was never planned. No, this was never expected. No, right. Definitely not. Right. Uh, we got another call for you from Chris on one. Chris, uh, what's your question for Alex Martin? Hey, Alex, just wanted to say you're always a fan favorite and, uh, 
always pulling for you, always pulling for the little guy, uh, especially in your case, you know. Um, you did you did a lot with Little from your career back in uh, Cycle Trader, at least on the bottom. Made it all the way to Factor Rider. Uh, I ran into you one time in uh, Latvia after MX Traditions. Your brother had just broken his foot, and uh, I was talking to you guys, and I was telling you that you'll be back, and uh, you were riding for Puerto Rico. So Puerto Rico, I had no idea yeah. you'd be back for uh, making all the way back for the U.S. So uh, just congrats, man. You did a, yeah. did a lot for Little, man. All right. Oh. Thanks, Chris. Your phone's jacked up. But, yeah, he, you were there for Puerto Rico with Phil. Yeah. 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 Hey, Mark, over all the years, what uh, what's your favorite motorcycle, your favorite race bike? Ooh, that's a good question, JB. Um, well, TK's going to get so mad right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, honestly, like, for a privateer, my probably my favorite bike, that 1110 Honda was pretty damn good. <laughs> really? Stop that's like it. the last one I thought Stop he'd say. Stop it, troll. Come on. <laughs> but, no, but I, I'm saying privateer because I feel like there's I've had good bikes. Like, a lot of my bikes I've raced have been good, but yeah. the, the Star Yamaha in 2016 was, like, engine-wise, like, I didn't realize, like, how good and how ahead of the curve they were from the other teams, you know. That bike was really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. We did a re-raceables with Jeremy uh, on Glen Helen, his first national win, 1-1. And we went back and watched mm-hmm. the race. Cooper goes 2-2. Mm-hmm. Dude, those bikes are insane up the hills. Yeah. Insane yeah. Glen Helen that year. What, so what year would that have been, 15? Uh, yeah, fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, uh, dude. But yeah, no, nuts. like that. But like when I got in sixteen, because like I mean, remember, like, I had years of years of like grinding for an eight eight at Outdoor National. Like yeah. a five five was like an unreal day for me. And I got on that bike, and like I remember, like I so I had the red plate in Colorado after I had my first win at Glen Helen, and like in the first practice, I was like, I think I, like I have to go. You could fact check me, but I'm pretty sure I was like four seconds lap faster than second place. Wow. And I was like. Like, what the heck? Like, I'm riding like I have for years. Like, I don't feel like <laughs> <laughs> nothing's changed with my riding. Yeah, um, like, it was crazy. Do you remember Do you remember uh, getting the Geico ride, uh, whatever year that was, a one-shot ride at Millville on the Geico Honda? And you did okay, 7.8 or 9.6. I don't remember what it was. And then, yeah. you know, that was it. Do you remember thinking, like, well, that'll never happen again? Like, do you remember thinking like that? Like, God, I'm glad I got to ride a factory bike one time? No, that was super cool. I think I went 8.13. Okay. Um, I had, like... I don't even know if I actually rode the race bike until race day. Like, they gave me an engine to yep. practice on. Yep. Uh, and like, we actually, it was pretty cool. After Red Bud, they, they told me I was going to get the ride. And I think I think we had a weekend off, and we went to the Rocco's place in Michigan, and we did a little boot camp. Um, so I got the ride with, like, Barsha, I think Blake Wharton. Maybe Trey, I forget if Trey was hurt or not. but So we did a little boot camp, and I got to ride the bike a couple days there. And then they gave me, like, just an engine for my practice bike. And I rode that for a few days and then showed up and raced the, the real deal on at Millville. And, it, I mean, honestly, it was cool because I had basically a stock engine before that on my Honda 250F. And to ride that race, but, like, I remember going up hills and, like, I was passing people where, like, there's no shot I'm going to pass privateers yeah. on the other bike, you know. <laughs> um, so that, that was really cool. But, yeah, at the same time, I was just like, you know, you're so, like, in the thick of it that I never really thought like, Oh, that could be my last chance on a factory bike or whatever. Like it was just exciting opportunity. It was my first season, you know, an outdoor national. So it was just cool. The man won a moto on an RMZ 250. (laughs) The bike wasn't bad. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. I, I, I'm, it wasn't bad. You're right. Mm -hmm. I, I saw a couple of supercars patrol did triples from the inside. I'm like, that bike's good. Yeah. Like I, I would, Yeah. yeah, I was never that just, no, the JGR guys, they work really hard to get that bike. Good. I mean, I will say, the first year was was tough um 
just engine-wise. But uh, Dean Baker they, and Mitchell Key, they did a great job of getting some more power to that thing for that 2020 outdoor season. It was it was pretty decent, honestly. And you put the Pirelli paddle tire on there, and we were we were in business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Pirelli paddle. Yeah, you were, you were you were dialed with that. Well, uh, thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. Great career. We got six more to go, though. One one this weekend. We'll vault, <laughs> one, one. We'll vault back into the title chase. Yep, get I right love, back in the thick. Yep, it's him and yep. Caroli are battling right now on points. Okay, well we got yeah, him man, covered. Yeah. Yep. We, we got him covered. So, so yeah. Alex, one one more question. So fast forward five years, are you running Millville? Are you living there? Are you you staying on the property? Do you have some land? Well, what's what's G- the plan? Jeremy's on the record as ready already that he he's not gonna be able to run Millville. Jeremy, that Jeremy's not going to be. Yeah, able to. like he doesn't okay. think he's capable of it. Okay. Okay. So, no, my brother is not capable of a whole lot other than riding a dirt bike <laughs> and, and spring on a mountain bike and he's, working he's, in the yeah. parts counter. Working the parts counter, I'm sure he's good at that. Yeah. 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 No, everything else he needs help with, but, um, yeah, I definitely want to. I mean, that's my th- like. I guess I grew up there, right? And yeah. that's my home. And I'd hate to see that fall into someone else's hands, just because mm-hmm. I feel like. Uh, 15 years of being on the circuit, you kind of, you know, I have like a perspective from like a promoter as well as a racer, you know, just from my upbringing with my parents. And, you know, so I'm like every, pretty much every weekend after I talk to my parents, they're like, how was the crowd? And I'm like, yeah, attendance was pretty good. (laughs) You know, like, you know, how the race was, how how was the crowd? What were the spectators like? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Um, So go ahead. So, well, yes. So yeah, I definitely, I definitely want to be, have a hand in, in helping out with Spring Creek and Millville and, you know, continue no. that track to prosper. Can, can um, you put the sand whoops back to how they used to be? Please. Your dad has screwed those sand whoops please. up and, yeah. or Shane Schaefer. Somebody has screwed the sand whoops up. They're too so the easy. The biggest thing with the sand whoops is people don't realize, but like we used to have, well, we still do, but like in the springtime, the river floods from all the snow melt and that, all that sand back in the 80s and 90s when the whoops were gnarly, it's all from the river. Um, the problem is, like, my dad got a wild hair up his ass in, like, 04. When did Alessi turn pro? 05. 05, I think. 05, yeah. So he hauled in, like, hundreds of truckloads of dirt and clay. And so, like, he basically, like, capped that whole area with, like, a harder packed sand. Um, so, like, the only way we'd really get those Millville Wolves back is, like, if they just had a massive flood, <laughs> to be honest. Those were so tougher back in the oh. day. So, watching that was our... a signature of the track, right? right. Just, I mean, they're, oh, they're here come still the good, but they're just not the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I well, was... and honestly, my dad used to flatten them at the beginning of the year, and then, like, he'd have, you know, five or six local races, and mm-hmm. he would never touch them. He would just mm-hmm. leave them all summer long. And by the time the National came around in August, like, dude, they were gnarly. I raced, yeah. I raced the National on 500, and I came around that turn, and I'm like, I'm <laughs> here like, we go. Ugh. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm just like I hate yeah. these things, but they were so. And then you watch Carmichael when mm-hmm. they were that big, or Stu, and you're just yeah. like, wow, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it was something else. Um, yeah, it, 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 listen, I, we t- we're going to talk about Millville later, but it's the best track on the circuit. The Red Bud guys are giving me shit at the race, saying, "Oh, sorry, we're not Millville," because they know my feelings. <laughs> and I said, if, "If you're not the best track, or if, if Millville's the be- not the best track, why are you bringing sand whoops in?" <laughs> why are you trying to make sand whoops? Because you know it's the best track, yeah. and that's yeah, that, why. And that's the thing is, like, it's um, as a racer, like I could say, you know, my parents obviously they they live and breathe Millville. Yep. But I mean, I I love Red Bud too, and Red Bud's know, great. Yeah. Red Bud's great. Yeah. Millville's a better track, but Red Bud's awesome. It's right Millville there. Just has it all. It's, it's they have got everything. They've hills, got hills, fun jumps. 
sand, fast start, like a play, good fast full start. start. Yeah. yeah, like it, it's yeah, got everything. Got yeah. it all. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. nothing against the guys at Redbud. Great track. No, Redbud's great. Yeah. yeah, but you know, yeah. So yeah, Alex is a liberal. Uh, do you think Phyllis? Uh, got, yeah, there's that drop. You knew that was not coming. a pulp show without throwing that in there. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get you in studio. I got to talk to you. I want to get you back out here for studio in the off season. So uh, maybe and maybe we'll bring that other idiot out too again. Yeah. You know? I literally beat the shit out of him. Do you think he's faking his arm injury? Do you think he's faking it like he's fine? Uh, I don't know, but he was whimpering and whining today. He did his moto. Him and Coop did two motos on the sand track, and uh, yeah, he was he was suffering big time. So <laughs> he's got a little. He's got some work to do until he's ready to hammer out two thirty fives at pro national level. Coop Dude. did two thirties no. on the back sand track at Club MX. No, no. Uh, 20 plus twos today. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. That, uh, well, I, Coop's probably got 10 grand coming from some local Enduro he's got to go to, so he's getting ready for that. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. Uh, well, uh, hold on a second before we let you go. Uh, Wygant. Jason Wygant. Oh, uh, this is sad. This is – you have both guys on right now? Yeah, yeah. Do you have mm-hmm. anything to say to Troll Train <laughs> and protecting his oh. legacy, you know, defending it? I just got to say, we thought 2020 was a bad year. You know, COVID almost shut the world down. Some people lost their lives, but Justin Brayton and Alex Martin <laughs> are announcing retirements to some level in 2022. It might be worse. And what are we going to do, Weech? What are we going to do? Like, like I'm saying, what are we supposed to do? I lost Timmy. We thought the world was shutting down two years ago. I lost Timmy. I got another guy, and he's gone now. So, <laughs> Yes. I don't know. Uh yeah, this is a bad. This is a bad combo. I don't know if you guys worked on this together. You probably did. You spent a lot of time together at club. Maybe yeah. you planned this just to put the stake in the heart and stab us in the back. Yeah, but this is going to be difficult. Can we have a? Can we do? Can we count JB's Supercross results and Alex's two fifty motocross results next year as one rider? You guys split the money. <laughs> yeah, like th- that's probably your guys' deal is probably worth six hundred k, seven hundred k. You know, your, your two results together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. count us one rider. Yep. We'll call you Justin Martin, Alex Brayton, <laughs> whatever you want. You guys split the salary. Let's do it. Game on. Game on. We're back. Just like that. <laughs> right. right. We'll do we'll do four fifty supercross and two fifty motocross. Steve, you've done it. Thank you. This is it. This is it. Justin Between Justin the Martin. Two of them, we're going after the Lawrence brothers and we're going after Eli Tomac. Yeah. We're taking them all down. Why not? We we got the <laughs> skills. Go. Just can we do like is there a superhero movie where we can combine them <laughs> so uh alex uh we'll let you go uh thank you for calling in congrats on a great career six more to go one one this weekend back into the title fight going to five more to go yeah i gotta say thanks for all the support steve i've been there you've for been you. The, you you've mm-hmm. been the conductor since the beginning thank so. you that's tear- I'm, I'm tearing up i'm tearing up yeah. uh thanks alex thanks man <laughs> All right, thanks, Mark. Thank you. That's uh, Alex Martin good. brought to you by ORWOffRoadWarehouse.com. What's up, Weech? Well, it's going to be tough, Steve. You guided us all into how you have to get through this process with Timmy. I feel like you're only just now really beginning to cope with that, which yeah. is 2009. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you've just only now been able to come to grips 13 years later. Uh I don't know I about that, Weege. I've heard a lot of Timmy stories today. Well, listen, a lot uh, of Timmy can't. stories. His, he still can't. His kid, <laughs> his kid thought, his kid thought the number three jersey up here. Uh, one of the times Timmy won Des Nations. There's a lot, but one of the times Timmy won Des Nations, he's number three, and uh, his kid thought that was Eli Tomac's jersey. And then JB says, "No, no, 
That's Tim Ferry. He was better than Eli Tomac. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm FaceTiming he Beckham, more- and he's, he's seen the three hanging up. He said, Dad, that's Eli Tomac jersey, and Steve was just disgusted. Well, listen, also, Weech, you know, JB in studio here. I am the defending summer cross uh, champion with Tim Ferry, of course, right? Undefeated still. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. JB is the inaugural and still champion of the Rock Hard Ride Hard Award. That's right. <laughs> They have not taken that away from us yet. Nope. Not yet. Not yet. Not, Brett nope, Michaels, nope. he said he gave you, you said he gave you his info. Yeah. Yeah. We, we exchanged info <laughs> and uh, we saw this came up. So Brett Michaels, so obviously moving back to Iowa, Brett Michaels came to Fort Dodge, Iowa like two weeks ago and did a concert literally like three blocks from my house. And I'm like, <laughs> should I just take the guitar out and join the band or, or yeah. what should we do here? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Come. you got his info. You got his info. Yeah, rock hard, on stage. ride hard yep. award winner. And, and I didn't Ralph even know this. I think Ralph will be there. I didn't even Ralph know this. Will definitely be there. JB reminded me that Brett was at the race to give him the guitar. I just thought he just won yeah. the award, but I didn't know Brett was at the race. I forgot that part. But you know, I think he was not supposed to. But when he found that it was JB, he got the he showed up, yeah. yeah, and hung a left, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, he realized. Jason Wygant on the show, by the way, brought to you by the folks at Ogio. Weege loves to travel, as we know, and he always runs an OGO because it's, the, it's the easiest thing to do, whether it's the layover bag, whether it's a 9800, whether it's the rig bag. Uh, OGO, powersports.com. Uh, check them out, and please email me using the contact form if you want a deal on OGO. Steve, what I, I, I bag got all, I got all those. would have Weege brought if he would have accepted the free flight, the free yeah, meals? Right. The free place to stay. Yeah. If he would have he, actually accepted the offer to be sitting right here next to me as a co-host. I think he would have brought the layover, JB, but apparently he has no time. But we're never going to find out. Nope. We'll never know. Wasn't that your last Supercross? And he wasn't at my last Supercross. Uh, yep. He wasn't at uh, my Iowa race that he was invited Didn't to. Go to the Iowa race. Yeah. Yeah. Iowa race. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there's some other things we're oh, missing. There, there were several. Yes. No. Several no. events Did, and uh, invitations yeah. were sent. Mm-hmm. I went Calls to Tim. Were made. I went to Tim Ferry, Steel City 09. I went to Timmy's retirement party in Florida. Yep. I was there. We so one won. last invitation to say, hey, let's go do Pulp MX together. Yep. Yep. As one. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. What the fuck? No, I didn't do it. Can't do it. I didn't do it. I'm- Can't do it. What am I dealing with here? Do you want to go to bed right now? You want to no. go to bed? You do? No. no. No, you don't want to go to bed right now? No. That's what I'm dealing with. That's what I'm dealing with. Back home. <laughs> and I'm going Vegas to sleep. sounds great. <laughs> Vegas um, sounds awesome right now. We uh, we yeah. had Kenny on the show earlier, and of course, JB and him are going to be head-to-head World Supercross, and we know how good JB is at those races, Weege, as we all know. And Kenny seemed a little scared, and then, you know, Brayton brought up Anaheim 1 heat race. You know, like, no, never forget that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember the old days of, uh, you know, no one knew. We, you know, we were working just as hard in uh, Charlotte area. People weren't thinking about us. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, were there two Anaheim one heat race wins? Oh, several. We, it's not just two. <laughs> several. 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 Well, there was one, uh, you know, the uh, last year, the last year we had Anaheim until this year, leading laps, uh, yep. leading the heat. Yeah, I beat yeah, Kenny exactly. straight up in that heat. Yeah, yes, yeah, beat him in the heat. Yep. And then let's not forget, I was at Anaheim 2 in 2014 when you caught past and left Ryan Villapoto behind. Correct, correct. Yep, that was another Anaheim heat win. Yeah. All, all part of the legacy. Uh, I'm uh, really – the biggest thing I'm going to miss in 2023 is being next to this idiot on the phone <laughs> and then you leading practice or your and, – and he's just like, look out – 
Look at we. Uh, look at us go. <laughs> look how good we look. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, even led press day this year. Yeah. You, you yep. the first hard lap of press day. Somebody was, I think, Dean or somebody, and then you made the move, and yep. then you led everyone around on the first full lap of press day at Anaheim this year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just I mean, this is what, setting this the tone, we Lee. Just setting the tone. Setting the tone. Yeah. And yep. you notice, Steve, we save it for the big ones. We save it for Daytona and Anaheim. That's where we specialize. Yep. When the when the big money's paid out and the, and the eyeballs are on us, yeah. that's when we do our best work. X yeah. Games. Yep. Bercy. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. last national of the year, Steel City, when all everybody's eyes are on you for the following year. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Steve, you know how this goes. The last ma- national moto of the year, that's when everyone is at their sharpest. Oh, yes. And everyone, that's when you want to perform the best. Everyone is wide moto. open. Yeah, everyone's wide everyone's open. Everyone's wide Peak open. fitness, <laughs> bike setup is good. Yeah. Everything's uh-huh. coming into yeah. its own. Yeah, no, uh, yep. I, I, I really, I really <laughs> believe so. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, too, um, Weej, uh, don't forget, it's we just had Southwick. This man stood on the box at Southwick. We all know that sand guy. Oh, sand, I mean, sand warrior. Yeah, yeah, sand warrior. I mean, we should have sent you to Lomo <laughs> for this nation. Should have. Should not too late. No, it's no, never too late. No, I, I think you were nope. fourth pick. That year, yeah, I think you were fourth. Yeah, yeah. I believe we haven't announced Team USA this year yet. We haven't done it, so no, you're still a current eligible rider. Why not? <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. we each, uh, mm-hmm. in all seriousness, though, why did you screw up the app? Oh, oh, I was still trying to figure out why this JB on five different, you know, last time ever retirement big time moments in his career. But we're going to switch to the app. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why, yeah. Why did you screw up the app? What was the reasoning behind that? Well, I mean, you probably know there was some money I had to spend on equipment, and I didn't want to do it. <laughs> right, right. What do you? Yeah. They said, "Hey, why? Why? Yeah, we need like thirty bucks for an upgraded yeah. server." And you were just like, "Yeah, no, nah. not happening. We can get by." I got one in my closet. <laughs> Let's pull this back out of mothball. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't want to spend the money. Okay, upgrade the server. So we, I, I asked you this before the season, and you, and you can, you know, let me know. Um, uh, uh, wait, hold on. Okay, we got a question from you from Australia. We got to get him on because it's a phone bill issue, which you can appreciate why I get. That this, oh, yeah. Get, this out. this gentleman does not want to stay on hold and pay for um, more uh, uh, phone chargers. What's up, Tom? Oh, good night, boys. How you going? Good. How are you? Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I'm in New Zealand. I'm not in Australia, but uh, okay. I'll get this slot. All right. Yep. Uh so I got a quick comment that leads into a question. Uh, first of all, my comment is uh, I want to say thanks to Speed and Jason for being the two funniest boys in motocross. Oh, thank you. You guys make me laugh a lot yeah. with your uh, podcast. Uh, I've got, a, I've got a hand injury at the moment, and I'm off work. So, uh, well, full on second. But, but this week, Tom, but, Tom, this week, this week the line of the review pod was JT when we said Marty was there with the firepower guys, and he was working on the bike, he was, you know, looked, and he was under the bike draining oil. And JT said, I've seen Marty under the bike quite a bit. <laughs> that was the line of the review pod. Yeah, that got... <laughs> that yeah, was that pretty good. Great. Right. I've seen <laughs> Marty under the bike quite a bit. That's you know. good. Yeah. That's so good. anyways, Tom, go uh, ahead. Yeah, that leads me into a question. Like, with all the content you guys put out, like, the podcasts are great. I love all the Weegis post-race shows and all that. And um, I always watch, like, uh, you know, the highlights of the race. And all the comments from all the like fans are just full of vitriol and hate and i'm just wondering we've got such a cool sport we've got great coverage even though there's problems with the streaming 
what is it that makes motocross fans such dickheads, and why do they feel the need to fucking lash out at everyone for almost everything? <laughs> Welcome to 2022, like, mate. Like, yeah. yeah. Tom, don't you feel yeah, people lash out? Like, like, people, I mean, don't you feel like people are uh, lashing out about everything at, at, at all times? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm just stoked to be able well, to watch it because motocross is my favorite sport. I've always been right, into it. But, right. like, are we just privileged and bored and angry at everything or what? It's just. Go ahead, Weech. Go ahead. Hey, hey, Tom, first of all, let me ask you this. Did, were you able to stream it in previous years, last year? Yeah, yeah. I'll try, yeah, yeah, so I've always been able to buy it online. This year, since it, it, it is at about 5 o'clock in the morning over here, so I watched the replay. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. But it, but it did work for you in past me. years. Because we couldn't – okay, Australia last yeah, year yeah, didn't yeah. work. I didn't know about New Zealand. I didn't know about that. Um, okay, well, that's good to know. Uh, you know what I, I, I think is interesting? An easy go-to of every fan ever. Like, look, I'm going to just break some news here. Um, motocross, supercross, not the biggest sport in the world. Like there are sports that are bigger. Like Formula oh, One is bigger. Uh, the NFL is bigger. Sorry, Tony. NFL is bigger. <laughs> um, so many of the comments. So many of the comments go back to, and this is why the sport isn't bigger. And I'm just like, it, it, Steve, you've always said this. We are what we are. Like you can't blame. Like we're not one great podium interview away, or two strokes away, or streaming away from being the NFL. But I feel like that's what almost all the comments go back to. Like, if we just did this, we would be as big as Formula One. And I'm like, that's an unrealistic target. Like, we're all do- doing a horrible job because we're not as big as Formula One. We're, that's it. Like, I don't know if that's possible. I don't know if that's possible no matter what we do. But that's always the standard that we're held to. If we would just have two strokes, we'd be as Formula One. The streaming worked, we'd be as big as Formula One. No, there's no, if there's no, the riders did X, we'd be as big as yeah, Formula One. And yeah. I'm like, stop. Yeah, stop. no. If, if Phil was racing, we'd be bigger than Formula One. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and I understand right. Alex Martin like, and, like and Justin game, Brayton uh, have retired yeah, this year. It hurts. Yeah, it, it hurts. does. Uh, yeah. yeah, Tom, it's a good question. Thanks for listening, man. Thanks for the compliments. Appreciate that. Yep. Oh, I appreciate it, boys. Thanks. All right. See you later. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that's Tom from New Zealand. Not from Australia. from New Zealand. Pete. No, but it reminded me of another time. I only, I've only been to Australia once in my life. I've only watched one race ever. And who stepped up and who said, I'm here to win the Aussex Open this year. I'm not here for points. Right. Because we win Australian titles. That's a given. You yeah. know we're going to win the title. Yeah. Yeah. No, we were out to win races. And everybody was, oh, Jason Anderson's here. Look out. Jason. We took Jason Anderson down. And we are still the defending Aussex Open Training, champion. Training, defending. Still. Why? Why mm-hmm. then? You were not mm-hmm. happy the whole trip due to the costs associated with this <laughs> trip. Wasn't. How could you enjoy the victory? <laughs> no. <laughs> the coffee. The coffee. <laughs> this world-class coffee I kept hearing about, the instant coffee in the room wasn't that good at all. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's get this other gentleman on the phone. He's a fan favorite at Pulpa Mex. Uh, he's sponsored by motorsport.com. We, he used to race. We, we don't, maybe he is again. We're not really sure. What's up, Phil? How are you? Oh, see you. Are we tonight at nine fifty p.m.? Thanks for thanks for joining us, Philip. Hey, um, Phil. Glad I, could, glad I could stay awake, JB. What's so up, we got a lot of questions, Phil. We need an update. We got a lot of questions. And which <laughs> and which aspect of my life? Because there's a lot of questions. Well, Troll was just on here. <laughs> Troll was just on here, and he said the twenty plus twos didn't go well today. Uh, no, they went good. Me and Coop had some barn burners, but I was tired and <laughs> it was on the sand track. And we might have had 
if I'm going to be truthful, we might have had a little lingering effect from uh, Coop's boats and diaper party on Saturday. <laughs> Gosh. So Gosh. that might have, yeah, so the cumulative fatigue kind of faded into Monday a little bit. Um, and, uh, yeah, but we are out there digging after the first moto. I felt like I was almost going to puke, and I think Coop might almost puke with about a lap to go. But like the champions we are, we fucking pulled through. The motorsport guys are concerned, Phil, that you're not you're milking this injury. You're not racing. I'm getting a lot of, you know, a lot of. I'm trying to go to bat for you, Phil. But when are we going to see you? I mean, this is the longest recovery from a broken arm in the history of the world. Dude, uh, yeah, for sure. Because there was just a hairline fracture I had. It was nothing, nothing too bad. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. It's, uh, listen, the doctor said you know eight weeks I'd be okay, good to go. But uh, yeah, it's. I was back on the bike in about eight weeks, but there was two and a half weeks there where I was riding around like you in Weedswood, um, <laughs> fucking wearing out parts. So, um, but now we're actually kind of on the up and up, and yeah, trying to dig myself out of this hole, and it's it's hard to do it when it's a hundred degrees out, and JB knows you're in the back sand track, oh. and there's no air, and you oh. feel like you're. Oh. Really you were. All- you were, you were on that back one, the one at Osborne, the first one that Zach. Yeah. Oh God, that thing is. Oh my goodness, we've had some fights throughout the years. Me and that sand track. Oh. Sand track is won many times. It wins every time with me. Yeah, exactly. every single time. Exactly. You come back, you ride the water lane back, and you're just like, yep. yep I fucking quit. Terrible. So, so the twenty plus two, which is actually maybe about twenty five. So I'm going to give that a thirty minute moto on a normal track. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. I I I got to ride around that on a pickup truck, and I'm like, oh, oh. my god. But I will yeah. say, I grew up riding tracks like that. Yeah. Before the seasons and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I know what that's like, man. It is. And there is no air, though. You're no. right. There's nothing back there. It's just oh, trees. Oh, this time of year back like, there? You Ooh. could go over one of those berms and no one would find you. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, no, <laughs> no. No one You wouldn't you want anyone to eight. find you. You're just done. Yeah. <laughs> and trust me, I've been in those trees before, and it's a mother <laughs> effort to get out. Yeah. Uh, um, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and another thing, the track is only a minute. Well, if you're hauling ass, it's like a, a minute thirty-two lap time. So you're literally going round and round. And by the time you just recovered from an early sand whoop section, you're already back there. You know, a minute and a half later. So it's not. Yeah, yeah it's a grind. Uh, World Supercross, Phil. Any plans? Um. Well, the guy sitting next to you apparently is like the. Uh, uh, He's the ringleader. Yeah, he's the ringleader of yeah. it all, so I need him to kind of pull some strings and get get things rolling for me. But um, maybe in the maybe in the works, you okay. know, uh, right. some stuff. That'd be awesome. Well, I mean, you're Canadian yeah. Supercross champion, Brayton, yep. you're Australian Supercross champion, you know. So yeah, yeah, put me right alongside JB and Kenny. Yeah, I yeah. fit in right good. Well, if you if you ride for MDK, just make sure you get paid up front. You know, because I don't, I don't want to see that go sideways again. But uh, you can give it to charity; it's okay. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, Weege, before we got Philip on the phone, though, let's let's. I want to ask you. I I talked before the season about all these different analysts you're going to have uh, this summer, and you're like, ah, it's no problem. It's fine. I got it. You know, you know, you're just all these guys are good. So, but what is six races? A couple Glovers, a couple Carmichaels, the legend McGrath. <laughs> We haven't mixed it up that much, to be honest. We yeah. had three Carmichaels in six rounds. Oh, three. And uh, three Glovers. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, but, but we got a noob 
this weekend just announced, I, I believe this is true. You would think I would know on Monday, but the way this pro- program works, who knows, man? We're just trying to get the app to work, okay? Uh, <laughs> I don't even know, Phil, if you're aware of this, who's going to be joining me in the TV booth this weekend. None other than the Jeremy Martin is going to be the guest analyst. Oh, wow. Uh, Wait, all show? Yeah. All show? Uh, uh, apparently. I, I don't know if he's been told that this is a, uh, like five hours of, of live stuff. Actually, five and a half with our post-race show. I don't know if he knows all that goes into this, but apparently he's doing it. Oh, this should be good. Nice, nice. <laughs> Just you too, Weech. Yeah. Phil, do you, Phil, do you have a comment? Uh, yeah, Jeremy's going to be pissed. No way he's <laughs> five hours. <laughs> I mean, he's got. I'm so afraid. He's going to come in for the practice show, and we're going to do a half hour, like just a 250 class or whatever. And he's going to be like, "Okay, am I good to go? Is, is that all you guys needed?" Or <laughs> I mean, he's got to get back to the, the real guy this week. He's got to get back to the dealership. You know? <laughs> yeah, they're open on Saturdays, right? <laughs> what if someone needs a clutch lever for an 87 CR125? <laughs> um, I don't know how it's going to work. I mean, Phil, uh, technically, are, are you coming this weekend, Phil? Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm actually flying up there tomorrow night. Uh, are, are you and Jeremy uh, officially teammates, like in public, as of this weekend? Ah, uh, yes, we are. We'll how's that? You. How's that going to go? Are you guys cool, or are we got we we got to get security hey, or uh, what? Yeah, uh, Jeremy. Jeremy knows he fucked up. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. So I can. Uh, you know, I respect that he admits his mistakes, and uh, yeah, we move on from there. I don't hold grudges, so I'm good. Uh, true or false, uh, Phil? On our group text with Troll. When I first heard about him retiring, you know, I said a comment to him, and you said you should have retired years ago. True or false? <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely before the start of this year, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, like I said, I'm happy for him. You know what I mean? Going out on his own terms, it's it's cool. So he, I won't I won't knock on him too much. He he's did. not done. He's not done. Yeah, JB's got this whole thing. No he's, way. He's, he's, he says, dude. Oh, listen, I know that. That fucker better than anybody, and it's the same story. Beginning of the year, he loves his bike. It's the greatest bike he's ever ridden. About halfway through, he's over it. He can't wait for a break. At the end of the year, he's like, I'm done. I'm not riding on my dirt bike for two months, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> two and a half weeks go by. He's like, oh, I need to go ride. I think I might go ride. I need to start training. It's just like, dude, it's it's the same thing. It's been going on now for 12 years. You know? so, <laughs> yeah. um, and now that he's going to live in Minnesota for four or five months that's going to be magnified so i would imagine in march and stuff you'll he'll start be, he'll start banging out 30s before yep. you know it just what i said to a t phil uh yep. a couple of things from his interview first off phil he <laughs> jb asked him about memorable bikes and he said you know that 1110 mods was pretty good yeah he said that was his favorite bike <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, me and Steve are like, what? <laughs> and then he drunk? said the star Yamaha. He, he did say the star after some. Co- oh, the star was decent. But he, yeah. <laughs> he mentioned 1110 first. No, the 1110 edges the star bike just by a little bit. Yeah, just, yeah. just a little bit. And it stood together so well, too. It stayed together all the time. So. Yeah. Um, that might be one of his dumbest remarks yet. Right, right. And then uh, we. Hey, for when you, it ran, oh. it was fast. When it ran, it was fast. The one. Hey, I did the eleven ten story, and we know that caused a lot of shit. Why well, can't? But but I did the eleven ten story. Maybe my favorite out of all those stories you guys told was driving the red button, the bike blowing up on the first lap of practice. <laughs> <laughs> drove eight hours or whatever, and the bike I'm, blows up first lap. 
I was totally okay with that trip to Redbud because we used Alex's gas and Alex's credit card the whole entire way. So. <laughs> for one lap. For, yeah, yeah, for yeah, one yeah, lap. For one lap. And I didn't have to ask for reimbursements or anything, and I was able to go, I don't know, I still sucked at, I don't know, top 15. But, yeah, at least I still made money. He spent money and <laughs> just sat there and watched. Uh, yeah. And another thing, we, uh, we got an update. JB actually babysat Dave the cat at one point. I did. Yeah. <laughs> the man does it all. The, the guy, does it yeah. All. <laughs> what, what can he do, right? Yeah. Uh, I, he delivered a baby cool. last summer, okay, everybody? He delivered a baby. <laughs> I love you people with animals that just pawn your, your pets off on other people. Oh. Alex uh, is with prime time. Philip, but Unadilla is the plan? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it is. That's that's a go-to. It'll give me another four weeks here. And to be honest with you, last week was really my first week I've able to been able to put in three days to where I can be like, all right, yeah, that was a decent volume. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week will be two because I wrote today and I'll go up to Minnesota and uh, I plan on riding Millville open practice and I might actually maybe even race on, on Friday. Um, Whoa! So, this Friday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I might do uh, plus 25 Whoa. and plus 30. So, um, wow. But, uh, uh, yeah, J- we'll see. So. J- JB's racing Wednesday in Iowa State Fair. There's a fair race in, in Fort Dodge. Come down and hang, Phil. Uh, ooh, got uh, some money on the line. Yep. Cash for cash. 1000 bucks to win, 450 <laughs> and 500 to win, plus 30. Yeah. Kidding me? I'd line up, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jason, why get, we, got, we got some phone calls for you, Weege. Uh, let's go. Okay. Sean's on one. Uh, Sean, what's up? What's your question for Weege? Sean, you there? All right. No, this is Tyler. Tyler. Sorry. Yep. Tyler, what's up? What's your question for Phil? Sorry, my bad. Hey, I, just, I was just wondering what the uh, home life is for Phil and Enzo right now. Uh, Phil, what's, what's home life like right now? Uh, um, it's okay. Enzo's in a dark place at the moment. Um, but, uh, we've been hashing it out here and there over some certain stuff, uh, <laughs> riding wise and injury stuff and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, we're, uh, <laughs> it's actually, it's, it's pretty fucking depressing around here, man. I'm not going to lie. And then you know? how's the, the Enzo's sister? How, how's that working out? Love life, home life? Uh, yeah, you broke up there. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's just my moto career. So. so Enzo showed me he had he went down before uh, um, Redbud and had a massive hematoma on his leg. The guy's lucky to yeah, even be out there. Yeah, he did. It's, uh, he didn't have much time um, on the bike before uh, before Redbud, and uh, then that happened on Wednesday before, and it kind of just put him backwards, and then he couldn't really um, – yeah, hasn't been ride before Southwick, and I think this coming weekend, I, I don't think he's line, lining up. He needs to get his uh, get his shit figured out so and heal up a little bit because his arm's still bugging him a little bit. Oh, is it? Yeah. Got, you know, a butt pain, and um, yeah, it's a bummer, but uh, hopefully he'll be there for Unadil as well with me. All right, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Question for Weege from uh, 3 is uh, uh, Ryan. Ryan, what's up? What's your question for Wygant? Hey, Weege, uh, I just want to say, first of all, I'm a big fan of your analysis. Like, always really cool to hear you and all your shows and stuff. But uh, I want to talk about is um, you know, the whole Hunter Lawrence and Scott Robertson incident. Uh, so I-, I know this might be over-analyzing a bit, but, you know, that's what us race fans do. So 
you know, last year when the same thing happened to Jet Lawrence, you didn't see any crazy reaction from him. But when it happens to Hunter Lawrence, he goes out there, retaliates a bunch, and even like the video uh, like posted that he went and t- when Styles went to apologize to him, he said, "You know what? Screw you, man. I don't care what you say. If you fuck up my race, I'm gonna fuck up your race next race." And like I don't know, what do you kind of take it that way from that? Like, does that show like Jet's maturity compared to Hunter? And yeah, what do you think, Wage? I well, mean, we didn't uh, see everything, but yeah, go yeah. ahead. Uh, right. Uh, first of all, I mean, the the blanket statement here is it's really hard to say one incident is the same as the other, especially since we saw about five percent of what happened with Robertson and uh, Hunter, and Hunter did almost get killed by two motorcycles uh, as a result of that crash. So it's it's a little bit of apples to oranges, but it is funny that like the running joke under the Honda tent is one's 18 year old drama. Like Hunter does make jokes about that all the time. Like, ah, he's just drama queen. He's an 18 year old. He's Mr. Drama. Um, so the joke they actually make is that uh, it's the exact opposite. So it is kind of ironic, or I'm going to just say, I'm not sure the incidents are exactly the same. I don't even remember what jet Lawrence incident that he was calling uh, about, Swole, talking about. Swole and him came together last year, but I don't really remember it either. I don't remember if it was somebody's fault necessarily, but I think it was Swole at Southwick last year. But Yeah, Swole basically like jumped and like came over like completely on Jen and took it out. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to say, right? Phil, I mean, you've been in a few of those shouting matches, Phil? No. Uh, really? Yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I don't, I don't see an issue. I mean, listen, I, I, I watched some of the stuff from uh, the weekend, the post stuff. I mean, Style admits he kind of cross-threaded. He cut cut over on Hunter, took him down. Obviously, Styles is a good kid. You know, he doesn't do that shit on purpose. Um, I think he was going to apologize to Hunter, but before Styles could apologize, you know, mm. you got someone coming up you know, road raging at you and it's game on, you know what I mean? Like there's no talking to anybody at that certain point, you know, uh, when one dude's red line, the only way to make sense of it is to red line back at him. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of, yeah, I, I'm all for that kind of stuff. Like I don't, I don't see any, any issues. I, I like when the guys get in little tussles like that and you know, nothing bad happened. I mean, it's just, it's just normal and it's emotion. You know, if we don't have that in our sport, you know, sports are lame. Well, so, when, when, uh, when Canfield was going to kick you out over the, uh, the gesture <laughs> you made, I mean, you, weren't, you probably weren't very understanding then, but, you know. No, it was the fact that I ran my bike into him was the problem. It wasn't so much. <laughs> it might have been the gesture, too, but it was a combination of both things. But, uh, yeah, I, like I said, I'm, I'm all for it, you know. Unless you're a liberal like you, Steve, everyone says sorry and apologizes and it's all okay. Uh, and but. we hand out trophies. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No matter what, you got 40th. Don't worry. You get a <laughs> uh, how, Weege, how's Phil Philip doing with his yeah. column? Are we okay? Payments up? Is he up to date on payments? Is the is the column coming well on RacerX Online? Well, we don't pay him, and we haven't. So I feel like we're caught up. I feel like we're completely <laughs> up to date. Um, no invoices have been sent, and no invoices remain unpaid. So we're we're good. The, the uh, cash in and out. The cash flow. Yeah. So uh, we're fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, why, yep. uh, Brayton, do you read his column every Friday? I've read it a couple uh, times. Oh, yeah. got, no, it's it's, it's must read. After it's observations, yeah, it's the must read column. <laughs> okay. It, it is. It's, yeah. it's, it's gold every week. So after observations, the numbers, the numbers, uh, the numbers would say otherwise. Oh well, your numbers are wrong. So I don't know. I'm people. All right. The people Donald. have voted. Right. The people have voted with their clicks. 
Listen, it's they fake like news. It's, it's fake news. It's Dominion. Dominion is u- using your numbers, okay? So it's not. Uh, hey, Dominion. Be- before we let you guys go here, Wygants uh, brought to you by OGO Power Sports. Phil Nicoletti brought to you by Motorsport.com. Let's do the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off, shall we? Let's, uh, let's get on that All program. Right. All right, let's All do right. it. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Who's got the doorbell channel? What's going on there? Who's... Yeah, that's me trying to, trying to entertain kids. By, by what? Having the, listen to the doorbell <laughs> We just doesn't want to spend any money. So, hey, kids, I'm just going to open no, the door. Literally... <laughs> <laughs> X-Brand so Goggles, the choice of Troll Train when he won Bud's Creek, Moto 1, 20, I don't even know, 15? 15. 15. 15. Uh, the goggles were off. <laughs> they were on his neck. Uh, X-Brand Goggles, Pulp Show 22 is the code to save with X-Brand Goggles. Kyle Chisholm, Privateer Hero, wearing X-Brand. Freddie in Supercross, X-Brand. Josh Strang. Has won GNCCs this year with X-Brand Goggles. So goggles are a choice of champions everywhere. And please check it out, xbrandgoggles.com. These questions are submitted by a Corey Moser. Uh, Brayton, are you aware of him? I am not, no. No? Okay. No. Uh, all right. Rapid fire. Here we go, Marks, for all of us. Steve. Yep. Who's the fastest guy you have ever seen on a motorcycle? James Stewart. Justin. Do you think riders should chase the perfect setup or... Settle for okay and grind it out. There's no such thing as a perfect setup. So you're going to have to chill out at some point. Thank you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) He's very happy. Yeah. Weege, what's a now debunked team that you miss the most besides JGR? Oh, come on. How could you throw that ball (laughs) in there? That's terrible. All right. Well, if I can't pick JGR, uh, which would include Phil and JB, it's great times. It was a good um, team. That was so fun. Yeah. Coy. When Coy was there more, <laughs> more, more like all the weekends, it's phenomenal. Well, we had Jimmy Dakotas on our pre-race show on Friday. I know I only have 30 seconds here. Yeah. And he was mentioning the team he was on and how great his results were for some teams. He's like, oh, I got podiums at Geico Honda. And then I was on JGR. Great guys. Coy, listen to great guys. Coy and Millsaps uh, arguing uh, was, was a highlight every yeah, single I was, weekend. Yeah, I was teammates with Davey. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, both, yeah. both guys, oh, the irresistible force and the immovable object of, yeah. of knowing everything yeah, exactly. in the world. Flash <laughs> oh. of the Titan. The different Clash investments the that Davey had planned, and and Coy would just but, shut him down. Hey, oh, how about the crazy. gourmet hot dog? And Coy uh, wanted to invest in for a while. <laughs> Did you guys ever hear about that one? I don't know if I did. Yeah, that's the worst idea ever. Who? What clientele are you going for with a gourmet hot dog? <laughs> gourmet hot dog. Do you remember Philly was going to bribe by franchises or something? Yeah. Dude, Thomas and I both told him, like, you're an idiot, you know? <laughs> okay, Weege, what's, what's the team besides JGR? Well, I feel like um, the Geico Honda team did a great job with their PR department. Oh, and I w- wish that was still around. <laughs> yeah. was, Their press releases. I really are, wish. I'll, that was, I'll tell you what. I, I don't know it. I miss first class, and they 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 paid well to whoever did those. Yeah. And uh, I just feel like for economic purposes, it was great for capitalism. <laughs> I really miss J Law, Hamblin, Mills, and Mike Brown together on a team. 
Oh, Rockstar Suzuki. God. Mike God. Brown going to weekends every weekend. Fuck my life. Like, <laughs> While Mills is making like a million bucks, getting paid from KTM yeah. and Rockstar at the same J-Law, time. Yeah. Still drunk and or high. Uh, yeah. Imagine Mike Brown just on that team. That'd be great. Phil misses 1110. Mills literally was like the fourth highest paid rider in the past yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. The team just saying, hey, man. We just don't want you to be here, but we're still going to pay you. Yeah. Don't worry about it. We just really don't want you here. Oh, man. And don't forget, they had to ride the, the Suzuka Kawasaki just to add to the drama. Yeah. 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 All right. Mm-hmm. Phil, how does it feel to win the 2022 Pulp Mech Show fans' favorite rider bracket? What's that? <laughs> I knew that was going to be the We did a – hold on. Are you serious? Dude, I don't know what it is. Where was it? It was on Twitter. We did a was it four rounds, Marks? Um, yes. We did a bracket March Madness bracket of every rider in the sport, and the fans voted you number one. Who did he beat in the final? Malcolm. Malcolm. No way. Really? <laughs> oh, he's pumped. Yeah. What do I like? What comes with the win? Money or anything? <laughs> <laughs> no checks Phil. in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> no, I spent it all on getting Brayton here. So, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, that's pretty badass. I mean, send me a plaque or something so I got some, you know, at least I win something this year. We'll print out the bracket and send yeah. them the piece of paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just do that. We're, we got sushi tonight for commercial break, and that was really the budget. So, sorry. Yeah. Jeez, public sushi. <laughs> All right, Steve, will World Supercross go to the moon or will it crash and burn? Oh, I can't. We'll talk about this more later with JB here. I mean, I there. This is this is me because you got to pick one or the other. Yeah, this was. Well, there's supposed to be an or like yeah, the. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, wait. So th- is this a Mad TV content where you have to be politically correct or what? No, I don't think it does either. I think it ends up being a solid series, but I don't see the best guys showing up, skipping nationals, and racing this series. You know, I just don't see it. Uh, and that's we'll talk about that more later. But yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, you waffled hard on that one. Uh, I, that's how I. Know, <laughs> that's what I think. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. That wasn't one of the options, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. Justin, uh, what's been the most uncomfortable that Weege has made you? The most uncomfortable. Hmm. What? What? When he rolled up to the mountain bike race and tipped over. <laughs> that, that didn't make me uncomfortable. I'm sure he was uncomfortable. Yeah, but was he like, hey, Justin, the, and then did that? <laughs> that was pretty JD funny. JD was long gone. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually great. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. North Mech, you remember again, that, Weege? But then again, JB, I went with you and Kenny and fell in the thorns. So True, yeah, yeah, yeah true. Yeah, yeah. I endowed in the rocks with yep. you. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I pushed you to the limit, it. yeah. Uh, honestly, never. Weege is always oh, God. calm, yeah. cool, collected. Here, here we go. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Media member of the year? Brayton, do you think? Weech? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Who, who else would even I mean, be in the bracket? Me? Who's... Jamie? No, I don't JT? see any competition. No? no? Nothing? No, okay. No. <laughs> Jamie is climbing the ranks. I got to give credit. Climbing Jamie's coming on hot. Is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jamie got a job at Vital. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Dark side. Step it up. Weege. What's the most expensive bar tab that you've ever paid for? Oh, I remember it well. I remember it well. <laughs> uh, Red Bull Straight Rhythm. Uh, the Red Bull events are really, really fun, uh, especially the off-the-track part. 
And I was hanging out with uh, my buddy Kevin Kelly, of course, and uh, Myron Short, who's a promoter in the game and also part of that Bar X Suzuki team. And usually when you're at these Red Bull events, you just assume that everything's going to be taken care of because it usually is. And then all of a sudden the tab was slid my way, and it was $331. And I have a video to prove this. I mean, like, you know how, like, uh, reptiles can unhinge their jaws to uh, <laughs> inhale mice? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what I did what I did when I saw the $331 bill that apparently was on me. Personal uh, credit card, Weege? Racer X. No, I mean, now I'm working there for myself. I'm not working for Racer X. So, oh, okay. Uh, you know, just just there to do business at Myron Short, apparently, IRS. That's what I'm there to do. <laughs> <laughs> just there to do business with the, the Barrack Chaparral Suzuki team. 331. Wow. God, God help yourself, Weed. Mm. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, you know. Yeah, the did you sleep that called, night? Yeah, the, the drink. Uh, no, for a variety of reasons. We were having what uh, Myron Short calls. I think the drink was called Sicilian Kisses, but he pronounces it Sicilian Kisses. And every time I see him, I just stare a hold of him and just say Sicilian Kisses. $331. Every single person that was racing and participating in Red Bull Straight Rhythm somehow ended up on my tab. I don't know how this happened. All right. Yeah. I would have bit the bullet and swiped the Racer X car and asked for forgiveness later. This is a man who doesn't. pay you, though. I mean. We gotta pay you. We gotta save that money. This is a man who doesn't get hotel rooms after supercrosses that goes straight to the airport. Well, I hop in an airport, even though Racer X would buy his hotel, Phil. So, valid point. It is true. Yeah, it is true. But then Davy shows up, and he and Chad Reed go to Bruce Chris, and there goes all the money I saved everybody for this year. <laughs> yeah, we we had we were talking about we saving money Racer X, and then like. Six rounds, we go to Minneapolis, and Davey takes us to Ruth Chris. Chad, me, JT, Weege. Orders every appetizer on the menu, <laughs> and we all get steaks. Davey's like, I got it. And we just like, just exploding. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't even own the company. <laughs> I'm like, Fuck the check ass. was the exact amount of money I saved you on hotels for the last six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> One Ruth Chris dinner, gone, yeah. All right. Phil. What's better, a win in Canada or a fifth in the U.S.? Uh, well, a win in Canada definitely pays better. Um, but uh, <clears throat> a fifth in the U.S. Fuck you. You know, <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the way, I got to say, I, I'm in, I got lured into a group text with Phil, Rarick, and Coop. You've never seen a two-time 450 Supercross champion get disrespected more than in this group text. You've never seen, like, one of the greats get shit on more than in this group text. I'm appalled by some of the things that Rarick and Phil say to this gentleman. I, I, don't, I don't understand how it happens. But keep them humble. <laughs> he should, he, if, if there's therapy involved for Cooper Webb, I want to tell you I know where it started. I know where it started. Steve, Steve, no, you don't, you don't understand. You don't even know, understand what I went through today with that fucking kid. Seriously. He showed up today after, after motos, or I know we're, I'm dragging this on, going off on a tangent, but after motos, we're going for a bike ride. I said, okay, bring your lunch or get lunch or whatever. He shows up after motos, he has no lunch. Who has to eat half my fucking lunch? Coop. <laughs> okay. So we're getting, he, we're getting dressed. He goes, oh man, you're going to be pissed at me. I said, what you fucking do, dude? He goes, I don't have a helmet. 
said, what? I said, okay, well, I'm sure someone around here has a helmet you can use. He goes, okay, there's also something else. I said, what? He goes, I don't have my shoes. <laughs> and I said, dude, I what? said, you were the one that said, hey, let's bike after club tomorrow. And now you're just showing up in your bids and in your jersey. You have no shoes, no water bottle, no sunglasses, and no fucking helmet. You know, and you had no lunch. You know, I'm like, dude, you're, you're like a six-year-old, dude. Does, you, does your wife have to pack your lunch in your backpack to send you off to go riding? Oh. <laughs> well, okay, I look yeah, forward to this. Word, in the, I, I, yeah. yeah, it all generates from somewhere, Steve. Okay, all right, fair enough. Fair enough. Steve, what was Dungy's best race ever? Oh, fuck. I mean... I remember Millville where he was 45 seconds ahead. I swear to God, 45. I remember that, well, that one race, uh, the Salt Lake Soupy, where he got knocked down and then won. Um, what year was that? You remember that? I'm not uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, anything come to mind for you guys? Uh, Minneapolis, was it RV? 14 or 15 when he yeah, passed RV late? Yeah, yeah. That was cool just because the crowd and everything. Right, right. Yeah. Weege, Dunge's best race ever. Uh, yeah, that Minneapolis one was great, but the, the great JB, of course, already had that one. That's what he does. Uh, but he took down uh, Villapoto at Washougal a few times, too. That's pretty big on home turf. Yeah. What do you mean, what do you mean JB had that? What? What? Wasn't JB the one that said Minneapolis? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, he, of course, picked the best example. That's what he okay, does. I it. bet if you asked Dunge, he would probably say that one, just because the he, feeling he of the, the crowd it. and yeah, all yeah. that. That had to be so cool. I just remember some Millville's, like I said, where he was yeah. fucking gone. Yeah. Gone. So, I don't know. Yeah, I was in those races, Steve. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so was Phil. Yeah, I was too. Nowhere near the front, but I was there. Yeah. All right. Justin, besides your Daytona Supercross win, what's your favorite or most memorable race? Um, well, stateside. It'll be this Wednesday. This Wednesday at the county fair race. Yeah. Um, I would say in the States, probably 2008, Anaheim won my first ever podium at a Supercross. And to do it at Anaheim one, I just signed with a, you know, kind of factory KTM, started to, you know, get on really good equipment. And to podium at round one was really, really cool. Weege, what was your favorite Brayton race? Wow. Daytona, come on. Okay, besides I mean, besides that, the question was besides that. Yeah. Uh, it should have been Phoenix in 14. Should have been. Just should have taken Villapoto Tran- out. Transfer of power. Yeah. The transfer of power race. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Barsha. We got we got it now. The uh, yep. the Daytona win and then Weege calling it and the hug. I mean, that was just... Uh, that was all just, time. Unbelievable. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> my voice just exploded across the finish line. <laughs> just, just amazing. The guy wins Daytona. Yeah. And his number one fan is calling the action. <laughs> yep. Right. Right. I only call one race a year in Supercross. That was it. Yep. yep. All right. Is that it? Uh, we got two more. Oh. Weege, it's Pookie's birthday today. So do you recall the last birthday present that you bought your wife? No, I don't actually. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Um, we just got a uh, $100 donation on YouTube, Steve. Oh. From Russian Disaster. Okay. And his question is, when is Weege flagging at English Town again? Oh, $100 uh, donation, we, uh, Weege. When are you flagging? Wait, again? do I get the $100 if I flag? Does he get, does he get it? Nope. Is it for me? No, nope, it goes to me, actually. It goes to Mark's. Yeah. 
Oh, geez. All right. Well, I don't know. I mean, the the rate back then, and I do know because I did do it, was $40 a day. So there, there's some more inflation. Let's not get still started on this. More inflation. hundred. What used to be 40 is now 100 can, can Unbelievable. We, again, we've never seen a photo. We've never seen a video of Weege flagging an English town. Just, I know. Yeah. Zero. Nothing. Nothing. No one has any <laughs> yeah. proof of this. Yeah. No. I, I know. I mean, the video guys usually shoot the flaggers. They do. I know that's usually what they go for. <laughs> You know, that's a good comeback, I, I, I will say, yeah. Fuck you, you're fired. <laughs> All right, last one. All right. Phil, what's the most money you've made from one single race? Uh, man. Didn't you make a lot for uh, Bulgaria? Yeah, I made I made out okay. I guess it all depends on how, how do you look. Do you... <laughs> You count insurance policy? Do you do, do you do that, or how does that work? I mean, JB, count it all. Count it all. How much yeah. did you make of that race? Got Kenny Rogers over here telling you to count it all. <laughs> uh, I have an insurance policy that hit pretty hard when I was up in Canada, um, but for this, that blow Bulgaria out of the water. But um, I'll just say Bulgaria. I think I made. Uh, Thirty to go there. That's more money that's, than than all the spectators they had that night. Yeah, but it, yeah, that is true. But it was two nights, so Jamie JB made double that <laughs> per night. We got Phil to talk money. It's hard to do. That's yeah, crazy. it is hard to yeah. do. He finally admitted he had wow. an insurance policy for Canada. I'm still wondering what that was because he he <laughs> diverted back to the Bulgaria. I want to yeah. know what the insurance policy. What was that, Phil? Mm, not as much as Reedy's for winning the 09. Well, that's a couple million. JB, what's the most money you made? In a night? Yeah. In one race? Bonuses and stuff? Yeah. Count it all. Mm, probably 150. Well, Daytona. 100 to oh, yeah. win and yep. bonuses yeah, and track. Yeah. And yeah. Besides Daytona. Was X Games? Did X Games pay well? Uh, 25 grand. But what about any Tennessee or like nah, nothing really bonuses? The no. team got a. $20,000 also. Oh, yeah? So the team who won X Games Corey got just grand. put that on his fire logs at night. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, probably 80-something. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. X-Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Factory ride goggles look very similar to X-Brand, perform the same. Phil knows that. Uh, all right, gentlemen, uh, it's 1030 where you are, so we'll let you both go. Uh, hey, I got one more thing for oh. Phil here. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, star has announced that Dylan Ferrandis should be back for the last four races. Yep. I was talking to the team about it this weekend and they're like, yeah, we need guys in there. The points are close. You know, I think they want Yamaha's up front to maybe take some points away from Eli's competition. Uh, coincidentally, Phil, you seem to be coming back at the same time. Is that why? Are you there to steal yeah. points from Chase Sexton and the rest? Uh, yep. I'll be in there to uh, get in the mix with them up there in the top three. Uh, oh, Unadilla, you've stood on the podium yeah. before. Yeah. That's true. I mean, here we go. And does Trogo 1 1 this weekend, Phil? <laughs> yeah, for sure. He'll be uh, maybe back on the micro track. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's good at Millville, Phil. He's good at Millville. What does Trogo this weekend? Realistically, um, he's going to have a good weekend, I think. 7 8? Um, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping he goes maybe. 9 11, 11 9. Yeah, I think know? that's realistic. Okay, so yeah, I seven, think, uh, I don't know. I think 11 10? 11 10. <laughs> 11, did he go 11 10? <laughs> yeah, he could possibly go 11 10, you know? So I think he's finally getting the, the taste after all these years what it's what it's like. 
So, um, but I hope it hopefully has a good weekend. I, so, a nine nine would be perfect. I'm here for a troll fill battle. The last no, four. it's gonna happen. I'm here. It's gonna happen. I'll be windmilling <laughs> both of you on the side of the track. Well, I can say Troll Daddy has had a really good career, and it does trump mine, but I've definitely had a way better 450 career than him. So <laughs> I can take that to the cleaners, you know? Well, considering his previous 450 career to this one, he sent it in the mechanics area. Yeah. 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 Hold on. We uh, didn't talk about that with Troll. Did Motorsport pay him extra to jump the banner back onto the start straight? Did you uh, see that? I saw that. Around the yeah, first turn, he's was, way off the track. Yeah. He just decides, I'm going to go in right here. <laughs> through the banner. Weez, <laughs> did you see that? No, I didn't realize the motorsport banner was there. I, I Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't do a better job paying attention he, to our sponsors, I guess. He just pulled the wheelie done. and just went right over okay. it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty, that was all time, actually. What's that? I said that was pretty all time. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, boys. Uh, thank you for jumping on. Appreciate it, both of you. Uh, motorsport.com bringing you Phil. Phil, I'll try to save that motorsport ride for you. So just know I'm, I'm, I'm going to bat for you. Do the best with Mr. Scott for me. I appreciate it. Are you, uh, uh, you going to come Friday night? Is we going to pull some strings? No, I'm, like... I'm not allowed on that show. So, Weeds, are we fucking serious with this? Yeah, I believe uh, Mathis is not allowed. So uh, you got to carry it, you and the Martin boys. Yep, should be great. All right. Bring your best. Bring your best. Hey, I mean, you got to help Jeremy out. He's got to announce for five hours on Saturday. I don't I, think he even knows about it yet. <laughs> that should be my favorite part of this weekend. Yeah, I don't even think he knows what to talk about for one hour, no less five. <laughs> <laughs> I am well aware. Maybe, maybe you can come knock on the door about halfway through the first motor of the day and see if we need some help. Let me know. Shoot me a text. Oh, Phil would be great. <laughs> See here, right here? These guys are hating life right now, Weege. It's 26 minutes. Yeah, they're, they're hating it right now, Weege. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Weege, I'm just going to miss you. I'm flying to Charlotte on Thursday for some meetings at 10 Cycles and then Garth Brooks concert on Friday night. Just going to miss you. I don't know you. what's going on. I told you 2022 is a horrible year. Yep. Mm. Are, you, uh, are you coming for the dealer show, JB, since you yep. own – Largest dealer in the Carolinas. Not, yeah, he's not the largest, over. but he's taking over. Mm. Yeah. Wait, are you there for the dealer show, JB? Yeah, that. And then I haven't been there in a while, so yeah. catch up with Ten Cycles oh. crew, and and then just so happened Garth Brooks has been on my bucket list for a long time, so we'll hit that up Friday night and make a little date weekend out of it with Paige. Uh, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm back Sunday morning to help host this dealer show. We are reunited. Uh, I fly out at uh-huh. one something on Sunday. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Maybe, maybe breakfast. Dude, I will no. wait at the airport and then we will cross paths at the airport. <laughs> okay, perfect. I, I was Beautiful. gonna, I was just gonna say like, oh, poor Weege, because this is a, a cash uh, deal for him. This dealer show every year, mm-hmm. just filling the pocketbooks, and he's gonna miss it. But oh no, oh no, <laughs> he's gonna be there. He'll be there. So. It's in his backyard. He's right. got to be there. Right, right. I'll find a way. Yeah, no, no expenses on this. One. I got to make that money back. I. On Sicilian kisses, that I lost years ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Myron Short. Hold on. No, JB, no. JB, change your flight. Fly out Monday. We'll go out for beers on Sunday. It'll be on KTM's credit card. Chalk can pay for it all. Yeah, we'll be true. Back. And, and get, we're covered. And get Coop. And oh, Coop will be there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Coop and AP will both be there. There you go. All right. So it's all paid for. Maybe we'll Sounds do like that. Time. Yep. Don't have to twist my arm very hard. Yeah, yeah. Sounds all good. All right. All right, boys. Thanks for calling in tonight. Pulp MX Show. Phil brought to you by Motorsport. Weege brought to you by OGO Power Sports. Thanks, boys. See you guys. See you.
Yeah. All right, see you. That's Jason Wygant, and that's Phil Nicoletti. We're going to commercial break here. Uh, thanks to the folks at Firepower. They make uh, great batteries and chains. Chains made in Japan, OEM batteries, uh, Featherlight lithium OEM, batter- OEM batteries, and uh, JB used last year on his Honda. So thanks to firepowerparts.com. Check out your local dealer. Go to motorsport.com. Check out the stuff that Firepower has. It's great stuff, privateer proven. All right, we'll go to commercial break here. We'll be back. Jason Thomas, we want to talk about some World Supercrosses. we got... You want to do uh, uh, surprises from the summer as well uh, for this summer's nationals. So we got lots more to cut to people uh, right after this commercial break. I wish I was a woman so I could feel a dick inside of me. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high-quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGD suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine's super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys over at Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Morans, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance Suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance products. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys, this is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously it's great people around, and I've been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use code PULP22 to save. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, 
Elite Clutch Perch Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Worst Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PulpMX20, the code to save. With 80 years of experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, Weisco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weisco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite series. Weisco has recently expanded our Racer Elite line with SX and MX proven USA-made connecting rods. Now adding to the Garage Buddy Rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, and our CV4 thermal protection line. This makes Weisco your single stop performance name. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or Weisco.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. 
Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle and then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, type, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. 
quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I, too, have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium-soft, medium-hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com slash motorcycle. 
and then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, also too make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Worst Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Worst Connection for coming on the show. PULPAMX20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGB suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine's super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys over at Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Morans, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance Suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance product. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys. This is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of uh, the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously, it's great people around, and I've uh, been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use code PULP22 to save. 
With 80 years of experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, Weisco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weisco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite series. Weisco has recently expanded our Racer Elite line with SX and MX proven USA-made connecting rods. Now adding to the Garage Buddy Rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, and our CV4 thermal protection line. This makes Weisco your single stop performance name. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or Weisco.com to find products for your machine. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp and Max Show presented by Motorsport.com, Decal Works, and the folks at Fly Racing. The great Justin Brayton in studio. We're going to dive into a little bit of retirement life and World Supercross life and stuff coming up. So figure out what you're doing. 11, 10 cycles. 
Great shop there in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. 10 cycles, not 1110. Sorry, 10 cycles. 1110 yeah. on your mind. I know yeah, we've yeah, been yeah. talking about a lot. 10 cycles. Yep, 10 cycles. Uh, yeah. So looking forward to talking about that. Of course, I'm rocking the shirt today. Uh, that sushi was pretty good. That was amazing. Uh, insert the Tiger King uh, guy saying, I'm never going <laughs> to financially recover from this because that's where I'm feeling where I'm at right now. That there was, was a lot of sushi. My lovely wife, who it's his birthday, her mm-hmm. birthday. So I'm not really going to smack her around uh, for spending that much money on sushi. Yep. But uh, she went above and beyond for you guys. She did say earlier yeah. when I mentioned, hey, what about some sushi? She said, good. That's what I wanted also. Yeah. And so just for the record, our guy Pete over there, producer Pete, specifically requested a $16 roll and got two or three of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, not just three. one. Maybe four. I don't know. How many was there? There was two. Two $16 rolls, couldn't eat the, you know, shrimp and tapira and uh, the Californias, you know, the usual rolls, had to get his own rolls for mm-hmm. $16 each. Yep. Marks, if that's not a Pete thing. I mean, if this <clears throat> isn't the epitome of, of Mr. Producer Pete, yeah. I, I don't know what yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. Talking it, about... Uh, I feel uh, bad for nothing, but I am grateful for everything. Thank <laughs> you for the sushi. Uh, the 7 o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at Cherubis. Industry leader in aftermarket dirt bike, plastics, and accessories with over 40 years' experience with input from current riders like Cooper Webb, Adam C. Cirillo, Justin Barsha, Anderson, and more. Acherbys is fine-tuned products to offer the highest level of performance and protection in the industry. Add Acherbys, USA.com, social media pages, Add Acherbys, USA as well. Great stuff, great plastic, always fits really well, great colors and all of that. Uh, and speaking of uh, uh, great fit, great fit for our show tonight. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? I thought you guys forgot about me. No, we never forgot about you. Phil and Wygant kept, you know, talking talking too long. Um, uh, sushi here in commercial break, JT. It, it, it's, I, gotta I take, don't feel bad for you right now. I got to take a loan. <laughs> Is that t- on the program, JT? Could you have sushi with us? Uh, I can't have carbs this late. I could have sashimi this late. Okay. Do you want me to start the monk chance? Sure. No, Why not? I mean, I can, I can, I can do that. <laughs> uh, Fly Racing's own Jason Thomas on the show tonight. Uh, JB, did you see the new limited fly the riders had? Yeah, it looked good. On the track, it was everywhere out there. Yeah. Anstey crushing it. Joey, so mm-hmm. you know. Looked really good. Rockstar, yeah. Jessica Varner, guys. I you got any wh- size 30 left, JT? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Listen, we're going to need that overnighted tomorrow. He has a fair race on Wednesday. Yep. We're going fair well, racing. I, I feel like um, typically – JB's taking care of and stuff like that, but yeah, I don't I don't know what the current situation is. So no, we'll I'm find good. Out I'm messing with you. I'm good. Uh, Le stuff available at motorsport.com. Do we do, do we have any? Uh, how's it doing? How's it going? Did you yes, check? I mean, uh, any anytime we do Le stuff, it it goes well. Are you are you angry tonight? Are you in a bad mood? Not at all. Okay, all, all right. It's just very short. Very like. You know? I, I mean, I was I was born this way. I, there's not a lot I can do. <laughs> very, <laughs> short, very short answers. Very we, we very. You drink, know? We need a drinking JT. On yeah, we need, yeah. Where was that JT last week? That was great. <laughs> well, yeah, that was Fourth of July. Yeah, he was so, loose last week. JT. Today's the eleventh of window. July, JT. So, <laughs> JT, we were talking earlier, and Steve, uh, we need some sort of award or, or something for your your remark on the review pod about Marty. Yeah, that was great. Uh, I forget what what was what he was it about. He doesn't even know. We said that Marty was there working on the bike. He saw him under the bike draining oil. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And you yeah. said I've seen Marty <laughs> under the bike a lot. I felt good about that one. Yeah. Right, right. That was the review. We that love was, Marty, but that yeah, that was good. Yeah, 
there are always those ones where you're just like, you know that you nailed the timing <laughs> yep. and just got exactly where you wanted it. Um, yeah, uh, that was that was a good one. Uh, but let's talk about Southwick a little bit. I want I want to talk about Savachi, uh, Justin. You got something to say about Joey? But Anstey makes his return. Look, dude, uh, late in the, he hasn't been racing all summer, right? He's been putting in work because late in the motos, he was moving forward. His lap times were mm-hmm. good. Uh, sixth overall, I think, on the day. 5-5, five, five, right? Yeah, he's going to ride uh, mm-hmm. Millville. Um, that's your old team, JB, your mm-hmm. Eve, yep. and the boys. Um, I think that's pretty impressive for round oh. six. Super impressive. Really, really impressive. To come in and do two top five motos at Southwick, I don't care if, you know, of he course. He's a sand he's, guy, yeah. yeah. Even yeah. though he's a sand guy, yeah. JT knows us riders. Oh, JT here, and here I. we go. <laughs> here we go. It's really hard to come in halfway through the season, and no matter if it's your favorite yeah. track or your most suitable track, it's really hard fitness-wise, bike setup-wise. Um, I thought it was super impressive for the team. Obviously, they had a little bad luck at, at Redbud, but he was riding good there to back that up at Southwick and do two top five motos. That's super impressive. And I was watching second moto when he got behind Anderson. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a pretty good test. Yeah. And he got by Anderson. I'm like, wow, this is, this is really good. So super impressive. Yep. Yeah. I I thought the same. And then passing Kenny late in that, was it the first moto? He got him. Um, like we didn't get to see it on TV, but he he got him the the last lap of the first moto Mm -hmm. and you know, he wanted to get like the Honda guy, right? Like that's a, that's a pretty big deal. So, um, I, I was thoroughly impressed. You know, I I didn't really know what to expect for, from him coming into Redbud, and then he qualified well and was doing well, and I was like, ah, oh, that's that's really like he's, he's strong, like he's really good. And then this weekend was just kind of confirmation of that. Um, I mean, he he belongs, you know, inside that top five, six, seven of the four fifty class right now. I think. I feel like mm-hmm. we'll see him there at Millville. <clears throat> yeah, Sandy, so, yeah. Right, yeah. kind of the point I'm getting at. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sandy base track, you know, not not. He's been riding at Southwick, I guess. The team's been going there or something to work oh, on really? s- s- testing with FC or Oh, maybe yeah, somebody. that makes sense. With the but, so that, that's part of it, but I still think Millville, he'll be just... But he was like, yeah. that That was kind of like, Redbud was a precursor to that, kind of showing us that he had something, and then Southwick was like, oh, yeah, he's that guy, right? So maybe if he doesn't go 5-5, five, five, I don't think it's going to... He's not going to go like 12-11. I think he goes like, you know, 6-8 or 8 seven or something like yeah, he he's is right in, in that there, huh? league with those guys yeah 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 it's it's great um flyracing.com please check them out uh the le gear is out and um kinetic mesh my favorite line by the way jb fly makes is it oh it's i'm a light guy you're a light? light yeah yeah all you racers are light yeah yeah um Joey Savacci, uh, JB, you want to talk about that a little bit? Podium at Red Bud in a moto? Yeah, I've just been super impressed. I, I mean, coming off of an ACL, um, I've always thought, and, and I've raced him for years, right? But even when he was in the 250 class, he was so impressive. He led the points on several different occasions. Indoors and out. Indoors and out. Yep, yep. And then, you know, he gets bumped to the 450, uh, had a really, really successful year. And, and on any other team, or with anybody else in line besides Adam Cincerillo, he keeps his ride. And if he would have kept his ride after a solid year, you know, what's that second year look like? Um, maybe he doesn't have to switch teams and get injured. And, and you never know all that, right? But I just think he's really, really impressive and has been for a long time. And I hope there look, there's maybe no way, but it'd be so awesome for them to have three guys on that team. Mm-hmm. Look, Joey probably doesn't demand a bunch of money. You pay him... I don't know, a couple hundred grand, and he gets some gear money, and he makes, you know, four or five hundred plus on a factory bike, and yeah, I think it would be awesome. I th- I feel like he deserves it. Uh, look, this past weekend isn't like a great 
you know, it's not going to back up what I'm saying right now, but think about but it's a Red Bud. And, it's a yeah, it's a, it's, yeah, it's a sand track, a little bit of an anomaly. So um, I, I'm really, really impressed, especially, you know, coming off that ACL injury. And um, he's really good. Even, look, Anaheim won this year. He What did he get, eighth? Yeah. You yeah, know, people yeah, don't ever yeah, talk. He got seventh yeah, or eighth. Yeah. People don't ever talk about that. So yeah. I feel like he's always been in the just behind the real front runners. And then it's like that zone where you you don't get talked about much. And I just feel like from the guys he was battling on a 250, those are guys that are now winning. Or you look at Zacho, who won titles. Um, Joey's right there. And if he can just get a couple breaks, I think he can do it. I don't think he's intimidated by the by the pressure. Um, you know, maybe his personality over the years might have hurt him a little bit to get different rides. But I think he's worked on that. I think he's worked on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, look, I raced him for a lot of years and – don't want to say I'm a, I'm a big fan of him, but I love that story that he's building. And if he can get back on a factory yeah. team and have some really good equipment, I think he, yeah. he could be a solid top five guy. Torn ACL, the injury at JGR was bad. The ankle heel, all that was bad. Um, he talked about, like, uh, uh, on the show a couple weeks ago, he had a bone growth on his hip and his mm-hmm. leg was bumping it and knocked it off in the middle yeah, of the he's race. He's been and, through it, huh? Dude, and still ha- performs. He still goes to the Red Bull and gets yeah. a. But, but JT, like as much as JB says, he'd like to see three bikes. Uh, we don't think that's happening. And you know, there's a new team popping up with uh, uh, Forrest Butler's ex partner uh, Mark, whatever. He's, Lane. Lane. He's starting a team, but that team is the one that folded and left Joey and Max and McElrath out of the out of you know rides. So who knows if there's hard feelings there or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you got to figure that Bogle gets a spot over there. Colt Nichols looks pretty good. I'm sorry. I don't, my point is I don't see a yeah. home. I don't see a home for Joey there for a few reasons. I don't see a home on a factory team. Uh, JT, where could he go? What could he do? Well, I think you just have to be opportunistic and you continue to put yourself at the front and you run around in a convincing second place finish at Redbud and do things like that. And, and, Doors that you don't think are open somehow find their way open. Um, that doesn't mean he's going to be signed and sealed and delivered by the end of August on a factory team. I, you know, I, I, I agree with you. It, it's not there, there's not a lot of openings, but people get hurt. Dynamics change, and if you are the first alternate for that factory level spot, more times than not, you're going to end up with some sort of deal. And just like JB said, if you can find yourself there get some sort of deal like you don't even have to get paid much at all there are other ways to go make money right like you could if you're on a factory team inside that truck alongside jason anderson and adam cincerillo or whatever the situation is you will find your way to get money because sponsors find that valuable um and then you have the equipment and the opportunity to do well so i certainly think he's deserving um it, it hasn't hasn't been an easy road but again like that ride that second place moto finish that's not common. Like that's way, way, way above average. And most people can't do that. And I, I can promise you people walking back to the truck after that first motor, are like, God, we need to find a way to probably think about Savachi for next year. Even if they don't necessarily have a way to do it. Mm-hmm. I like just, people don't get second like that. That's not, that's not normal. Yeah. I just think if you look back over the last, just say a handful of years, even we well, got third, but anyway, yeah. Point, oh, yeah. yeah. Point well, he taken. ran second for yeah. a really long time. Yeah. Yep. yeah. But Joey's been in this situation several times. Right. And then he's kind of, left from on the outside looking in and then okay then he gets goes to a lesser team gets injured have to claw his way back he gets that factory opportunity again he performs 
oh, guess what? There's no spot on a factory team. Oh, you're on a lesser team. Like, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So sooner or later, it's going to be like, dang, what do I have to do to keep this? I'm getting podiums as a fill-in. I'm Like, that's where I think it's it's really, really difficult to do after an ACL injury to claw your way back, yeah. to still believe in yourself. So well, that's why I say I hope – look, third third bike's tough, right? There's way more to it than just paying the rider and yeah. all that. Yep. But if there was any way to do it, he'd be the perfect guy for it. Uh, you know, Bogle's had the same kind of stuff too. Bogle's been yep. out of it a few times where you're like, dude, his head injuries, yep. he's not the same guy. And, he, you know, now we're in a down part for, for yep. JB. But, uh, you know, then he's come back and won heat races. And he's come mm-hmm. back and, you know, been top ten. You're like, dude, this guy doesn't yeah. stop. He doesn't quit, right? Yeah. Uh, and Savachi's showing it the same way. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, where he goes. Uh, we haven't talked 250s tonight here on the show. Let's talk about that. Uh, Justin, I'll start with you. Uh, yeah, Jet was pissed that he didn't have the red plate anymore. And he just went and showed everybody. Fastest time. Let every lap in both motos but one. One, one on the day. <laughs> Give me that red plate back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he definitely controlled the day, and it was interesting watching the second moto when when Levi, or even first moto, Shimoda yeah. kind of was yeah. was pulling up on him. He's so – he's just a young veteran. It's unbelievable. He can pick it up any, at any time, and typically a young kid like him is just full gas the whole time. You saw it with Stu. You know, you see it year yeah. after year with some young guys with that talent. It, well, you don't see that talent very often, but when you do, it's typically Carmichael they go for broke yeah. and yeah. they may crash. He's just like, I'm going to do just enough to win, and yeah. I might win by three seconds or 30 seconds, but I'm going to beat you, and, oh, you're going to pressure me for a little bit? Oh, watch this. I'll turn it up in these four turns, and mm-hmm. I'm going to pull 10 bikes on you. It's yeah. like, yeah. it's incredible to watch. And then the way he goes through the sand and the way he floats over the bumps is like, he, he he's he's special. He really is. He reminds me of Kenny a little bit. I like to see him, uh, if he can keep the revs down on a 450 like Kenny. Yeah. His momentum, his roll speed in turns insane, is yeah. nuts, and yeah. Kenny's the same way. Just, yep. I'm going to hit this roll, this rut, and just be out of the turn in no time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, JT, that was a damn – and that was a statement from Jet Lawrence, I think. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. You know, outside of the, the mechanical failure, he would have won every overall this year. And it, he's done it every kind of way you can do it. You know, he's gone out and just dominated like he did at Fox Raceway and he did this weekend. I would say, you know, Fox Raceway was more where he was just really never challenged at all. Um, he's had to persevere through sickness and not winning the motos and just being the most consistent guy and kind of just waiting guys out throughout motos. If he doesn't necessarily have the pace, he's had to chase down his brother and best him in a, you know, battle for the ages at high point. Like he's, he's showing us that he's versatile he doesn't have to just blow everybody away with blinding speed. And if he's not at 100%, he can still find a way to get it done. Like, it's just – it's pretty incredible. Um, same point that, that Justin's making, but there's a level of maturity in him that is, I don't know, 10 years past where he should be. And you never see him panic if Joe c- catches up to him, if Levi catches – you know, Levi Kitchen catches up to him. He doesn't freak out. He doesn't force himself into a mistake. He just kind of like susses out what they're doing. And whether it's subconsciously or not, he just kind of picks up his own intensity. And is like, all right, I'll see your pace and match you. And then, oh, yeah, guess what? You can't sustain this anymore. Now, now I'm going to pull away. Like, it's, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know how he's doing that. And I want to ask him this weekend about that specifically. If it's something that in the moment he realizes that he's doing and is, purposely enacting 
or is it just something that comes to him instinctively? You know, is it, I just want to kind of know the mechanics going on inside his brain at the time. If it's like, okay, I need to up the pace here to match this. Or if it's just like, no, instinctively, like I got to go faster. You know, I, I don't know. I, that, it would be cool to hear him kind of express that verbally about what's going on mid Bodo. Yeah. One thing I was thinking JT, and I don't know if you agree, but you wonder if it comes from Johnny O and, and some of it has to happen instinctually, right? Like being that young, you can't just, somebody tells you something and you just automatically do it like that comes with the experience and, and, and such. But, Johnny O being so experienced in racing two wheels, I think of, at, you know, obviously Osho race mountain bikes at a high level. It's almost like a mountain bike race. You can sense the guy catching you, but you know the work that he did to catch you. And then once he gets to you, you just, you know, gas it for 30 seconds or whatever and, and you break him. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's almost like Jet's doing that on purpose. Like, okay, I'll let Levi kind of catch me a little bit, but he, you know he's going you know, wide or Joe, open or and, Joe, yeah, or Joe, Joe. Yeah, and yeah. then, okay, they're going to catch me. Oh, I've been chilling this whole time. And you know, my heart rate's 10 beats lower than yours. Now I'm just going to, you know, be on it for, like I said, 30 seconds or whatever. And you, and you drop them and, and it kind of demoralizes them that it they is. did all that work to catch you. Yeah. And mentally and emotionally, it just crushes the yeah. guy that is like, got so excited that he was reeling. Yeah, exactly. And they realize that that guy has another gear left yeah. and you're like, Fault hope, oh, huh? okay. We're done. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, certainly something. Uh, Justin Brayton brought you by Decal Works tonight. Pulp MX is the code to save with uh, decalworks.com. Uh, JT, we were talking earlier. You guys were SoCal Gear teammates. You and yeah. JT. Yeah. <laughs> we oh, were. Yeah. yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> yeah, big time. That was, oh, too. that was peak JT, by the way. Until Ryan Clark landed on him, that was JT's comeback season. To kind of be uh, in a top would, privateer. No, that wasn't peak JT. It was it peak JT. Peak, it was peak no, JT. Was Dude, he was good. JT, you were Subway good. Subway Honda peak JT. Yeah, that was sellout JT. That was rock star JT. Yeah, yeah. Sell what out? years was yeah, Subway Honda JT? What, what year was uh, that? Oh, end of 02 until the end of 06. That year, before Ryan Clark broke his wrist, he was good. I was good that year. You're right. Tortelli, like. Yeah. Cracked the whip. Like I was, I was in really good shape. Yeah. Um, SoCal gear. Yamahas. Yamahas. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty-two. Yep. Yamaha. Yep. 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 Well, you could have said thirty-two a number of times. Yeah. Thirty-one. Thirty-two. Thirty-three. Thirty-six. Whatever. Yeah. What was peak JT in your opinion? Oh man. Um, I don't know. None of it was very good, honestly. Oh uh, come on. You're my idol, dude. I wanted to be like you. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I felt like I was probably at my best um, 05 and 06. Like, it was kind of this convergence of the bike was really good. That 05 and 06 bike was really good. I had been healthy since, like, the <clears throat> middle of 02. Well, like, late 02, I was healthy all the way till... Well, I, I hurt my knee a little bit, but to like 08, I was like, so I had this really big run of just kind of getting stronger and faster. And you know, it is just like, you just keep stacking building blocks and, you, and your moment, you know, build this momentum and your fitness base gets stronger. And like, you just never kind of stop getting better. Yeah. Um, so like, it was just like this long run of like consistency and getting stronger. And I was riding with, got back to riding with Timmy and then Chad came around and he really helped me a lot. Like, with track and technique and I don't know. So I would say somewhere around then, like I was racing in Europe a lot and I was really like peaking. Like I did, I would go over there and feel like I was going to, I was going to win no matter what, like didn't care. If I went to Montreal, if I went to Europe, if I went wherever, those guys were in deep trouble. And, um, 
yeah, then whatever. I got hurt in 08, and it was kind of like the end of it from yeah, there. Yeah, but... 02. 02. 02. 02 was good. I, I agree with you in 02. It just was such a short run because I got on – I separated my shoulder right before the series started, and then I had like a six-race run where I was like right around 8 to 11, like battling with Nick and kind of was like getting progressing quickly, and then it was gone. Like it was like a six-week deal, and then it was over. So um, I agree with you, but it was just so fast. It didn't feel like it was uh, was kind of like gone before it started. By the way, we figured out tonight that JB's done for American Supercross, at least full-time anyways. He's the last rider that was racing when I was a mechanic. Oh, wow. Yeah, very sad. <laughs> very sad day. Yeah. You're the only one that worries about these things and, like, lets it get them bummed out. It's just depressing because 04, you, 04 right? 04 was a fill-in, yeah. Yeah, so my last year was 05. Yeah. <clears throat> so 04 yep. and 05, I was a mechanic still, and then now you're gone, and that's it. That's it. Hang up the yeah, tool. I feel like yeah. you, should, you should be celebrating that because look at your life now versus then. Dude. I had it going on back then. Okay. okay. <laughs> you got it, yeah. Your Champ- clear sunglasses and making no money. And, Champagne yeah, showers. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Yeah, on the podium. Right. JT, he just complained for 10 minutes about buying five boxes of sushi. I'm never going yeah. to financially recover from this. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Uh, you, should, I, you guys should see how many thousands of boxes it would take to stack to the ceiling. <laughs> uh, we're going to be here a while. Yeah, I haven't touched on that yet, but I probably should at some point. Oh yeah, the ceilings are tall. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah that, that'd be a unique take. Yeah, it'd be an interesting. Yeah, take. that'd be yeah. that'd be, be a I new never, one. Never yeah. heard that one before. Yeah. Uh, MXDN. Let's talk a little bit about that. So, I from what I hear, I talked to somebody today that's talked to a lot of people. It's down to Craig or Barsha for the MX2 spot right now. No Anderson. No, nah, it doesn't seem like it. Really? Yeah, there's a little bit of. A little bit of, uh, hey, Cowie doesn't want to ride Mitch's bike because it's not a Cowie, you know, you know, a little bit of that going not on. A, not a Cowie? Like not a factory Cowie and they have to develop their own bike. And, yeah, just a little bit of that mm. going on from what I hear. Just well, we know that out there. certain people over at that team don't love this event. Nope, nope, they don't. Hmm. Um, Is it still a monster event, though? Yeah, but I don't think, doesn't matter. I don't think they care that much. But I think if Anderson got selected to 450s, they would go. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But MX2, I think, adds a whole, you know, issues for everybody, sponsorship-wise and everything. Mm-hmm. But I hear it's Craig or Barsha right now. Um, hmm. Craig's definitely wants to do it. Barsha wants to do it. I'm on the Barsha bandwagon. This weekend didn't help us out. It was sort of an average race for, for 51. Craig was great. Um, Craig's heavier. Starbucks better, though. I don't know. JB, where are you at? And obviously, Sexton well, and Tomac are the 450 guys. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely the 450 spots. The only thing why I liked Anderson, which I know he might not even be a pick, is I feel like he's the best passer out of those three. And you're going to have to be good at passing, right? No right. matter, you're yeah. not going to get a whole shower. Maybe you are if you, yeah. if you pulled off a miraculous start. But. He's so good at passing and the way he sets people up and, and this and it's that. very creative. Very creative. Yeah. Um, yeah, he'll pass you in spots that you don't even think there's an option to, to pass. So that's why I like him. And it would be fun to tune in. Like I just, as a fan, yeah. right now I'm just speaking pure yeah. uh, of being a fan. That would be fun to watch. I would say out of Barsha and Craig, you go Barsha because he's not far behind Anderson on passing. Uh, he'll make contact. He'll... Rev his bike. He's He'll let really you know he's there. Before the, the MSDN, yeah, Barsha's. he's got a lot of heart yep. for sure. Yep. Um, 
I think the yeah the star bike is probably a little bit better. Uh, it's been a long time since Craig has raced a 250 in motocross, so I would say give the nod to to Barsha by a little bit. But I think Craig could do a good job. He's he is a good starter. Yep. Craig is a really good starter. The, the so, reasoning I heard today was for Craig, and obviously he's a great rider, so we, we mm-hmm. know that. Star really supports this event really well. Yeah. And Craig rode a 250 this year in Supercross. Yeah. I don't see that being the equivalent. Like, I don't see that. Like, yeah. look at Craig's 250 motocross results. Yeah. Not great. I think he's too smart. He's too preci- precise of a guy to, 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 to ride a 250 the way you need to do it. That's in my opinion. Now he can do, do it, of do course. You guys, yeah. Do you guys worry a little bit about uh, experience at this race with this level of pressure and – situationally that that would make me lean towards Barsha more um he's proven so many times that he rises to the occasion at this event and he doesn't really care about the pressure or it doesn't affect him at all I just think this race is going to be like the ultimate pressure cooker of an event because there's going to be a hundred thousand people there and it's on USA soil and everybody expects us to be in the mix to win. Like that's just a lot oh, yeah. to take in your first time. That that's yeah. a little bit worrisome for me. Mm-hmm. I agree. Where yeah, Barsha, I don't have that concern really. Do you have that concern with Anderson? No, because he's oh, okay. done it, right? He right. he raced, he knows what this event is about. I just worry about Christian in in that moment. And maybe he'd be fine. I don't know, but that's just a question that I think should be asked. Right. In this environment, at this race, your first time is you know if, if it's everything else is equal is, does that matter you know what i think about with barsha too and typically in the gp stuff i don't know if they'll reconfigure that first turn but he was inside gate for red Bud, even the 450 class i just picture if they gave him the first gate pick he's there on a 250 don't you think jt that very inside gate if it's open and he got two really good starts uh, yeah I, I this year i don't know man I, I don't know i never know what the strategy is like you know, Steve and I always battle about this on, on race day every year. It's like, who's going to go where and why? And I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's a, a lot of rhyme or reason to it. Um, it's like any sort of hard and fast rule. So like given the small bike, the, the gate pick, you mean? Yeah. A lot yeah. of times we've, we've not, we've given it to the 450, and then what ends up happening to team USA is they give it to the 450. And he gets a bad start anyway. And then you've yeah. you got two guys with bad starts. So it was just interesting yeah. this year. Tomac hole shotted by the box. That's typically pretty far out. Yeah. The only thing that I think is on TV, you remember like even Phoenix this year, Eli was next to to the box when it was a split start. Yeah, but you he, could, s- yep. he heard the gate. Yeah, you can yeah. hear the gate. Yeah. I heard the air at the Red Bud start, and I wonder if it was from that. Oh. Because that's far out. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. pretty far yeah. out yeah. now, yeah. the, yeah. the Red Bud start going by the by the box. So you wonder if there was a little bit of a sound or you know, geez, you would hate to gamble on that uh, and hope there was a sound, right? Well, you would know before it happens, right? From qualifying races, and yeah. you would know if you could hear it. Yeah, but I guess. Yeah. What a, I guess going back to that, if Barsha's inside gate, they gave him first gate pick or whatever. Could Tomac still go by the box? I think so, right? How many gates is that? Twenty gates. Yeah. Yep. So. So uh, all right. So so you would go. You would go Anderson, Craig, and Barsha. Or Anderson, Barsha, Craig, in that yep. order. Yep. I'd go Barsha, Anderson, Craig. Yep. And Cooper would be my fourth choice, the way he's going. He's, you know, had a decent Southwick. But, and, JT, yeah. what would your choices be? I think I'm leaning Barsha right now. 
Um, the Anderson one thing's interesting. I don't, I don't have any issue with putting Anderson on there. The Craig one, I, before last week, I had never even considered it, so I'm still trying to like wrap my head around that one a little bit. I know he was one of the best 250 Supercross riders I've ever watched, like, and, and I say that with full <laughs> conscience. Like, he, he was incredible in Supercross at times. But I don't know that that necessarily matters. You know, like it's, yeah. it's not the same. Um, so I don't think it's like a – I'm not going to, like, rail against that pick. I, it just was not even on my radar until last week. So I probably – I'm not going to just put him at the top of my list so soon. But he is riding incredibly well. I mean, I think this is the best season indoors and out he's ever had. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, and he, I mean, he probably should be on that list. I think he's just a better 450 outdoor guy. It's just you got to shut your brain off. 250 motocross. You got to, you know, not worry about where the bike's going. Pin mm-hmm. it. He's too, like, I need lines. I need, and that's why a 450 power works so good for him. He can put it where he wants. He can be more in control. He's a bigger dude. I just, I, I, I think it's obvious that he's a better 450 motocross rider. Yeah. For I all agree. the reasons we just talked about, you know. So I would, I would, you know, not put him on a 250, but Star supports the event and, you know, all of that. So, uh, by the way, JT, he's looking for a gear deal. He'd be perfect for fly. He's got the kids. He's got the vlog. He's got the wife. Fly racing. Christian Craig. I hear you. I, I was told uh, months ago that he had signed a gear deal and was off the table. So that was uh, kind of the last that's, I heard of it. Well, what I'm hearing, that's bizarre. That's a mixed up mixed up messages here. We got to figure this out. Yeah. And my source was pretty good. Okay. So yeah. I don't I'm, know what to tell well, you. So was mine. <laughs> so was mine. I, I know. I know. I know it was. So I don't know. Maybe maybe my source knows that I'm in the media. So just you know, it doesn't want to tell me anything, <laughs> right? Like it actually, you know, it does matter what you guys know at Fly, and it doesn't really matter what I know. Yeah, and yeah. like I would be more curious if something did fall through there. Like we would, I would have thought we'd have been contacted right away yeah. in the, the, that occurrence. But I mean, it's, that's been two months. We got you got all that, JB's money. So. It's all freed up yeah. right there. You know. JB, will you be in fly for for World Supercross? Is this do we do we do, we yes. need, do you need me to call Max? No, I don't think we need to call. I can I can I can bust out the deals. I mean, we could, but I think it's pretty much hashed okay. out. Did right. you did you get did you get the number that you were cuz I was I was going round and round with Max about this number that you you and him were trying to get to. Well, you were trying to get to Max <laughs> yeah. trying to keep you from it. Yeah, we're 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 close. We're close. We're close enough, <laughs> okay. JT. All right. Max is trying good. to keep you from that number. <laughs> yeah. You know? And and that's not yeah. cool. If Max you, is yeah. like a hockey goalie. Yeah. <laughs> if you need help, but that's call me, man. I, I do my own deals. You're you're the guy for yeah. the job? Okay. Yeah, okay. I've got it. JT, would that help or hurt? Steve? No, keep him far yes. away. Okay. No, 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 no. Exactly. Oh, oh no, no, no. Oh, no, no. I uh, also want to thank the folks at Wiseco as well. They've been manufacturing pistons right here in the USA for over 80 years. They support teams like Factory Honda, Club MX, uh, and more. Uh, A-Ray and Cade use uh, Wiseco pistons, so you know the amount of A-Ray revs it. You know the pistons got to be good. Durability testing. Durability <laughs> testing. What do you want? Two-stroke or four-stroke? Wiseco is a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. Who taught A-Ray how to ride with the clutch in, the throttle open, and drag the rear brake? I have no who, idea. Who taught him that? <laughs> like a stunt rider? Yeah. Is that did Gary Poor Bailey? Is that, a, is that a Donnie Hansen thing? Is, is, is someone that, at Sturgis no. doing burnouts. <laughs> <laughs> 
Weisco is expanding the line now through Racer Elite, connecting rods developed through the work with the Supercross and Motocross race teams. Uh, Weisco.com to find products for your machine. Also on PulpamexShow.com, uh, there's a code to save with Weisco. Two-stroke, four-stroke pistons. Save with Weisco. It's uh, super easy to do. And also, of course, Fly Racing bringing you uh, Jason Thomas on the show. The LE uh, is out, and uh, get it if you can. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, all right, what else? Um, what JT, else? you okay. get to pick one of these guys for the next two years. Who do you pick? Romano, Volan, Thrasher, or LeBlanc? Who Who do you go with? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two years. I think I go. The, so I this year, or twenty three and twenty four. Twenty three and twenty four. Okay, all right. I think I go Thrasher because he has shown me a few times now that he can win in this class. And the other guys, not that they can't, but it's still a question mark. I don't know. Now, I also don't know how to consistently get that level out of Thrasher, but I know it exists. Like it's there. Uh, that Salt Lake win was. Really impressive. Yeah, that was the Atlanta, great. The, yeah, the Atlanta rides in 21 and 22 were incredible. So I know it's there, and I think with the right cultivation, it, it could become more of a consistent thing, kind of like Kitchen is showing now. Um, so just for that fact alone, like winning is, is a hard thing to do, and not everybody will ever get to that level where they can win. Like they can be good, but can they win? Um, and Thrasher's shown it several times now. You think Thrasher has three career 250 Supercross wins. None of those guys you talked about are even close, you know? Yeah, but it's interesting if you just – look, you can't take those three away. Yeah. But let's do it anyways. Okay. They're kind of equal. Like, it's weird. Those three races are so, – it yeah. seems like such an anomaly, oh, yeah. you know? And, and yep. he was incredible. Yep. He was like a, a championship caliber guy in those three races. But everything else, even this – we're just talking about motocross now. It's like, man, what's going on? Uh, what do you think about Romano starting up front? He's not afraid of that, right? Like, and that's you can't really teach that. So I like that. But why do you think he can't stay there? He's obviously training with those guys. He can obviously do thirty minutes. Is it just immaturity and racecraft, or uh, think, and do you think, think he'll figure it out? I think they're getting worn out. I think they're six races deep into a season. You know, and, and uh, you know, Steve, I think, made this point, or somebody did the other day, where these guys are used to racing, like, a, a national or two, and then they get this long break to recover, go home, they practice, and then they go back to some other amateur national for a week, and then they go home again. Like, it, it's hard. Travel, nonstop racing, you really don't recover fully ever unless you really know what you're doing. Um, and I think that's just showing up on Saturdays. And they'll get stronger, right? They're they're going to mature and their bodies are going to grow into the fitness level it takes to be a hundred percent every Saturday. But I, to me, it's just more that like, it's just, they're yeah. getting a little bit worn down. Okay. Can I stick up for Maximus here? Like the stage is yours. I, okay. I'm a, I like Talon. I like everything Talon's about on the bike, off the bike. Like I'd really, he self-made career, right? Mm -hmm. uh, one stuff and, and everything else. He, they knew he wasn't ready. Yeah. They knew it. They gave him a three year deal. He's there next year. They knew he wasn't ready. He's led nationals uh, a couple times, I think. His very first one. Yeah. Supercross this year was a disaster. But Supercross last year, before he got hurt, okay, six, seven, you know. Got the pedigree. Got the program. I mean, are we writing him off too soon? I don't no, know. No. I was only allowed to pick one guy. 
No, I was allowed to pick one. Yeah, guy. but that that, if it. you don't pick them, that means you're shitting on the other ones. No, I'm kidding. Not at all. I know. So uh, I think, like, I don't know. I don't. I hear a lot of people bummed at Max social media stuff, uh, industry pit guys, you know. And I'm just like, wait, wait, like, yeah, I don't know, because he's not I mean, on a Supercross star bike. Was bad. Supercross was bad. Oh, Supercross was terrible. I've seen, I've seen some rides from him this summer that were way under the radar. Like High Point, point, High point he was came great. from like last. He yeah. came from like last to the top ten. So rides like that, even though no one leaves there talking about it because he wasn't the story, the story was Hunter and Jet, there's enough there. And for the, the people that matter, Ian Harrison and Roger and people writing checks, they see that stuff. And that to me, that stuff goes a long way. To be able to blow through the entire field and catch up to the back, I think he even passed like Justin Cooper in that moto. That's a pretty big deal, like to have that resiliency. So, yeah, I don't. There's nothing to write off there. He's dipped into Baker's program here and there, but mostly they're they're doing their own thing, you know. And I like mm-hmm. that. I'm not a believer in that 250 side over there of the Baker's program. Show me something. Yep. Haven't seen it. I think the star bikes. Anybody on a star bike hasn't should be better than what these guys are doing outside of the kitchen and Cooper, right? So that I, I looked at those kids and I'm like. Uh, look, they're kids. They're six races in. You're not writing anybody off like JT said, but you'd like to see more. Uh, Why do you on put those bike? guys in a category? You think that bike is so much better than I like think that bike KTM? is better. Maybe not so much better, but is yeah. better. And and puts you in a spot to get a start, puts you in a spot to get a qualifying time. So LeBlanc should be doing better than Folan? No, 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 but closer. You think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, closer. I tell you what, the uh, the Honda has really turned a corner engine yeah, wise. Yeah, I mean they're getting starts every time, both of them every time Since, now. Mm-hmm. Look, the Geico thing, no one was that happy over there with the motors. They got better. They were good for sure. But Honda taking that program in house has taken that thing to another level. Yeah, without a doubt. Yep, yeah, yeah, they look really good. And no slam against the Geico guys because they were trying and they were making it. But you yeah. wonder if it was just so many bikes they didn't have time to. Yeah. For development now, it's two guys. All the development is into that. Yep. You know, just that program. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I thought Honda was going to farm that thing out, and I heard they're not. Like they're fine. Yeah. Everything's great. I heard, I heard it's on the horizon of doing it again. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Again. I, I yep. talked to somebody yeah, during beginning of Supercross. They're like, "No, man, this is this is what yeah. we're doing." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just recently, I've heard that right. that's what they would like to do. It's a lot of money <laughs> to carry all yeah. of that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I could see that. I could see them wanting to do it. Well, and I think I think they also realize that they have Sexton and Jet coming on the horizon where they're going to be year in and year out championship in contention or winning it. Yep. And I think they're probably going to want to put all their focus into that. That yep. that would be my guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Honda's having a great year. I yep. mean, you know, they didn't win a Supercross title, but like 450, mm-hmm. but you know, they like Paulo was amazing, one two, one two. Race winners, cool. and now they got this all stuff. Uh, so it's been great. Uh, all right, JT. Uh, one, more, one more question. Oh, okay. Is that okay? Uh, yes. Go ahead, sir. Uh, for both of you, do we see Dungey next summer, or any more than this uh, summer? Just talking about this with somebody. I don't think so. You don't think? I, I think this is yeah. He's gonna okay. get it out of his system. JT. I don't know, man. It's an interesting question. I think there's a good chance because of how much fun he's having. Yeah. I, I have not seen him this summer on his bike, off his bike in with a helmet on, not, not with it on without a smile on his face. I'm not kidding. Like he, on he's airplane, unbelievable. He's yeah. unbelievable. He is smiling the entire time. And I was around him a lot, not like hanging out with him, but I, I saw him all the time before 
and he was never smiling. Yeah. So he hated to me. me, it looks like he's really enjoying this. So it wouldn't shock me at all if you saw him next summer because I don't think that Cooper Webb has any intentions of being around next summer. Oh, yeah. So he, they could there could very well be an open bike again. Perfect fit, right? He uh, Coop Supercross only, and then AP and Dunge for. He, He's next been summer? getting sevens and eights and showing up at the media corral and being like, man, you know, it's good bison. We're getting close to the front. Yeah. You're having a good time. I'm just like. And he has got a taste of the front. Oh, I mean, yeah. he's almost been on the he podium. He led a lap at high yeah. point. Led a lap at high awesome. point. Uh, cost me my fantasy points, 25 FFL. <laughs> um, he used to hate me, and we're, we're bros. He's so stoked. He's unbelievable. I love to see him. I think it's great. Remember when he blocked Pete? Yeah. Yeah, he blocked him. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. Blocked our. I don't reckon. Uh, I don't. No recollection of that. <laughs> and it gets to be blocked by your hero. By your hero. He loved Dunch. <laughs> oh, really? He loved Dunch. He made a crude comment. Uh oh. Present tense. I still do love him. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then blo- Dunch blocked him. <laughs> no way. Yes. And it was a comment out of love. But, oh, uh, God. Oh, it's great. Just crushed. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, Pete. It was hard times. <laughs> we got through it, though. Yeah, we did. Yep. Well, ordering $16 sushi rolls. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably Living helped. the dream. Uh, all right, JT. Uh, thanks for calling in. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Always appreciate it. And let's get that Craig deal done. Let's, let's you know, we got, we're losing JB. Zacho is gone. We got to get a 450 guy. I think you got bad info. We got we to gotta get a 450 guy. I, I, I understand. I just, <laughs> we got to get to the bottom of what the hell's going on with this Christian Craig info first. Uh, I'll, I'll, put, I'll put us on a group text tomorrow a.m. Please do it. I will call I him love, out. I would love to do I that. I mean, I will add, call my source out. Sorry, I will call my source, my source out. <laughs> Let's get my source, your source, CC, and myself on a group text tomorrow. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll my get to the bottom Yeah, of all right. We got to get – I mean, he fits the fly image. He's got the vlogs. Great. He's got the kid. I understand. We were we were having conversations about it. I get it. And, dude, he looks good on a bike. He'd look, make fly look good. Yeah, he's incredible. I, I mean, yeah, there's, there's, that's, none of that is in question. I was right. just told he's – Signed and done. Well, who else can we get, JB? I don't know, man. I mean, uh, we can get should Joey. I do another one? Should I just? Yeah, come back. Come back. Keep come it back. going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come back. As your as your wife is just like yeah, giving the, the <laughs> kill Nicoletti like your dead sign. Yeah. No, yeah. listen, Lindsay Dungey was like she came out on her Instagram, being like, I don't like this, but Ryan's doing it. Like, yeah. what, you know, so yeah, it was great. All right, thanks, man. Thanks for calling. All right, guys. See you, JT. Yeah. All right, that's Jason Thomas, everybody, uh, on the uh, on the Pulp Mix Show, flyracing.com. Uh, Race Tech, round of the night. Racetech.com, Pulp 22 is the code to save. Thanks to folks at Race Tech. Great work. You ever use Race Tech? I did, yeah. Somewhere Arena along the line, yeah. right? Yeah, yep. way back when. Uh, great guys over there, and uh, yeah, they do good work. Get your suspension. I mean, JB, get your oil change for these people. Get got to get your oil change. Get the seals and the bushings. Get the right springs. Right. I mean, come on. Come on. What are we doing? Yeah. Make your bike love you. That's right. With Racetech. Racetech.com. Pulp 22 is the code to save. My Racetech rant. It's Team USA. It's Team USA. Like, they, they came to me. I don't know if I told the story on the show or not. They came to me during Supercross and said, hey, man, great work with all your fundraising for this Yamaha LCQ race, by the way. Bad move, bad move, letting Chisholm, but we'll get, that's another, you know, we've already <laughs> talked about that. You've raised so much money. You have a great listenership. You have great power uh, of li- raising money for good causes, which I do. And I thank you people for all of that, for watching and listening and all that. They said, we want to make some merch and have a website and sell merch. And all that money goes to Team USA. And, you know, you can promote it and help us out and pump it up. And, you know, Team USA needs money. AMA doesn't cover much. 
right? It is very expensive to go. Even the red bud, it's expensive to go and, and all this. And they said, we want to help you. We want you to help them out. And I said, no, just I like that. I said, no. And they looked at me and like, I like those guys that asked me. They're good guys. Mm-hmm. I said, no. And they're like, what? I'm like, you guys have lost eight years in a row. Like any coach would be fired. And I <laughs> yeah. love Raj. Raj has done a great job for Team USA. When no one gave a shit in 1981, Raj was there, and he has done a, such a fantastic job. But he's working for a competitor that the other people don't trust, okay, the other teams. It's, it's a natural rivalry. Mm-hmm. We have other OEM people that don't want to work with Raj because they don't want to tell him anything, and they don't want him to know anything because mm-hmm. he works for the enemy now, which he always did. But I guess it's a little more Austrian-Japanese uh, thing, you know? I think it's a little more of that. Yeah. And Raj, team doesn't pit together anymore. There's been dubious choices made. Inside gates left open. Tires not changed after a sloppy parade lap on a metal grate. Rider selection not great. No outside the box thinking. None of this. And USA is getting their ass kicked year after year after year. And again, put Raj on the team as an ambassador. Have him there. Guy's experience is worth something. But we got to make a change. And putting a 450 guy on a 250, which sounds like it may happen, mm-hmm. is something that should have been done many years ago. Look, I'm not shitting on Aaron Plessinger here. He's a great dude, okay? And he just got third. Good work by AP. Mm-hmm. He was a double champion in the 250 class. And that's awesome. But since in the 450 class, he's been an average 6th to 7th place guy or worse, right? Yep. So, yes, he was a double champion in MX2, but you know who were better? Six other guys. In the 450 class, because that's the elite of the elite. But yet we just line up the MX2 guy year after year, no matter how good he is, truly good. You know, we don't really know. Sure, if he's a great rider, but we pick him, we pick these guys, and it just doesn't work. And we make these dubious choices, and Raj gets the team. Red, you know, we got other managers not even on the same uh, radio signals as Team USA guys because they don't want to talk to Raj. Like, it's a disaster. It's dysfunctional. It's political bullshit dysfunction everywhere and i don't want to help <laughs> and i'm sorry but get yeah. your shit straight team usa figure this out have meetings have a boot camp before have the riders pit together work together have some strategy put the mx2 guy on the inside you know d- all of this stuff france has its own boot camp before yeah, the race just I mean, a little effort you just want to see some effort i just and again like after eight years make some changes yeah Make some changes. Pick a 450 guy for the MX2 bike. Pick a different manager. Do something different. And they don't. And I ain't helping. That's my race tech round of the night. It's a good one. It's a good one. I ain't helping. I don't want to. I I don't believe. I told them. Change things, man. And I'll be on board. But I've been yelling and screaming on this show for years. And Team USA keeps getting its head kicked in. They didn't podium at Redbud. (laughs) For God's sake, they didn't podium at (laughs) Redbud. I would have bet my tall ceilings that they would podium a red bud if you'd said, hey, man, we're going to take your house away if they don't make the podium or we'll give you another house or, you know, whatever. I'll be like, deal. Because if you're telling me they ain't going to podium a red bud, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't even come close. Yep. Valid Ch- points, Steve. Valid points. Race tech around the night. Yep. Change it up. Do anything. Put marks in charge. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Great race tech rant. Thank you. Who do you put in charge? charge, By the way, who are you putting in charge? Let's help a little bit. So, Um, give them some. Okay, uh, J Bone. Now working for the AMA. Okay. 
can you know he's been on the winning teams. He's had experience. Just jump the jumps. So he's just just the, jump the jumps. He's yeah, just jump the jumps. So he's kind of the manager, but more he's the communicator. He's the liaison. Yes. He's talking to Roger. He's, he's talking, talking to Mitch. He's, he's talking. He's talking to the managers, yeah. being like, "What do you guys think? Let's do this." You yeah. know what I mean? We got Cowie at Redbud, not even talking to Roger. I doubt they talk to him all day long. That that doesn't work for me. Yeah, that, that doesn't, doesn't work, work yeah. for me. And you know why? Because they're competitive with Raj. Yeah. And they don't want to tell Raj. Hey, Which makes sense. Honestly, yeah. You can't blame him. No, I can't yeah. blame him. I, I mean, I can a little bit because it did happen for 20 years. Every team talked to each other, you yeah. know. So I can a little bit, but I get it. Yeah, I get it. It's yeah. a reasonable point. Yeah. That Cowie doesn't want to help out Raj, who is going to be racing them for championships in America. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, I get it. But if, if the USA was winning every year, who cares? Screw you, Cowie. We're <laughs> winning every year. But it ain't. They ain't. We ain't. Whatever you want to say, yep. it's not working. Rider choices are shitty. Guys aren't coming through. There's no camaraderie. Teams aren't pitting together. Results are subpar. And they, they just keep rolling out the red carpet. Yep. So, yeah, I'm out. I'm not selling the merch. <laughs> you have some valid points. And yeah. maybe your voice is being heard. Nah, nobody cares. Starts with the 450 rider, right? Riding a 250. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, other yep. countries do it all the time, right? Yep. So, uh, I don't know. That's what I would do. Uh, that's just me. That's my race tech round of the night. Nice. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Upload your resume for free today. It's the first and only job source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates looking to hire people. If you're a company out there and you want to hire a good person, uh, go to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Post your job up. A lot of website traffic, a lot of people looking. you got to start somewhere in the industry, and if you want to get started in the industry, a good place to go. Uh, this is a shop in Matthews, North Carolina called 10 Cycles. Are you familiar? I have heard of them. You have heard it's of a them. Great, it's a great shop in uh, the Charlotte, North Carolina area. And they are looking for a service tech full-time. Independently owned, owned and operated power sports and e-bike dealership in uh, Carolina. And uh, they are looking for uh, a service person for a full-time job, man. And they, uh, they strive for an authentic and enjoyable culture that fosters creativity and autonomy. Yeah. What do you think about that? So the, the only bad thing about this job to me is you've got to work on e-bikes. You've got to work on uh, Levos. Uh, you won't really have to work on them, Steve, because they don't ever need to be worked on. Okay. The Levos are bulletproof. Your program is like with the Levos is the one thing that doesn't really work that well for me. So, you know? Yeah, I know. You're a Taser guy. Yeah. And you know what? The yeah. Levos are great. I'm a specialized guy yeah. through and through. Yeah. But it's like I tell all my buddies I don't care what you ride as long as you ride. You know, so. you have a point, and I, now I feel bad because you're taking the classy way, and I'm not. And yep. now I feel like shit. They the do make goes. a good bike. <laughs> That's the way, the way it, goes. it goes. They do make a good bike. See, I just brought you around. Now you said the is a great bike. They are a good bike. Tasers are better. But, uh, not better, but. MotorcycleNRCJobs.com. <laughs> service tech for 10 cycles. KTM, gas gas, e-bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Great company over Husqvarna, there. Husqvarna, yeah. Right. Husqvarna. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for uh, checking that out, if you can. And uh, let's get to our next guest here. He is uh, coming in studio. He's... Uh, Speaking of techs, he's a motorcycle mechanic legend. I'm hey, kidding. fuck off. And uh, we welcome him back in. Tony Berluti, what's up, man? How are you guys? Thanks for coming in. Yeah, it was cool. Last hey, minute. Busted out the hat. 
Oh like yeah, it. yeah. Who can forget? Super oh, team reunited super here. <laughs> reunited. What a night. Daytona. What a year, actually. What a year. What a year. Oh, no, yeah. It was a great year. Yeah, yeah. you had a good year. Yeah. For sure. Uh, thanks for coming by, Balut. No problem. Appreciate it. Did you hear my, did you hear my U- Team USA rant? I kind of did. You were. I just walked in, and you're going off. Do you agree with it? <laughs> I, well, I kind of caught a little bit of it. You were. Just I, change things up. Yeah. Change it up. Well, it, something happens. Something needs to change for sure. Well, can we get this guy as a team manager? I'd fly the girls in from L.A., boy. <laughs> I mean, he'll fly the girls Just in from L.A. Just fly them in. It might work. You know, I mean. What about anal bleaching? <laughs> he'll ask the hard questions. He'll ask the riders the hard questions. Oh. Uh. Marks, right? Yeah, that's a hard question. Yeah. For sure. He'll I, just I, be don't like, know, I don't know if hey, we have an answer hey, still. Hey, Sexton. What about anal bleaching? <laughs> you know? Like, Sexton knows about the bleach, uh, so yeah. That's good, good yeah, job. he does. Yeah, and then, hey, like, hey, guys, if you want. I'd fly the girls in from L.A., boy. And, <laughs> you know? I mean, you know. It's game on. But, but he'll go. be like, hey, but listen, after I do that, after I do that. I don't think they get a blowjob before the main event. <laughs> no, no BJ's before yeah, the main. Yeah, just make sure they don't do that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Jim got it once. He got yeah. he got yeah. 20th. Buffalo wow. 84. What a show. What a show that was. <laughs> He's a legend. So, uh, yeah, today brought you guys back. Uh, uh, I brought him by your house. Yeah. 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 Berlue was stoked. That was awesome. Yeah. I yeah, was surprised I, and stoked. Yeah. 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 He's absolutely. And, and then he tried to get you back. He's tried to get you back. I tried. I Just tried. Come back. And I, and I, I understand. I understand. I'm glad you understand because, dude, I it was a great year for me my, as well. You know, I and. Joel, my girl that you met today, I mean, same deal. We were going back and forth. I mean, <clears throat> and anyway, so yeah. I just said. Did you, I, did you come close? I was weighing the pros and cons with her going back and forth with her, and yeah. I just said, I just can't do it. I just can't get back on those damn airplanes, <laughs> especially <laughs> with what all was going on and stuff, yeah. the yeah, masking thing. You yeah. know, I'm yeah. just like, I just can't do this. Yeah, yeah. I was banging flight attendants. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would happen on the way to the Disney nations. Jeez. <laughs> what a time Hollywood had. <laughs> How about like, for, and I brought this up a few times, but show 500 with MC and we're talking about the 90s and yeah, Holly. Yeah. And MC was like, dude, I got nothing. nothing for Holly. I got nothing for Holly. <laughs> like he lived in the 90s when he was Showtime and he's tapping wow. out. Like, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, we should get him. Um, there's a few more drops we could use, Marks. Give me a heads up if you if you if you can find them. But I mean, I got I got all kinds. Um, what do you What do you want? I need some Israeli models over there. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> one will right. whip up a titty. <laughs> you know that'd be for the fans. You know that'd be for the fans. When uh, was he on your show? Uh oh, I don't know. Recently or long? Uh, a while couple back. months ago. Yeah, it's coming. Oh, couple really? months ago. Oh, That's cool. Guys. Uh, that was probably a hell of a show. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was great. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kiefer and him did After Dark. Oh my You've god! You've never seen two gentlemen. <laughs> More simpatico than that. <laughs> like you never. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Uh, Tony Baluti brought to you by the folks at Skosh. Skosh Industries and innovators of award-winning consumer technology, power sports, car audio products, and accessories celebrating over 40 years in business. Visit Skosh.com, Pulp 2022 at Skosh, S-C-O-S-C-H-E, Skosh.com to lock your discount on accessories for life. Thank you to the folks at Skosh bringing you uh, Tony Baluti. Also, which camera? I'm um, this camera. 60 jars of Pulp MX queso left. Just sixty wow. jars. You want one? Want one? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll demo it. Pulp Where, Mexico made safe. it for you. Grillyourassoff.com. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, the, so thanks to those guys and uh, they made you special queso. Queso blanco. Pulp Mex. Really? Yeah. The gr- the grill 
yeah, the grill, grill things. Your ass off. Those yeah. are good too. They I use good. those. Yeah, they are good. I and grill make, a lot, and they make good queso. Yeah, I'll give so it a Papa demo. Mex- Papa Mexico saves you. Uh, please check it out if you can. There's also a Madus uh, a bid on there as well. Uh, thanks to the folks at Maxima USA. Love the guys at Maxima. Nine twenty seven, best selling performance two stroke oil in most markets around the world. And uh, as well, they got the Maxima four stroke oil that Monster Energy Kawasaki uses. Mitch Payton uses as well. The new formula is available through riders, riders worldwide. They've got the Peak system in there, unique and exclusive. The Maxima uh, favorite Maxima product, Blue SC one, yeah. Got to go SC one underneath your arms everywhere. Good. <laughs> spray it all over. Jeez, yeah. wow. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that, but actually, our, our dog needed a uh, uh, our dog needed a, a bath, and I said just spray it with SC one. Yeah, that's great, right? <laughs> Profilter, profilter.com, pulp20, the code to save at Maxima USA, pulp20, code to save at profilter.com. Sold through uh, Power Sports dealers nationwide. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use premium air filter, oil filter for your next service. I got a pre-oiled Pro Filter in my Blue Crew. Pop it out, throw it away, put a new one in. Just toss it. Done yeah. with it. Done with it. Done. That's, that's what we yeah. used. Moving yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Profilter, Motor Concepts as well. Probably yeah. had one in there when you won Daytona. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So thanks to Profilter, Pulp Twenty is the code to save with those guys. Uh, Tony Bellini, Justin Brayton in studio. So uh, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna spring this. I'm gonna ask him first. Uh, so I'm gonna spring this on you. You can look at the results if you want, Berlut. Uh Biggest surprise, JB, for both classes. Do you think? Like, what do you, what what are you thinking for biggest surprises? Surprise for me in the 250 class. He's not great in points, but I like Hammaker. Like the first three rounds or so. Okay. Look, Southwick's a little yeah. bit, you know. Yeah. Cancel it's that one. It's animal, yeah. But the the kid is so impressive. From the very first time that I seen him hit the track at a Supercross race in Orlando what, last year or the year before. Yep. Like instant guy, you know. Like you can tell that the eye test, no matter what the lap time said, the mm-hmm. eye test to me was that kid's got it. And I hadn't seen him ride ever. I watched practice, and I'm like, wow, who is that? That kid's really good. He was in an unseated practice. And then, obviously, he's been through some challenges. He comes, wins a Supercross last year, like, in not dominating fashion, but so, like, yep. veteran-like, you mm-hmm. know? And then, obviously, he had his troubles this Supercross season, comes out right away in the Nationals, and he's there again. And I cannot preach to everyone enough how hard that is with time off, and then you jump right in, and you're a contender again. Like Trey Kennard comes to mind. Every time he came yeah, back from yeah, an injury, he's instantly right. a guy. Dueling with Stu so for the lead. Hard. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, so yeah. hard to do. Like it takes most people, you know, two, three, four races to build that up, especially he's kind of still a rookie. Like I would consider him just kind of getting going with as many races as he's missed. He doesn't have a lot of time. No. He doesn't have a lot of time, but he's a consistent contender and he races up front. He looks like he believes that he should be up front. And, you know, I compare him to other guys this year that will start up front and they just instantly go backwards. Yeah. He starts up front and he's wanting to pass the guys for the lead and such. So he's been a surprise to me. I, I like what I'm seeing out of him. So let me ask you this, though. So I agree with you on all that. Underrated, sort of a surprise. Kitchen has less time than him and has been better. True. So yeah. are you are, – is Kitchen not your surprise just because you kind of – Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Maybe I just expect it more out of him. Yep. Um you know, he was injured also during Supercross. I think of this past weekend, that second moto was incredible. Uh, I watch him do things on the bike that I'm like, you know, instantly he's a guy. Even yeah, yeah. I even paid attention to the amateur scene a little bit, like through Loretta's and stuff. I watched them and like, you could just tell. Yeah. Where I haven't paid that close of attention to Hammaker or I haven't yep. really seen that much mm-hmm. from him. I have out of Kitchen. 
So I did, uh, a, I did a podcast with Darren Stockton, who, who works yep. with him, and Ivan Tedesco works with him too. And like you know, like you said, he won a race last year, but then he almost collapsed at Atlanta, right? Yep. It was hot. He's been hurt. And I'm like, eh, like not, you know, just whatever. And they're like, dude, the guy, the guy couldn't train. He was sick. He, he couldn't, yeah. couldn't at Epstein. Mm. Was worn down, couldn't do nothing during the week. Showing up at the race weekends, and he got hurt, broke his leg at High Point two years in a row. He got hurt at High Point. Yeah, and they're like, this year he can train and do the work, and and yeah, so he's yeah. showing it, right? Yeah. yeah, and I think that Supercross win, to me, I know we're talking about just this season, the surprise, but for him to win that Supercross, that was really, really impressive, super impressive. Mm-hmm. And now you know, going through a lull of this Supercross season, you just expect him to be kind of. 10th 11th 12th maybe a you know sixth here and there but he's been getting good starts and racing at the front yep um great question about kitchen i mean he could be another surprise he's he's got every all the tools right yeah if he could just figure out except for starts but it's weird he'll get a terrible start and then a really good start there's like nothing in between you know just (laughs) get a sixth or seventh place start and you can work with that right don't start 16th so but he's really – I mean, I love watching him ride the way yeah. he uses his legs, you yeah. know, and, and – um, He rides a bit like Anderson to me, a little bit loose, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it reminds me a little of Plessinger as well when yeah. Plessinger was on the 250. Yeah, good point. Yeah, uh, when, Especially in his title years, like yeah. Plessinger would do stuff on the bike. You're like, man, that's really cool. Yeah. Just he uses yeah. his legs so much, and there's a bunch of braking bumps or acceleration bumps out of a turn that it's like his bike doesn't even look like they went over him because he just uses his legs. And, and um, that I see that in Kitchen. I want to see a little more – out of him in Supercross, though? Oh, yeah. So I'm kind of just... Hurt, hurt early, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's kind of a broad range. But just this season, I would say Hammaker's stuck out to me. Uh, as far as 450 class surprises, man, I don't really have, you know, like any... They're kind of all where you thought okay. they would be, all really. Right. I yep. mean, Christian came out firing. That was awesome. Dungey's had some good races. Anderson's been really fast, which you expect. Yeah, all that. You expect the, yep. Kenny to do it, you know, be really good. You chase and eat like y'all you know i would say up until this weekend plessinger to me has been a disappointment yeah not a yeah. maybe even a surprise disappointment because yeah. hmm. uh you want to see more out of him um at least it's in there though it's in there yeah before he, before yeah. he got hurt at high point he was shredding in that second moto yeah yeah so that was something you can build on that and then this weekend you're like okay it's in there yeah let's not give yeah. up yeah but i would say go back yeah. to savachi as far as a surprise in a good way right I like I love seeing that the underdog story even sat out round one due to an, an ACL not quite ready mm-hmm. comes out to the next weekend in Hangtown gets a top ten yep. which isn't easy to do yep and yep. yeah I, I just Berlute. and then gets a moto podium like that's awesome so Berlut didn't sell on his phone you know that's all right that's all right. Berlut can do it he can walk in here and do it my bad. Oh, wow okay yeah oh, hey, hey, fuck off he, I mean he does have yeah. two 125 Supercross titles he does yeah, Supercross wins. Yeah. you know he's got true. all that true. Uh, my surprise 450 class, and I'll work this into a Twisted T read, thanks to the guys at Twisted T for coming on, is yep. honestly Marshall Welton. Yeah. Like, this weekend wasn't good. It was a little bit of a smack to reality for Marsh, uh, which I don't understand because he's from Michigan, Baja Acres. Sand should be – I haven't met yeah. a Michigan guy ever that can't ride in the sand. Yeah. Spent so a lot of time at club also. Yeah, good point. Uh, maybe he needs to ride that backtrack yeah. a little bit more. Uh, but I will go Marshall Welton because – he literally was a privateer, right, doing the gas gas thing, put on the bike, bogle suspension at Lakewood, just we don't have enough time to test. Here's an RMZ for you. You're coming from a, uh, a steel frame bike to an aluminum frame RMZ, mm-hmm. and here you go, and he was good, and he got better and better. He got 10th overall at Red Bud, his home race, and I 
I love Marsh, but I don't have him 10th overall at a national. Yeah, that's You know really what good. I mean? Like, I, that's really good for him. It, yeah. He's had some down moments in his career. He's had some, you know, stuff like that, that where you're like, I don't know. Like, I think his Supercross best finish this year as a privateer in Supercross was like 10th, which is good. 10th or 11th. Yeah. It's good, but not amazing. Yeah. You know? So I'll go Twisted T, Marshall Welton as my biggest surprise mm-hmm. in 450s. And of course, thanks to the Twisted T guys as well. It's a real brewed tea with alcohol in it. The same alcohol that's in beer. It's non-carbonate. It's 5% alcohol. TwistedT.com. Uh, work to live. Don't live to work. Work hard and play harder. Billy Grotto. Twisted T. Love those guys. <laughs> if you want a Twisted T, Berlut, they're in the, they're in the fridge. Oh, I'll, I'll try one. You've had them before, haven't you? No, never. Oh, jeez. How bummed is Heartraft right now? Yeah. You can't, you can't get beat by a fill-in guy. You, you can't. <laughs> right, Berlut? Uh, he <laughs> That's he rebounded this week, but honestly, they, they changed his motor. He was getting arm pump really bad because his motor was too fast. They put the slower motor in to you know help him, and he he got real good at uh, high point. Really, and I thought, okay, well, motor set up right. I I I used to, I was thinking to myself as a former mechanic, well, why didn't you just run that motor to start the year because you were good last at the end of the season yeah, last year? Yeah. So why would you put a new faster motor in? That's that's ridiculous mm-hmm. to me. Anyways, I he, just thought with his supercross yes, season, he had yes. a really good supercross season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, I would consider him a better outdoor guy. Yeah. Yep. I just thought it would transfer no, over, especially I, I, from even Mark, round one. A guy showing up late as a fill-in as a privateer shouldn't be beating you. Yeah. Absolutely not. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Berlut, what about you? <clears throat> uh, I agree with a lot of what both you guys said, but I, I like Shimoda. I, I, he's surprised me, especially coming out of a bad Supercross. Yep. I didn't expect him to do this, personally. Yeah, no, yeah. No, That's a great pick, actually. Yeah, yeah. he's done awesome. He's, when, the, when the Lawrences, when the Hunters, I was going to say, when the Lawrences have taken off, They've smashed everybody except Joe stayed with him. Yeah. And that's something. There's been times yeah. Joe's been the fastest guy. Yeah. Hangtown? Hangtown? I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoa. He, he was going. He was ripping. Yeah. 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 So, Schroeder? Yeah. It's good yeah. I, I mean, that's what I would say, you know. Yeah. 450s? Anybody? In and then I like uh, what JB said. I, I Savachi, but what happened to him this week? I don't even. Yeah, he said on social media, sand has never been his thing. Southwick's uh-huh. never been his mm-hmm. thing. But he's running well, yeah. and, and that podium was McArath cool. is was good cool. riding decent. I mean, yeah. I'd like to see a little bit better out of so, him. So Dino and Mookie are coming back for Unadilla. Oh, wow. Does McArath get the boot? Is that it? Did, I wouldn't did, think did, so. Did would you? I wouldn't think. You'd like to keep him around for the last four, right? I don't know, man. Do they have not enough bikes? I, I have no idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he's performed well enough for – I think it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been good. So, absolutely. He got a fifth at Lakewood. That's – yeah. Not, no slouch. No, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah he, he's uh, he's done pretty well. So uh, I want to thank uh, Decal Works for bringing Justin Brayton and Fly Racing as well, of course, coming all the way here for the Pulp Show. That is awesome. What a classy guy, brother. <laughs> he's always been that way. See, so he that I know of. So since I've known him, we've, <laughs> we've had we've had you on the show, Berlut, a ton, and we know your love of Robbie Renard, Damon Huffman, uh, uh, Seb. You know your love of these guys. Yeah. Is is Brayton in that mix? I'll tell you what, there's a few guys, like you say, that Burner. Burner was good. Um that you would trust with your family and he's he wow. he's one of those guys. Yeah. For sure. He's a class act, he's honest. He's just one of those guys, you know. Yeah. Um I think he's you know, faithful to you know, his people, yeah. to his wife, to I mean I just you know, you just it's it's that's hard to find, you know. Right. So right. when I when I so see he's him, on, he's on the Huffy oh, yeah, Bernard level. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Jeez, for sure. That's, nice. That's, that's a that's wow. a big that's a big level. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Blue. No, he's 
Believe me, yeah, he he loves those wow, guys. Wow, that's so. a tearjerker. And he's yeah. uh, he's great with family. I mean, right. I what I see with his children and stuff. I mean, one time his son got sick one time, and he was pretty jacked up over it, and yeah. he right. was on his way out yeah. as soon as he could. You know, right, right. that was rough. That was Dallas. He's yeah, Dallas. Oof. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you've made the pantheon of his riders. Yeah. Yeah. Mount no, Rushmore nice. of his riders. Yep. Bernard. Some Bernard. Big names. Well, you're throwing a bunch in Some there. Big names for sure. Bernard Huffy. Brayton, who gets the fourth spot? Seb. Burner? Oh, is it Seb or Burner? Yeah. I'll Seb? say the character of Seb and him are very similar. Right, right. Where they're family-oriented. Who, who they're gets very... that fourth spot? <laughs> Budman? Don't do you it. You love Budman. Oh, you forgot about Budman. Oh, he loved Budman. <laughs> Budman's oh. great. Budman's yeah, great. Yeah, he is. Budman's good Tommy guy. Watts? Have you seen him lately? I haven't seen him lately, no. no Tommy Watts? Never. Watson, he's great. I, I've been getting a hold of him. Did you see him? Did anybody see him at uh, Red Bud? No. He oh. he, I think he dates Richie's. Uh, oh yeah, he does. Yeah. Amy, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, Amy, yeah, Amy, yeah. yep. So who gets the fourth spot, Prelude? Don't put me on the spot. <laughs> I mean Mount Rushmore. There's four spots. Oh okay. We got Brayton. We got Huffy. They might add somebody. Is there. Huffy in there or no? For what? Just all time, your all time favorite <laughs> you're, you're, writers. Um, no, they all got their own place. You know. Oh I, my god. I, I was okay, talking so more. Let like, me let me just carry this okay. then. So I work okay. for a lot of writers, also like you. No, you didn't work for that many. Oh, I didn't. Not that many. Like Huffman, champion. <laughs> uh, Renard, one of the best. Timmy, Summercross. But it's Timmy. That's just yours. You have one. Nick Way, top okay, privateer. Yeah, so you got Nick two. Way, Kelly Smith, high point winner. <laughs> Come on, dude. No, I mean, I mean Birdwell, Kalos. I don't like to throw. <laughs> Keeney, Keeney, I don't, yeah. Danny Smith. <laughs> okay, you got a few. You okay, got a few in there. All right. I don't like to throw any of them out. Or I'm not saying you got to throw them out, but who's on your Mount Rushmore? <laughs> I, I, you, you're counting them. I don't even know how many you got on there. No, I was just saying I've got. I was proving to him that I've got some riders. So, but I got a Mount Rushmore. Yeah. You know, every everyone's got a. You do, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Timmy? I never even looked at it that way or thought it that well, way. Well, this is the why we ask the hard questions. Oh we my need God. your top four. You know four. I'm not good with hard questions. <laughs> so I kind of think Huffy. You're kidding me. I kind of feel like Huffy doesn't make it. Oh, even Huffy makes have, it. I'm, I don't even know what who's on your li- on the list. Okay, like Burner. I mean, if you, I mean, S- Sebastian. You know, I mean, who's on my list? You tell us. <laughs> you got three on no, there now. I was good guys there. You, it's hard to <laughs> leave. You got off. Brayton, Huffy, Renard. On your on the Mount Rushmore, we need one more. <laughs> Come on, guy. Burner, Seb, Budman. Budman. There's a few other in there, but I don't think like Lolo's and those guys count. Lolo's. I didn't work with Lolo's. Oh, Roncada. I worked with uh, uh, Thane. Oh yeah? Yeah, uh, yeah. Thane was the guy. That Pichon. Pichon. You worked with Pichon. Matasevich. Chicken. Yeah, chicken. Yeah. yeah. Now he now there again. He was a a great guy. I mean, he treated my family good. He was great. But I'm saying as far as a brother, character type of guy, right. there's probably, I'd say three. But that doesn't mean they go on the Mount Rushmore. I'm just saying their character and the way they are and how they present themselves and and something that I see in in the character of the person, you know, uh, their honesty, that kind of stuff, okay? Now, uh, if okay. you want to put the Rushmore thing as far as the ability, I mean, Huffy won championships. No, we don't want ability, I'm, and we're not doing ability. I'm not on the list if it's ability. We're not doing ability. Yeah. We're not doing ability. But we contacted Chicken. Chicken, what do you think about this? Fuck, that guy, guy drinks a lot. Yeah, he's, <laughs> Check out my boat, dude. <laughs> I mean, is he on the Mount Rushmore? He's a good guy. <laughs> I like Chicken. Famous, stupid, dude. There's a famous photo of Berluti, the pit board, and I forget what. 
like you're just like Night Dude. sucks. Well, yeah, think, yeah, that's it. Night <laughs> sucks. I think that's a Suzuki one, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I thought you meant yeah. the, I thought you were talking about chicken. He didn't yeah. work with chicken. At, Wasn't at, that no. you were pit board and chicken? No, I was pit board and chicken. Yeah. I thought you worked with chicken at NCY. No, no. Oh, NCY. You, you know who was at? That, that was, was even. A little bit, and yeah. then Marshall helped him, too. Oh, I'm sorry. You're Marshall right. Plum. Chicken at Suzuki. Yeah, no, that was chicken at Suzuki. Yeah. So you won Troy with chicken. Chicken won Troy, didn't no. he? No. He didn't win Troy? No. Ninth sucks. Last time we'll do this. You know what though? Shot. He he was good with that. I mean, he knows. He yeah. knew his ability. He, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. I wasn't yeah. trying to be disrespectful. Yeah. I no, really yeah, wasn't. Yeah. You know, I yeah. just I was trying to fucking piss him Dude, off. Dude, you got the best out of your riders. That's no, one thing. You were the best at. You get the best huh? out of your riders, right? Not you try to. That's yeah. part of it. Yeah, it's hard to do. It's a strong waffle. We just want it's one strong, more it's fucking a, guy it's for his. It's a strong waffle. We want one more fucking guy for his. Dude, you do this. Why do you do this? You are a this is, that's, <laughs> All right, let's, let's uh, stick on your dipstick. Let's you move on. Larry, you were uh, for Larry Ward. No, oh. no, that was Leroy. Leroy had to oh. suffer through Larry Ward. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to this gentleman. He's been on hold for a little bit here, but uh, let's do it. <laughs> oh shit! That's David Bradshaw's bike. I just fucked up. Vital Jamie. Berludi. What's happening? What's up, Berlou and JV10? Wow, man, Steve, just guests get better every week. Well, I wish we would have had NYK on. That was really my fault. That would have been really a great show. But um, so yeah, you I've, know, I've this done is the, Dark Side. Uh, yeah, I've done yeah. The time zone thing. So uh, Dark Side. I don't know if you're aware, Berlou, uh, full time Vital MX guy now. What? Quit his job in East Texas, climbing under ditches and shit. Didn't know that. Yep, and now he's full-time Vital MX guy. Oh, God. What is, what does Racer X think about that? I think it's fine, yeah. Okay. But uh, do you think, Berlute, that he gets a Vital MX job with a bandana and a greasy ponytail? You know what? I think he does a great job. I've read his stories. I think he deserves it. Congratulations. Do you think he gets a job Thanks, with a Berlute. greasy bandana and a greasy ponytail, though? The, 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 the tail's gone. I know. The pony's gone. <laughs> right. That's and why he got the job. That's on why he got the job. <laughs> right. Kiefer and I saved his life. There you go. <laughs> Lifeline. Yeah. Every week we hear the same story. I didn't know. Every when did week. you do that? Just started. Yeah, it's actually official the 21st, so next Thursday. So you quit your regular day job? Gave up a pension? Yeah. Gave really? up everything. Chasing the dream. Two-week notice in. Wow. So do you still get to live in Texas, or what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Staying okay. Here. Staying here. Oh, yeah. good. So is this the last pulp call? Is it done? Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, man. Flippy, I can't flippy. Pulp, man. Mathis, Mathis built me, as he says, you know. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good to he, still call him. Sounds gay. He's going to finish the wrap-up show <laughs> the rest of this year, and then, yeah, we don't know the future of the wrap-up show. It's gone, but Vital wow. doesn't want him doing it. Sad day. Yeah. You know? But wow. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there when it's time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, whenever it's time. Thank you to the folks at Guts Racing, of course. Thank you to the folks at Seal Savers, Motorsport.com, and Michelin Bicycle Tires for the wrap-up show. The Michelin Starcross 6 is out, uh, featuring a Michelin adaptive design. Offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction. Why didn't Randy just say 20%? I mean, I know it's 19 is what they've met. Just put 20. No is that Randy's deal call, or was that the marketing call? That's probably Randy's call. Oh, okay. I mean, just put twenty. <laughs> you know, because that might be false advertising. You can't go. You can't go over and lie. Twenty percent more traction than <laughs> worn in comparison to the previous generation. Uh, thanks to the Michelin Silica technology, the Starcross Six range provides up to eleven percent more durability than the previous generation. 
michelinman.com forward slash motorcycle to learn more about the complete offering of Michelin Motorcycle Tires. And available in six versions, sand, mud, medium, soft, medium, hard, hard versions. Uh, and uh, Chris Kiefer tested the Max, the, the Michelin Starcross 6. They're available on pulpamex.com to read. Get them at motorsport.com as well. Thank you to the folks at Michelin. And uh, who's on the wrap-up show this week? Cade Clayson and Troy Dog. Oh, okay. All right. Sounds all right. I mean, I was not. I didn't make it all the way through last week's wrap-up, but, uh, yeah, not happy. Not happy at all. Not happy, huh? Nope. Why am I not surprised? It's just I don't understand why it just turns into three dudes offering their opinions on, on, on the, the sport. You have the pony pod for yeah. that. Well, we, we, they're based off the, the topics that you talk about to begin with. Yeah, but you're not talking about opinion. the show. Yeah. You're just you're, you're like, hey, Mathis said about this about Roxon. How many? What do you think about Roxon? What do you think is? about Roxon? Say like, hey man, what did you think of Justin Brayton's reaction to that? What did you think of Tony Belluti being unable to put a fourth rider on his Mount Rushmore? These are questions that the fans want to know, you know? <laughs> and, then, and then what will happen is inevitably Cade will go, I think it was chicken and so-and-so. But then you're like, oh, no, I don't want that anymore. Yeah, but a good host steers it back, Jamie. They don't just keep going, you know, keep going on and on about their own feelings and thoughts. Like, no one cares. A good host creates new content. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know if this vital thing's going to work out for you. I'm not stupid, dude. You know? It's already over, huh? It's already <laughs> over, I think. Yeah, it's already done. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to be yeah. podcasting yeah. too? That vital, or yeah, what's I the job go, consist I, of? Uh, writing articles, doing interviews, and then still doing the Moto X Pod show as of now. So yeah, okay. Kind of what I've already been doing for Racer X a little bit, but more of that. And it's and enough money to quit your day job, dude. It's a lot more hey, money. Salary? Really? He got a salary yeah, got a jump. Good what? Look what? at this place. True. The oh, guy used to be a factory mechanic making factory mechanic wages. Oh, Berlute. Yeah. He you, could never yeah. afford this then. Berlute. Yeah. What? I was making 42 grand a year trying to live in Orange County. Oh, that's, that's what I'm saying. You couldn't afford this. But when you say factory mechanic money, that's what I was making. What I'm saying is look at you. What? I got a, yeah, I got a ceiling. I don't know, man. <laughs> I got a pool. So do you. Oh, yeah, I know. I got a big garage. So do you. I'm just saying. I, I, I think uh, Jamie's going to make some dough. Dark side's yeah, going to kill it. Yeah, Steve has, has to register the house with the FAA. FAA. It's so high, yeah. Yeah. Let yeah, me, let me know I'm, when not you guys are yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting a higher ceiling. Hey, I'm, I'm proud of both of you guys. I, Steve, oh, I think thanks. you – I think you Deserve it all, oh, for sure. Look at that. No, look, you look really do. You do an awesome job. See? I'm fine with you keeping three on your mouth. Okay, that's thank fine. you. you thank you. Four. That's, that's <laughs> fine. Even if you're not fine with it, you've done a great job. Uh, yeah, Berlut. I mean, you know what? Like, yeah, podcasting, man. It's the way of the future. Yeah. But it seems like a job like he had. What, did you say digging ditches or something? Yeah. yeah it's, I mean, that's hard that's manual work. labor. That pays, yeah. that pays good money. That's it a does, no. 30 or $35 I'll tell you after job. the show, but he got a significant raise to go to Vital MX. They're paying him seventy grand. I'm not. I'm not. No. I'm not liberty to, to ah. say. But and he's hey. They said to him, Michael Lindsay. Hey man, would you cut, mind coming out for you know the month of January to ride and go to the races? Darkside fainted, and then they yeah. he had to get CPR. <laughs> they had to send CPR to East Texas to revive him with the heart things, the heart yeah. paddles. And once he came to, he was like, "Yes, I'll do that." Yeah. So is Lindsay like the new Pingree? No, Lindsay was Pingree's boss. Okay. So like, Michael's running the motocross end of Vital. There's okay. Vital Mountain Bike. There's Vital Motocross. Okay. He's the, he's the boss of Vital uh, MX. Got you. So he's got guys underneath him. 
So and when's mm. Pingree's going to start his own thing? Pingree started his own thing. Yeah, he left. He already did it. Yep. Oh, so, okay. uh, and then uh, there's another hire coming for Vital. We hear. Yes, yeah, there is. Yeah. Really. So another big shoe to drop. Hopefully it's not fucking Marks. I can't wait to get out of this yeah, place. Greasy, another media guy? <laughs> fucking greasy Marks over there making side deals. I can see it. Uh, Tits, you better learn how to make that computer shit work. You better find somebody else. I haven't seen Tits in years. It costs a lot of money. Yeah, Tits is back. I see him Good back to see there. You, yeah, you yeah. too. You as well. Yeah. So Race Tech uh, rant, Team USA. Uh, that's my uh, rant of the night. Um, Jamie, did you listen? Do you agree? I mean, now that you're meeting. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I think you're on point. I think some of those changes you've been hollering about, you know, it sounds like at least the one big one, the 450 guy going 250 is coming. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. So at least that's one change, right? I mean, yep. it seems like everybody's on board with that this year. There's not any backlash. You need to do a poll and see if vital Jamie can keep calling into the show. <laughs> right? Because oh, he's doing Heather. Sure. It's competition. Mm-hmm. Sure. He's a competition. Yep. So. I think you got to clip him. You do? Yep. yep. Clippy. Yep. Wow. Yep. Clippy, Clippy. JB. Yeah, well, Fuck it's nothing against fire. you, Dar- or Jamie, but it's just uh, business. It's business. Yeah. Business. Steve, yep. Steve, Michael Lindsay was just in studio like two weeks ago. I mean, I can't just say. That's true. You hey, did have him in there. Michael's the boss at Vital. But yeah. that's different than calling so, in every show. Yes, yeah. Kellen Brower. Yep. Well, Kellen's Racer X. Never mind. That's so. like saying me and Berluda are riding Hondas, but. Hey, Berluda, let's go ride that Kawasaki tonight. Yeah. That'd be kind of yeah. fun. Yeah, it's the fun at the Kawi tonight. <laughs> get, get it ready. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you think Keo or, or Lars yeah. is be cool with that? No. No. Mm-hmm. Hey, so who, who's the third 450 guy? 21? I, I think it's going to be Craig or uh, Barsha. What? Yeah. Over 21? You like the 21 idea too? I'm I, fine with I 21, do. but I think yeah. I've heard there's some politics involved with, hey, we can't throw our guy on a pro circuit bike. And then because we have sponsors and we have, you know, different sponsors than the team, than Pro Circuit does and all that kind of stuff. How about just Pro Circuit, if they got good stuff, gives it to them and they make their uh, bike look like a fact, let's break factory cow. I'm just hearing. There's just, I'm just hearing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know for sure. But. A couple minute breakdown of bikes. What would they have conflicting? Um, Obviously, Kawasaki's the same. Yeah. Pro Circuit pipes um, are the same. How about suspension? Show the uh, yeah. same. Uh, graphics? Yeah. I mean, graphic company, filters, that kind of stuff? I don't know. I mean, come on. They can't get around that? I don't know, bro. Yeah, I agree with I'm, you. Listen, I'm, like, not, I'm just telling you what I heard. So It's just weird because they're in it together. I, like, I'm with you. It they, seems weird. Cali, when, I heard Cali, it, yeah. when I heard that, I'm like, huh? I'm like, yeah. ah, there's a lot of politics involved. And, and who's, Stu did it. Who's developing the bike and who's responsible for the Who bike? Who built and, Stu's bike? Okay, oh, raced did. it at Glen Helen. No. Uh, oh, I don't know. Is that a pro circuit bike? Yeah, I think it was a pro was circuit it? bike. Remember I don't, that? I don't yeah, remember that? when he waxed everybody's yeah, ass, yeah, like yeah. he was beating people by twenty-five seconds. Now he's beating them by forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I don't know whose bike that was. I don't remember that time, but yeah, mm. I'm not sure. But anyways, yeah, I'm sure it was pro circuit. You would think. Yeah. Look, hey, yeah. Back to Jamie. Okay. AKA Darkside. Yeah. The guy's name is Darkside. Yeah. He's got a bandana. Yeah. And a ponytail. I've okay? I've known him when he used to roll that way. Now he's got. Good haircut, no bandana. His name is Jamie. But he's a good character. He's, and now he's moving on up in the world. And he's yeah. got a free Yamaha YZ250 for cutting that damn thing off. <laughs> That's Like, we changed his life. Yeah. Thank you, JB. Did it change <laughs> your life, Jamie? I have admitted that, yes, it definitely has made a difference. What's the lady situation? How's that all going? Oh, don't know. <laughs> really? Stay away? Only, okay, never mind. Here. The only guy that wants to talk less about his lady than Jamie is Phil. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not in the best spot. A lot of ups really? and downs. How many times has Jamie come on and been like, it's not not in the best spot? <laughs> Peaks and valleys, Like, bro. seriously, bro. Peaks and valleys. Like, look, <laughs> listen, bro, just cut the cord, man. Is there communication yeah. currently? Has there been communication today? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We talk. We see each other. We just don't see each other a lot. We have separate homes, you know. And I'm what's that mean if lot, it's so. on the rocks, but you're still communicating? Dude, you're going to Cali for the month of January. Yeah. You're going to lay pipe out there. <laughs> like, you're fine. You're a moto media guy now. You could pick up a track snack, and you're done. <laughs> like, snack. you're in. Monster chicks everywhere. And just hopefully survive. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're fine. So can you just clippy it? <laughs> <laughs> Who's not big on orgies? Moving on. See, he doesn't want to wow. talk about it. Doesn't want to wow. talk about it. But let's keep yeah. living the life where we're just up. We're just we have this relationship where it just sucks. Yep. Just hanging on by a thread. Day. Yeah. Why? Why? One step at a time, Steve. One no. step at a time. Dude, you're already there. You got the vital job. You're there. Dude, just okay. sell the Texas house and move to Vegas or something. No, nah, he's a radio got family. Show. He's got his kid. He's a grandpa. Oh. He's got his granddaughter. Oh, yeah, my granddaughter. All that. She's uh, yeah. every Sunday. That's my day with her. So. You're a granddaughter. That's awesome. How old yeah, are you, man? Dark side. I'm. I'll be 47. That's a young grandpa. Yeah, that is. That's a really young grandpa. Wednesday. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I had my kid at 21, and he kind of followed my footsteps. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I want to get having kids young, and then when you get my age, then you're supposed to have some freedom. <laughs> well, hopefully you will. Sounds like you do. Cali, yeah. in January. Can I get a SoCal yeah, hole? Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, just you gotta. I'm not. Do not cheat on your chick. Just Clippy. No, no, no. I don't then, roll like that. Yeah, and then lay pipe in January <laughs> at the races, <laughs> and then get back with her in February. <laughs> no, 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 just your life's changing, man. You are a rocket ship going to the sky. And you need to just have nothing dragging you down, man. All the way to the top with Vital MX. Yeah, take over Lindsay's job. You know, maybe maybe set up a coup. Take that job over. You know? <laughs> we'll see how things I, go. You soon. haven't even started yet. We're already telling you to take <laughs> it over. But I'm just yeah, saying. We'll see how, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know you're probably about to let me go. I want to tell Pookie happy birthday. So. Yes, happy birthday to my wife. She's awesome. It's great. It's fantastic. Happy birthday, and I Pookie. I will fucking kill you. 29 today, too. She doesn't, you know, you know, yeah. you won't even think that. So 29? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Really? <laughs> no, Berlue. <laughs> I was going to say, you got, a young, on, you got a young one. No, she's awesome. That's great. Her birthday is today. 7-11, her birthday is. Yeah, like, cool cool number to have. Yeah, yeah that, that that's cool. easy. Right, so. Mm -hmm. Free Slurpees. For you, it's easy you sh if you fuck that one up, Steve. Yeah, I haven't. Not yet. Oh, anyways. good. He got flowers delivered today for her. Oh, ah, yeah. Really yeah, nice guy. Yeah. Good job, and Meanwhile, why get? Was the last time you can remember buying your wife? <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> yes. uh, nope. He, yep, don't remember. No, <laughs> never change, why get? All right, Jamie. We'll let you go. Wrap-up show this week, please. Please make it good. It's always good, Steve. Can I, can I ask JB one more question? Or you want to go? What you got? What's up with Winterset, man? Is that guy really going to shut it down, or is he just in the heat of the moment? Uh, oh, we will, can we address this later? Because we have some questions for you. Yeah, we can. Oh, yeah. We'll address it later. We have, uh, we have uh, some questions, yeah. So. Okay, cool. Thanks. All hey, right. Guys. See you, man. See you. Appreciate it. Look at what I'm doing for my buddy, There's Jamie. Some... My friend, Jamie. <laughs> wow. Wow. Just that's, a life, that's, life that's changer. Uh, life changer. Uh, all right. We got some stuff to talk about for sure. Uh, 
9 o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at Suspension Direct. Dan Worley. You guys know Dan Worley. Dan was on the last show. That's right. He came in. When me and That's Skipper right. here, yeah. Uh, suspension Direct is a, a, a great place. The home of 4x4 Jeep suspension without compromise. They make the e-click stuff that uh, Marks has for his Raptor. He's so rich. He's got a Raptor just like JB. They're super rich, and they got uh, SDI suspension. E-click was available for Jeep, JK, JL, JT models, Ford Raptors, UTVs, and more. Uh, Tundras are coming, I believe, for this as well. It's uh, launched in 2018. E-click has been a lifelong project of Dan Worley. They're more than just electronic shocks or semi-active suspension system that constantly adapts to the road and conditions if you have a utv if you have a truck check out the e-click stuff and if you have a if you want to try a hard to find suspension part then uh go to suspension direct pulp mx is the code to save wp show walker evans fox kyb the nine o'clock hour brought to you by suspension direct suspension without compromise thank you to those guys for coming on use the cord the code and save uh justin brayton tony Baluti here Let's uh, let's talk about Millville for a second. So coming up, what are we going to see at Millville this weekend? Round seven, Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships again. JB, best track of the circuit. I agree. Best I think track. it's the best track on the circuit. I might be a little bit biased growing up three hours south of there, but and I grew up eight hours north of there, and I rode there a lot. So we know? may be a little bit biased, but in saying that, I don't know if we are, Steve. I I really think it's the best track on the Scott circuit. Sand. Yep. It's got hills. It's got loamy dirt. It's got a great start. Like yep. a, you know, it's got a cool layout. Berlut's nodding. I've said it before. That's my track. I mean, yep. Yep. the diversity of that place. Yeah, exactly. And it's, yeah, it's bitch. It's motocross. Yep. It's cool. It's yeah. amazing, man. So uh, Not the best spectator track. No, no. A little inconvenient for Starbucks as well. <laughs> well, that's a whole different <laughs> yeah. subject, right? But yes. I will say as far as spectators, look, it's not a Colorado. We can see the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But as a kid growing up there. Yeah, or Hangtown. So but it is neat because you kind of pick, like, hey, let's go to the sand whoops yeah. this oh, moto. For sure. For and you sure. get to see the guys just come through the sand whoops, and it's different every lap, right? Yeah. Yep. And then the other side, hey, let's go watch the hillside this moto. You know, like you can kind of mix it up rather than kind of just yep. – you can focus on no. one thing more than when just I seeing the When I went as a kid, track. we would watch one moto by sand whoops yep. and one moto Same. out there. And we'd go to buy bobs, and we'd climb up the hill by yep. bobs and watch exactly. the rest of the motos. No, I was just saying that was that would be the only critical thing I'd say about yeah. it. Or not critical, I agree. but just – Airport the, and stuff too, right? Yeah, phones oh, yeah. would be really airport. good. Yeah, yeah. airport. It's pretty far. Yeah. yeah, if you start looking at that stuff. 9.30 yeah. flight Saturday night. Do out, you really? Out to here. Nice. Uh, I don't. Got, I, I can't fly United, but I'm, I'm on it. Yeah. Uh, so Millville, okay, coming up this weekend, establishes the best track. Uh, Tomac, five in a row. Motos, I don't know about making it six and seven in a row, but I think he's got an overall coming, right? Sexton has to withstand this again. And then, like we talked about, JB, he can start to build on tracks that suit him better. He's got to stop the train <laughs> sooner or later, right? right. And, and with the points being so close, you can't let – Tomac keeps steamrolling, and where he gets a 10 or 12 point lead, I think it's over, and that could happen in the blink of an eye. So, I'm picking Chase to win this weekend. He's got to get his starts back, though. And yeah, I, I just feel like with the floor, you know, you used to always hear Ricky say Millville was the closest track to what he practiced on. He used to always say that. And with Chase being in Florida, I think it's a little bit of a mixture. Mm-hmm. Look, I. I you know, if I'm a betting man, maybe I pick Tomac, but I I would love to see Chase win this weekend. Or maybe they go one, two, two, one. It'd just be awesome to have Chase take it back to him. Right. Um but in saying that, look, I talked to Kenny midweek last week. He sounded terrible on the phone. Mm-hmm. He was congested and, and whatnot. I think it's trickled into Southwick. He's notoriously really, really good at Millville. 
He yep. won the second moto there last year, crashing yep. the first turn. Yep. Uh, oh, first yeah, moto right. crashed out. But, I mean, I think a 2016 him there was maybe the most impressive ride I've ever witnessed in person. Like, yep. he, I was in, like, 12th, and he blew past me and was in the lead, I swear, like, three turns later. Yeah, it, was it was unbelievable. It's amazing, yeah. So you can't count a healthy Kenny out. I heard Robbie was going to show up. Oh, shit. Yeah. Robbie's good there, huh? <laughs> he was good yeah, there. Was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think uh, – I think it's more of the same. I think Tomac wins, but I think Texans, Sexton's proven to be the second best guy, and I look for more of that. Um, third place, w- Kenny, back in the mix. Anderson, Anderson's going to cut down on mistakes. Yeah. You know? Uh, the one thing about Millville, it can kind of be a one-line track. It's it hard can. to pass on. Yeah. So it, it gets pretty start-dependent. Eli's starts have been really good. Chase's haven't really the past couple weeks. Kenny's have been really, really good. So – I mean, what if Kenny gets a whole shot and Eli, Eli and Chase are seven, eight or something? Mm-hmm. Kenny's, you know, 10 seconds in front, halfway. Hard so. to see if Eli's not amazing and he gets another eighth place start like yeah. he did at Southwick. I don't know if he can rip through the pack at Millville for those that, reasons yeah. you talked about, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Everybody's a little bit tighter there, too. I think Dunge is going to be good. That'll be interesting to see what yeah, he does because you got that extra little crowd on your side and hometown feeling and he's won there so many times yep those feelings come back can to he, you pretty can quick. he legit podium mm-hmm. you think yeah 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 i yeah. think he can you think Berlut? for sure a moto yeah, yeah. i'd like to, i'd love to see an overall for him yeah yeah, yeah. i yeah. think he can do a four three or five three for third overall or something like that right i don't know if he goes two two or, yeah you know crowd's gonna know. go bananas be awesome to see him lead, a, gonna, lead some laps right yeah that's be for really sure cool. i was there when donnie schmidt came back from Europe and rode and mm-hmm. Donnie didn't uh, I think it was second and crowd was yeah. losing their mind at number 100 on a Honda of Troy could it so, be a troll dunge one two that would be sweet there you go that'd be amazing <laughs> that'd be cool I mean you know I mean troll's good there <laughs> you <Joel's>, know, <laughs> he's better than what he's what his results are he, yeah it, to me in that team yeah. he qualified eighth what a couple weeks ago yeah yeah Redbud. yeah was it Redbud? Yeah, yeah I mean the guy is his starts really bad? Been bad? I, starts are good, and he falls, yeah. and, and, and then starts are no good, and he can't do anything, and he's fast. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's been one thing after another for him a little bit. You know? Similar to Supergrass, so, really. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes yeah, he was similar. There's still a couple of runs he made through whoops that were amazing. Yeah. but And then the next lap, yeah, not so good. Not so good. He's on yeah. the extra large bike. Uh, <laughs> all right, 250 class for Millville. I mean, more of the same for the Lawrence brothers, right? I yeah. mean, why not? Maybe Joe can get up there. Joe's been gaining some momentum. Um, but yeah, more of that I think. Yeah, I don't think anybody beats Jet. Yeah, just yeah, he's what, too good. What happened to his brother, man? I I saw that Deerwood yeah. crashed or whatever, right. but um, man, compared to last year, one one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know you guys probably already talked about it, but yeah. Uh, you would think he'd be back up there, but maybe more Joe and maybe like a hammaker or somebody. Yeah, you know, kitchen, kitchen. You yeah, know? yeah. Kitchen yeah. needs to get two good starts. Or, you know yeah. what? This could be the weekend where Moseman goes one-one because Moseman was so far back in both motos and passed so many guys this last week. Yeah, at Southwick, he was wow. he was twentieth yeah. in each moto, and maybe the stars align and and you know everything else and Moseman wins a moto. Like God, he can start at times, but he's inconsistent, right? Yeah. yeah. We have seen that at Millville, like Coop just busts out a one one. Yeah. That year. Yeah. You know, we've yeah. seen some kind of weirdo rides like yeah. that where yeah. it's Yeah, it's like, true. Wow, that, yeah. I yeah. didn't expect that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. or maybe RJ. I still I haven't seen it, but I mean he's had a rough year, but RJ, peak RJ like on it and not making mistakes can I feel can run Jets pace. 
I don't think for thirty plus two. You can't do it without no, making a mistake. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I'm, no, I just think pure speed. Oh, even okay. if he doesn't make okay. a mistake, yeah, yeah. And Jet wants to go win wants the race. Wants to go, yeah. I, I just don't think anybody can go with him. Yeah, you're probably right. But he's so mature. Maybe he takes a second if you know for yeah. for some points. Yeah, he's like, hey, RJ's really good. I can yeah. send it, but I don't need to because. And he's... then he wins the second moto or right. something, and it's yeah. two one, and right wins the overall. Yeah, again. yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah, should be interesting stuff to see at Melville. Uh, best track on the circuit, Brayton, Berludi, and I uh, breaking that thing down. Um, looking forward to uh, to watching it as well. Thanks to the folks at Mav TV, of course, for uh, putting us on Tuesday nights. It's really awesome of them to do that. Uh, Two Wheel Tuesday on Mav TV. It's it's great. And uh, there's a six ninety nine option to watch the Nationals on Flow Racing now. Mav TV on Flow Racing, six ninety nine a month. You can just cancel after that. So uh, check Racer X for that link and everything else. Uh, we appreciate that. Um, all right. Uh, what else we got? Motorsport.com. Tweet at Pete. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from Motorsport.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Twisted T-Helmet. Bogles Helmet. That's Bogles. Yeah, Bogles. Uh, Motorsport.com. Please check out the uh, guys there. The banner on there is uh, really, really uh, good to use to click the Motorsport. We get a small slice of that. We'd appreciate it. They got Fly Racing stuff. They got FMF. They got Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, WUSA. Get Data, uh, all that kind of stuff over there. Um, Profilter Skosh on motorsport.com and uh, go through the banner and it's great the uh, free shipping everything over 79 bucks driven to ride series is out fro uh and hanny take a intense downhill guy forget his name now let me look take teach him how to ride supercross nice yeah check it out it's out now driven to ride video two i don't i don't have the notes did they party with him or did they actually <laughs> fro and hanny yeah it's a fucking good question well, i'm curious if they <laughs> Ride Supergrass during the day. Say, Let's go. Yeah. Watch how we did it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so please check that out. Driven to Ride Motorsport.com series as well for that. Uh, these questions are submitted at Pulp MX Show on the Twitter. And uh, Pete over there picks the best ones. Let's do this. Dakota Norton. Nortoon. Norton. All right. Norton. Norton. That's the rider. Dakota Norton. Uh, nice. Intense guy. Downhill. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Okay. First one is from Joey Lips. Uh, when Filthy comes back, will he be riding 450 or 250, and where does he finish? He rides a 450, and Phil probably goes right around that uh, 12 to 15 spot, right? Cullen Park got 15th this weekend, Hartraff 16th, yeah, right around there, 12 to 15. I'll say 11, 12-ish. Okay. <clears throat> if he's healthy, if he doesn't come back too early, yeah. if he's ready to go, I mean, he's rode so good in Supercross. I was yep. so impressed. Yeah. I, I'd like to see top yeah. 15 for sure. Being such a baby about his arm, though. Is he? Oh. Are you taking too long? You got Mookie and Dean coming back also? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yep. Throw a couple more in there. Right. Yeah. Uh, next one is from 24 Slayton. Who was the coolest mechanic of all time? Me. Berlut. Mm-hmm. Prelude or Yulo or me? No, no, no <laughs> nobody, Jackie. nothing. Oh yeah, me, you, Steve. Steve? Yeah. yeah, Steve. Honestly, the coolest mechanic of all time. It's not even a debate. It's fucking J Bone. J Bone. He had Oakley ads, bro. And cereal boxes or whatever. Cereal boxes, yeah. Oakleys. In Fresno Smooth. Fresno Smooth. Yeah, you got a good point. I watched the dude sign autographs nonstop. He had yeah. Soul Patch thing. Yep. <laughs> right? I mean, Bubba, Fro, right? Like, 
You know, what was cool about J-Bone, he didn't try. He was just cool. No, he was always cool. I told the story a bunch when I was at Birdwell's Mechanic and I fucked up the Kips valves. Uh Uh-huh. I had to go to him and be like, uh, hey, you know? And he was like, cool as shit. Yeah. Oh, man, let me show you how to do that. Like, he didn't have, you know, like, I needed help. He was cool. Didn't you he work under him? A- yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like J-Bone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the jumps. Didn't a lot of people, like, hang out at his house and stuff growing up? Yeah. A lot of people yeah, stayed I think so. at his well, house. He, he, well, that, he, that, he took that them racing crazy in shit, City man. when they were kids. Oh, really? I didn't him take him, but I, I worked with him and his brother. Really? His dad, you know, paid me to go out there. And uh, What year was that? What is that? Like 85? And how old are they? 86. Joel and Jeremy. 85 or 86. Uh, I think Jeremy was 16. Joel yeah. was probably 15 or 14. Yeah. Joel was good, right? Joel was good. Yeah. yeah. Until yeah. he got almost killed himself at Mammoth one yeah. year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Knocked huh. the shit. I mean, yeah, he got fucked up. <laughs> huh. He's. He, he, he stopped himself from saying shit, and then he said he got fucked up. <laughs> just jumped right in there. Yeah, yeah the got, shit, we got jacked. Knocked the shit. Uh, got fucked up. <laughs> yeah, if you should have heard. You've obviously heard some stories. I mean, Budman probably was telling you those stories about hanging out at J Bones. Yeah, Dad's house. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 That's I knew about it. J Bone was the coolest mechanic of all time. I was probably second. Okay, okay. for sure. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Next one is from Steve's Untouchable Light Bulbs. Uh, Justin, what do you think of all the stuff going down with Riverside Raceway? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of of stuff happening lately. They're shutting down for the rest of this year. Uh, There was some uh, instances at the Justin Brayton shootout this year that there was some vandalism to his property. And um, I don't think he had liked the way he'd been treated by some um, fellow track owners or the series or or whatever he's under there. And um, he's kind of sick of it, I guess. It's just, that's really the the gist of it that I know that, um, you know, just sick of working so hard, um, trying to make the best track, trying to put in all these hours, uh, and then people not appreciate it. Even riders and families coming through the gate uh, not being appreciative and um, I think he's done it for so long that he's like man I've and he's got a lot on his plate his his literally his house just got leveled by a tornado oh. and he's still trying to put on races and um, look I might not know the whole story but here's what I do know growing up in Iowa and knowing Iowa motocross for a long long time uh, there's nobody that has done more for Iowa moto as far uh, on the track side than Tony Wink. No one's done more. And that's why I partnered with him at Riverside Raceway to put on the races in this Justin Brayton shootout. And the one thing I did like about Tony growing up was when I was in the A class, I thought I was a cool guy, right? And I'd try to sneak out for the B practice or uh, think that I was this guy that could do anything. He never treated me different. He would catch me and be like, what are you doing, man? Get, you know, this isn't your practice. And I like that. I like to be treated like everyone else. And that's how he is. He's a, he's a really fair guy. And um, I want to get uh, all sides, you know, their stories. I'd love to talk to everyone involved because, look, I've moved back to Iowa now. Uh, I'm, I, I love it there. I obviously grew up there racing, and I want Iowa Moto to get back on the map and have everybody work together. And hopefully we can come to a resolution and bring Riverside Raceway back next year. All right. Uh, next one is from Mike Julian. Where was Mumford last weekend? I think he was sick. I heard he was sick. Yeah. I don't know for sure. He comes out for one race and then sick the next? Yeah. 
Is that what happened to him? Well, people get sick. No, no, but he... Yeah, Yeah, he's back at Red Bud and then, yeah. Okay. Uh, from Vince, JB, what's the best factory bike you ever rode? Who? Um, factory crew. bike. I mean, yeah, the, the our 2018 bike was factory. Yeah, you could say it was factory. It had a lot of <clears throat> factory transmission. Oh, I figure you would say that your factory Honda. Well, 14? I, I would say no. I would say the first 13, one I would 14? say is my 2012 Honda. 12 factory Honda. Yeah, that's when you wore X brand for Monster Cup for one race. <laughs> yep. yep, that was great. Yeah, best bike. And then you lowballed me for a goggle deal. No, I think you, I don't know you. Your agent was. You lowballed yeah. him. No, the agent was yeah. dog hair for everywhere. Fucking goggles now. <laughs> no. uh, but I will say the the 2018 bike that Berlut and I worked together on. Uh, well, he worked on it. I rode it. Uh, that bike was incredible. the The rear end of that motorcycle, the shock on it was just I don't know, just so comfortable in that thing. It, that that bike was amazing. Hmm, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, Blue Crew. You wrote it really well, that's for sure. Crew, yeah. He's just not saying Blue Crew. He means Blue Crew. All right. Uh, the Moss 912. Uh, will the AMA retire Amart's number 26 the way the NHL retired Gretzky's 99? I mean, I'd be down with it. Just take they it out of circulation, know. just like yeah. the four. Yeah. yeah. No. Come on, brother. Hey, I, li- I, I think he's a great guy. You can't do that to yeah, our you numbers. Can. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> They retired the four for a little while. Yeah. They did? Yeah. For a few years, yeah. yeah, 26? Yeah, 26. Burner was 26. Okay, but retired after that guy. He brought shame on the number, and Troll brought it back. Yeah. Come on. (laughs) All right. uh, From Arik Nichols. Last week, there was talk about Cooper, Justin Cooper being 250 outdoors only for next year. Did you hear that? Yeah. Uh, oh, well, so th- that is a thing, and then does he not want to uh, 450 ride in Supercross? I, I don't know. Like, why wouldn't you do that? Why would you do a 450 or a, no 450 Supercross? Like, yeah, you would think you'd want to do it, right? Right, and then 250 mm-hmm. outdoors. Yeah, great. Like, why yeah, not get some experience? If I, I you got to move up, you got to move up. Kind of weird. Some money outdoors. What? Money, all the money's in Supercross. There's money for him if he wins outdoors. Unless the team just doesn't want to field three guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Stay tuned. I think for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from Connor Parker uh, for you, JB. Kiefer always asks if you could do any two mods to a new motor to a new motorcycle. What would they be for you? Assuming you're not on a factory bike, what's the first so thing you're going to do to a new bike? I just picked it up off the showroom floor. Yep. Picked it up from ten cycles. You rolled yep. it out the door. Rolled it out the door. Game. I'm going to get the suspension. They done. overcharged you probably, but yep. No, <laughs> somebody probably wanted cost like everybody does. <laughs> I, I know Brayton. Yeah. I know Justin. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> hey, there's this guy here that says he knows you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to get the suspension done. And then I'm. Can I do this? So that's one mod. Um, I don't need anything done to the engine. I like the engine. I actually kind of like stock suspension these days. Wow. Um, Super. It totally depends what I'm racing. New bars, like, pipe and silencer. No, nah, the bars even. I could. Grips? Uh, Come on. Yeah, probably grips, actually. The yeah. grips that come on bikes are kind of right. thick. But, uh, move for, move yeah, let's say right. suspension and um, suspension and some grips. Yep. <laughs> He's gnarly with grips, by the yep. way. Yeah, goes through. Huh. Throttle, too. No, just. Just the right side he, one, Humber Loop. <laughs> Yeah, he's tough on. He's. I mean, no. He. He's. He. Right he's got him Rushmore. down. Right off the Mount Rushmore. I've just been kicked out. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> no. You remember? Too he much work. Me. Too Bud, much work. Bud man's in. Right. Right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Next one is from Austin Voitech. Will the addition of riders like Roxon to the World Supercross discourage other teams and riders from competing in the series? Yeah, so Brayton's probably got to tread lightly on this, but I've talked about it. Like, I think I, if I was a team in the World Supercross and the series brought in Kenny, who's going to add to the intrigue and going to add to the interest of the series for sure, but they're going to put Kenny with a team. And if you don't beat him, he's going to win the series. And then that team is going to win the title. And they're going to be able to be like, we won a World Supercross title. But you were handed Ken Roxon. We got a lot of bumping going on over there. Producer P is typing. Oh, oh is that what it is? My yeah. apologies. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? And, no, I understand. And, and yeah. so if I'm Genova or Craig Dak, I mean, look, Kenny's probably going to ride a Honda. So now Uribe and, and Genova are going to be the two Honda teams, maybe. Or MDK is going to be anything that you want, I guess. I'd be a little bit like, hey, man, you know, why don't you give Kenny to us? Why'd you give it to them? They won the title with Ken Roxon. Like, what the hell? I paid the same amount as they did to join your series. And so, yeah. Like, Kenny don't have a choice in where he's going? I don't think so. Really? Probably, I mean, probably a little bit, but. Huh. I mean, he just said tonight he had no clue yeah. he even it's, needed to be on a team. It's a loose program. <laughs> really? Yeah. Ken, Kenny just worried about the check, I think. Yeah. It'd be like, hey, man. Uh, but, but whatever team he's on, he's not like he's controlling the motorcycle. And, you know, it, it, yeah. let's just say he's on Honda. He's shipping his factory Honda from here to there. And he's just on and a Jordan's putting the parts team. on. Him, yeah, yeah, he's taking Jordan with him. And yeah. he's just under a team umbrella. He's not running their graphics. He's not doing anything. So really? Um, wow. That's why would a team even do that? Just, uh, you know, yeah, they got to house him somewhere, right? Yeah, but you got it. So. You know, you got sponsors like you were talking about with 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 the Anderson thing. That to me is way more I, I don't know complex than but the then, Anderson thing. Yeah. Steve, from a team side, let's just say that happened, and we don't know if it will. But if it does, let's say it's Genova, and they said, "Hey, we want him on your team." But now Genova's sponsors say, "Hey, we got yeah. Why isn't he having yeah. Acro pipe on, or why right? You know, That's what yep. I'm so then the team like it's look. I'm all about." Kenny going. Yeah. I, th- I think yeah. it's great for the series. Right. Um, but I do think that we all need to tread lightly a little bit on, hey, let's over-communicate on this deal on what's truly happening. Yeah. And, and um, it, it's better for everybody if Kenny's there, for sure. Yep. Guys like that and Eli showing up. So they haven't named all yeah. the teams yet. Could they just name a team Ken Roxon? No, because then he's... He doesn't pay all that. He's just, he's just your team. There's only 10 teams? And just don't have affiliated with anybody. And then what? The next year, just dissolve that team, and yeah, a new one gets yeah, in. I, I guess. Yeah. Isn't there a limited amount of teams? There is. But is it ten? Yeah, but I'm saying make a spot for Kenny. Eleven. Now there's eleven. Well, they've only announced seven. I yeah, think. Yeah. Right. Or eight. There's a couple yeah. more to be announced. Right. Uriev has been announced yet, or not yet? Not yet. I don't okay, think. so he's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's a, it's a weird, touchy situation. I, the pros of Kenny being in the series outweigh the cons, but there are cons. Yeah. There really are to having a guy like that there. And if I'm Genova or these other teams, I'm like, WTF, I thought I was going to win. I hired Justin Brayton or I went and hired Dean Wilson. Yeah. And, and I was going to win. And now you just dropped in the second best supercross racer on the planet. Yeah. You know? What the hell? Interesting. Now, maybe yeah. we'll call Adam Bailey up and have him on the show. I don't totally, know. But, yeah. but He yeah. would be able to explain it, right? Right, right. All right, from Josh Rabello. I know it's expensive to race the MXDN, but are we considering sending a B team for Team Puerto Rico? Craig Dungey, Hampshire? No, no, no. It's not going to happen. No. 
Why not? Because they need a one Puerto Rican on the team. Okay. Craig and Dungey and a Puerto Rican. I mean, sure, I guess. I don't Wait, know. Wait, they need one Puerto Rican? Who's been the Puerto Rican in the past? They've had one, yeah. I uh, forget his name now. Aponte. Gino Aponte. Well, when it was like Troll and... Phil and another... There's a Puerto Rican. Really? Yeah. Mm. Zacco and Troll and the Puerto Rican. Oh, I always thought it was just like... No. Zacco, Troll, and Jimmy this, Albertson or this, something. This may shock yeah, you, but Jimmy the Puerto Albertson. Rican generally doesn't do that well. Yeah, understandable. <laughs> I understand that, but... Huh. Regal. Because Phil was trying to. There, Regal, there, that's right. There was a year where Phil there was three was Americans. There, there was a year. But yeah. every other year has been one Puerto Rican. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. From uh, Jesse318 for you, JB, you've done a lot of alternate formats at international supercrosses like Super Poles, et cetera. Should Feld modify the oh. current Supercross format? I like this Or question. is it currently in its best we got to change it up. I think here. it'd be awesome. I think every weekend should be something different. But it, it should be announced before the season starts. And here's your 17 rounds. And at round one, you're doing a 20-lapper. At round two, you're doing triple crown. At round three, you're doing uh, like Ozix Open. The last time I did it, we did like an uh, eight-lapper. And then you got to go lapper. right back to the gate. Yeah. Another eight-lapper. Okay. You go right back to the gate. And then a 12-lapper. Yeah. Wow. I, I think it should be announced. And it's, and it's different. Then you get... The one guy that's really good at the 20-minute yeah. whatever. Yeah. Then you get the next guy. And then – I don't agree with this one, by the way. I think he's crazy here, but I generally agree with change. Yes. What, what yeah, you, you like change, you but, but you got it. But the, the, your consumer, your, the fans got it. If you keep – I mean, how they keep track of what's going on. Yeah, but it's kind of the same as NASCAR. Every track is different length and different laps and different – it's different every single weekend. So, yeah, but that's the track, not the format. We have different tracks every weekend. Yeah, yeah, but but the format's the same for the NASCAR. Like we're doing this many, you know, it's miles. Coca Cola six hundred. Yeah, it's but the but they have but they have you know the the the, the super super pole. speedways, and then they have the short tracks. But they all kind of, you know, have the same format. Yeah, they, I don't right. Know. I mean, different number of laps. You, you live, do you live down there. Maybe yeah. you know more than I do. About but they're, they're down different. There. The tracks are so di- like they're not the different lengths like our tracks. Our tracks are the same lengths basically. Same length, I guess, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like, look, as a fan, as a racer, I would hate that. Yeah. As a fan, uh, I was injured for a few races, I don't know, a couple of years ago. I was at home on the couch watching the 20-minute race, and I was bored to death. Yeah. And the next weekend, I remember it was Houston Triple Crown. I was yeah. on the edge of my seat. Yeah. I couldn't wait. No, Triple Crowns awesome. are great. And, and the fact that they don't start with the LCQs and begin the Triple Crowns is a joke. They should always start with the LCQs. It's amazing. I don't know if I agree with that. Okay. Uh, Super Pole, I think a Super, Super Pole would be, be great. Awesome. Bring Super yeah. Pole in. I like that. Bring uh, head-to-head dual matches in. Yeah. You know, go, go to... Tennis the- match. That's no. what they called it over in Geneva, in, uh, uh, in Italy. Right. At Saperides, yeah. they called it the tennis match. And yeah. The one-on-one, it started out with Hughes and Huffman or whatever, and then go yeah. all the way down to two guys at the end. Yeah, yeah we do that over there. Yeah. The reason I, I say that, Steve, what I mentioned was we did that. Look, I'm not basing everything on Australian Supergrass, but I enjoyed that when you're literally every race they announced it before the season started but every race was different so you had to strategize each one the team had to be on it especially for the the sprint ones where it's 8 8 12 and you literally go back to your same gate you pick your gate the first main you and it's five minutes or so from the time the first place guy crosses a checkered flag they start the timer you go back to your gate right away if you crash and your bars are bent sorry man you got to try and your team has to try and so you you go back to your gate or how you finished you go back to your gate. Oh, every time? Every time. I oh. think it's too much on the line to 
change the formats that radically and have that much. What do you mean too much on the line? That's what the fans want. Yeah, but I you don't know. You want something on the line uh, every uh, time. I know, but I'm, oh, I just meant like, uh, I just meant like the, the series in general, like the million dollars, uh, you know, uh, well, all that I kind also of stuff. Think so I don't know. But that I'm every, down, but Triple Crown's worked. Triple Crown's worked. So I also think we you know. put too much emphasis. Like, we're talking about championship at round two. Like, why are you talking? Like, yeah. No, let's talk individual races. Yeah. And then more people, like, let's just say, for instance, there's, you know, we all talk, we talk about 10 guys that can win. Well, there's only, even at round four or five, there's only three guys yeah. that are going to win the championship. So you just talk about those three all the time. Yeah. Why not talk about yeah. the Aaron Plessinger or, like, pump these guys up and talk about per race? I'm, I'm, hey, listen, I've said that. And get it going rather than talk. Like, no one talks about the Miami Heat winning the NBA Finals at game three of – the regular season no yeah they talk like speculation yeah. Yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. but you're trying to win the it's individual games dude where th- we don't focus on individual races like at one point in my career i could win an individual race yeah i might not have been championship guy right but all they do is hype the championship guy so now you build these three superstars into more superstars and nobody cares about yeah. the eighth place guy that could possibly win atlanta and, and there's the problem too is we've made this 250 thing into the biggest deal ever yeah, it doesn't ridiculous. really matter yeah. the guys don't need to make that much money but yeah. but if you look if you're a team and you're like well shit i don't want to race 450s but if i ride a 250 uh, I get the same TV progress. I get the same uh, uh, same yeah. TV package. I yeah. get the same interview. I get the same hype. I get everything. And in the end, yeah. it's a lesser classic. It's half the competition. But we treat these dudes like they're fucking McGrath. They get paid more. Like they, you, they, they, have, they, they yeah. make more money. So you say just the teams. Well, that's your – a lot of your race take rants is you harp on the riders. You can't harp on the riders for Christian Craig taking he, – he's going to make probably a million bucks this year. What would he have made to – you know, we can get on tangent on that. But that's why – that system is broken yeah. is no, I they agree. get the same tv time yeah. it's the same thing yeah. if if when i first met Paige, if i go to anaheim and win the 250 main event nobody she knows. thinks i'm yeah, the, yeah. the the heat the heat race doesn't matter anything yeah. they're all the same right yeah, it's all and the it's same almost, i'm with you i've said that for years de-emphasize this yeah i've also said to you now nascar has changed and made the playoffs to make the championship more uh, 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 exciting for these people but for a long time the NASCAR champion didn't really matter like the guy had a big lead and nobody yeah. cared it was individual races how many yeah. individual races did you win and that was you know big deal the champion was great you got the money and you won the point series but like Kenseth one year just backed himself into it and you know that's kind of like mm-hmm. nobody really paid much attention to the champion and that's the way it should have been and yeah we are all focused on this championship and and both classes yeah. and, and and it's just like yeah i agree with you 100 percent. like you could it, have more stars of the sport yeah. if you focus more on individual races yep. yep and we mentioned this actually in the little felt thing like pre-supercross or you know doing all your photos and stuff forget but um we talked about that i'm like look there's only realistically three guys that could probably win the championship like let's just fast forward to next year we're talking about sexton roxon anderson and tomac probably that's four guys Barsha can still be a star. He's a star. Plessinger's a star. Malcolm's a star. Like, there's all these other stars of Coop, the sport. Yeah. Coop, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I guess I yeah. put Coop in there. So, five yeah. champions. Yeah. Yeah. But then by the time you leave round six, you're down to maybe three champions. Yeah. yeah. So, Doesn't, now all the other guys, right. and even a 10th place guy that just got 10th, that was in, well, in an unbe- unbelievable ride, mm-hmm. make him a superstar because he might be able to get third the next weekend. I like to think that this show has helped that because we've found these guys and talked about these guys and been like, man, this dude went from 16th to 8th, and you won't, you won't see him one second on the TV broadcast, but that's what yeah. this guy did on this team, <clears throat> right? And 
I agree. It's it's too much uh, a focus on just the big guys, and yeah. they just get richer and richer and richer. And you're like, wait a minute, like Kyle Chisholm's <clears throat> one second slower, you know, in twelve. Now, yeah. now one second's a lot in, in the Supercross world, but the dude's still gnarly or whatever, yeah. right? And, and yeah, we ah, he sucks. Give him the fact, you know. Yeah, but what's what's right. rich? I I I I think it's appalling what these guys get paid. Period. Not at the top end. Maybe five guys. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, and even then, about. even then, it ain't rich. Yeah, there's no, there, no, no, there's no. there's 150 guy in tennis that's that you look at his career and he's made 10 million dollars. You look at our sport, how small it is. Tennis is massive. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, you're yeah. saying getting rich. I don't know. The, no, I've Carmichael said it, maybe got rich. I've if said you it, call that rich. Our top end guys make too much money for how big of a sport we are. Because I compare them to hockey. I know what hockey gets for ratings, and I know what those guys are making. There's not too many guys. What's Tomac pulling down? Five, six mil, probably. Yeah, no. yeah. that's like he's probably one of the only guys. Kenny's probably right around there. Yeah, you know. But I'm there, just saying, there, like, it's been that way for a while, where there's only a couple, like four guys. But maybe, they shouldn't you know? even make that much compared to they, that. That that needs to Chisholm, who's one second slower, is making 120 grand a year. Steve, that's 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 the whole liberal thing. I mean, they, so, you want you want to give it to everybody. I mean, I want to get into politics, you, you but just said, the guy that works the hardest should get the most money. So, Tomac works his ass off. Okay, you know? but he's saying so, Tomac makes too much. Yeah, I'm saying Tomac makes I know. six million dollars. Chiz, so don't say too much. That's, Chiz, he deserves it. Chiz, in one second behind him, makes 120 grand. Should Tomac make more? Yes. Should Tomac make ninety-seven percent more? No. That's so where I'm at. Makes but that's because he's a Chiz makes yeah, nine hundred. Right. Chiz, Chiz, yeah, Tomac makes four that's million. That's because he's a factory rider. A Chiz is a privateer. It, I, I don't care. I'm just looking at results. Results. If you, if you want to do yeah. something like that for the payout, I'm down with that. But still, Tomac's going to make way more than Chisholm. It just shouldn't be that big of a gap between the number one rider in the world and the tenth place guy in well, a Supercross. That's that's just how it works. That's life. I mean, the guy that busts his ass and works his ass off. So you just finished saying these guys don't get paid enough. You they just don't. Said, you just said that. I want to bring Chiz up. I want to pay Chiz money. I, I I get you, and I I not so, only Chiz. Every, everybody. Yeah, I know. We're just using every, Chiz is always the benchmark for everything. <laughs> everybody. It's just everything's Chiz. I'm yeah. just saying everybody, but always the elite guy. I mean, okay, there again, you look at Federer, you look at those the top tennis guys. Those guys are like three hundred million dollars for Berlute, career. You can't you know? even compare that. Three hundred yeah. million, that, dude. Berlute, that's a that's another. I get you, but you're, these another, guys only get Ricky's twenty five million dollars, and the guys. It's a way harder sport. I'm not going to argue about the – now you're moving the ball. So don't talk about how hard something is. Are we, are we going to talk about that? Then I'm, I agree with you. These guys are such incredible athletes. Yeah. But let's talk about our sport that doesn't even get 300,000 people watching it on NBC. You can get video. You can get two kids on a couch playing video games and get a million people watching that on so TV. So, Steve, how are you going to do this? How are you going to spread the wealth? What I'm saying, Berlute, is – our sport is so niche and so small that the top-end riders like Tomek and Roxon, should they make more than 75% of the NHL whose revenues are in the billion-dollar range? Because that's what they are. Right now, Tomek and Roxon are making 75% of what the top NHL guys make. The NHL, as small as it is, and NHL gets laughed at, gets laughed out of the room compared to NFL and everything else. Sure. Our guys should not make 75% of what NHL guys make. They just shouldn't. 
there it's it's a way smaller sport. We, way smaller. We can't yeah, even get, I get a, it. We can't get a million people watching our races. So but it's 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 happened over time. The factories allowed it. Factories are going after okay. the best guys. No, no, no. Yeah. Wh- so that's the, the, that money is mainly coming from a contract. Of course, it's not purse no, money. I'm not saying yeah. where it's coming yeah. from. I, I'm not. That's another thing. We're we're not talking to that. But it's allowed us to get to that level because you know why it's allowed to get to that level because we only focus on titles and we only care about titles. So those guys are making all the money yeah. because they can win championships. Because we put so much emphasis on championships, it goes back to what Justin was saying, which we always end up doing, and we need to de-emphasize the championships a little bit. And if you can get 10th at a race, dude, you're gnarly. Yeah. And you should make half a million dollars. I don't know how you're going to do that. I agree. I'm, I definitely agree that I would love to see all of our guys, all these motocross guys, making better money. There's only, like you said, four or five that are making real money. But when I talk talk about Chiz, you start calling him I'm a liberal and I want to spread you the money. You are liberal, dude. I, but, but you're just like, no, oh, you want to, I just want to. Dude, because here's, here's what you're liberals in a main do. Event, if you're in a main event, you should get more money. I'm glad. It, you, so we see eye to eye. Chiz should get more money. Absolutely. You're a liberal. <laughs> no. Why are you no. liberal? Why do you want to give Chiz <laughs> no, so much money? No. Why do you want to do that? Because that's what that's what liberals. That's what the that's. In, you in, just said you want to in our more country money. for sure. Your country of can't. Well, this is your country. I'm not saying it, but Canada as a country. But is it fair that the guy that works his ass off, okay, that is intelligent and is smart? Um, Gets taxed and pay, gets way more t- taxed. Berlin, you are all over the place. Well, now you're talking about tax grooming. <laughs> well, it, it, it's we working just, the, it's same the same way. Same thing, but we just want Chiz to get more money. I, I'm okay with that. You're a liberal. <laughs> all right, next question. I, I'm definitely not. I just don't know. Our sport. That's fighting our words top there. Ends, our, top, <laughs> our top end guys make too much for how but small. But how are you going to do are. it? Is what I'm saying. That the factories are the ones that did that. Absolutely. If, if 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 you say if you take the factory out of it and say okay, it's a purse money situation only, then that's it'd probably end up being like what you want it to be or what I would like to see. I don't. I'm not. I, I, I don't know how that would ever happen. But yeah, the purse money needs to be way more. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's and then you would thing. be paid by your position. But there's yeah. Not, yeah. I mean, you know, it's twelve Peyton, grand to Peyton, win a race. It's yeah, like, it was had, terrible. Peyton has yeah. had this theory forever take all the win bonuses from all the OEMs and put it into the purse and everybody gets paid off everybody's win bonuses and there's a schedule of earn the money exactly how much you know exactly how much money you're going to spend and everybody puts it all the OEMs put in x amount of win bonuses and that is now your purse money divided up among the riders in some sort of equitable fashion and so now you have 10th place and and when you say works his ass off Chiz is working his ass off also He's just not as talented on a dirt bike as Eli Tomac. And he's uh, he's not as good of a rider. He's a little bit younger than Brayton. But, okay, Joey Brayton's Savacci. an anomaly. Joey Savacci. He, was, he wins a race. He's the oldest guy to win a Supercross. That's but, an anomaly. Joey Savacci, I trust me, works his ass off. You know what, though? He's not as good as on a dirt bike as Eli Tomac. But he is still working his ass off. So when you say yeah, that, everybody works pretty hard. Everybody it's works pretty tough. hard. Like, yeah. when you say Tomac works his ass off and that's why he's winning, no way. He's better on a dirt bike. He's got more coordination, more balls, more hand-eye technique, everything. But Savachi is working. His so then, you, ass then, off. then he he doesn't he deserves the same amount of money as Savachi. Then, of course not. But you can't say the man who works his ass off gets the most money because it's not that. Tomac can ride a dirt bike better. It's not work. It's not work. Like these guys are all putting. Well, the we bicycles. we really don't know. You don't. You you. We don't I know, know you're in the press and stuff, but yeah. we really. 
that that comes from the heart, you know. The guy, the guy that the the individual athletes, the one knows how hard he worked out. Uh, yeah, know? absolutely. But to me, I mean, Kenny could probably not ride all week and show up on podium of Supercross. He's that talented on a dirt bike. Maybe not a couple weeks. But to me, seventy five percent of these dudes, if they don't work, they're not getting on that top ten. They are not doing twenty minute in a main event with your heart rate at one ninety. There's yeah, no way. You can't fake it. That's you can't sure. fake it. It all it's all out there. So we can see it, you know, and even Anderson who's like, Oh, I don't train like bullshit. No, he works his he butt off. Works yeah. his ass off, right? Yeah. So to me, if you're in the top ten of the main event or you're not getting lapped, let's say, whatever line you want to put in the sand, yeah. you are working your ass off. So and I didn't say that. And if I if it came across that way, well, I, I just, apologize. You made it a little bit sound like Tomac is working his ass no, off. No, it's so. the person that I'm just saying. And you can go with the talent. You, there's a, you can totally you know split it up. Whatever talent you could say yeah. hand eye coordination. You could do this. You say experience. You can go with John Dow that started you know racing when he was 20, let's say or whatever it was. I mean, I know I'm all over the map. But what I'm saying is, as you talk about Roxon. Talk about it as his experience too. The guy is natural. He's a very good yeah, rider, yeah, but yeah. it's not like he just he just fell out of the tree. I no, mean, the guy's been racing guy, forever. I was thinking of a guy that could not do literally any work. Yeah, yeah. Like he comes to mind as a guy who could not get on a bicycle or do any motos. Yeah, and show up in podium. Right. That probably for so, six months and still show up maybe, and be pretty good. Maybe, and beat maybe. certain guys that. But have our sport their butt off is not months. healthy. It is not healthy when there is a massive pay grade between the first place guy and i'm not talking the 40th place guy in the night show i'm not talking the guy not in the main event i'm talking well that guy works his ass off too no no but when when the 15th place guy in the main event is getting i don't know what's 15th heart raft is he making 100 grand no maybe all in yeah maybe all in he's probably i don't know 60 or 70 salary or probably something, 80. maybe because he's got this deal but yeah. go with a full privateer that doesn't have you no have, team at all yeah. you like have, a blows you or, have yeah without even lining up tomax at five million probably okay, no without, not without lining up oh, well, okay no i'm sorry like yeah without winning a champ like without winning all championships and everything just race bonuses uh, and, like, you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. uh without just your, your normal pay of a season hundred thousand dollars yeah, to, let's say but, four million. Steve, I hate it. I do hate but, it. Th- so you're agreeing with me? This sport is well, not how healthy it started that way. though. No. Was yeah, two fifty class. Yes, that's how all this started. Right, and you can't blame a two fifty guy that's, that can still win or get podiums, and he's maybe a five to ten guy in four fifty. No one will ever talk about him getting sixth at Anaheim. Yeah, but they'd talk about him getting yeah. first yeah, or yeah, second yeah. No, in no. the two fifty class. And you know, like, and nobody knows the what, difference. What that class needs is a salary cap. But how the hell are you ever going to do anything like that? Yeah. You never force that. You never be able to figure it out. Just make it wide open. But make it wide open. Yeah, make it wide it's, open. It's done. It's Game open. On. It's gone. Yeah. You have and you have riders because it is anyways. People hey, just d- take dives, so it's you, wide open anyways. You have J Mart. You have all these guys getting. $400,000 a year, and they're not even showing up to race, and everyone's okay with that. Yeah. Everyone's fine with that. Exactly. Geico, Honda. Geico, insurance company. Yeah, we're good. Honda. Yeah, yeah we're good. We're Open paying. it up. You know, it, that class is failed. Justin Bogle, go win Anaheim 1 if you can. Uh, yeah. 250 class yeah. or whoever. Nope. Just throwing a nope. name out there, I right? I agree. So I you're saying agree. they 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 pay him. Like at Suzuki, if you didn't ride within like two months, you get 10%. Three months you're not riding, you get you get no, dropped. No, when those guys are dropping down, missing races for for um, it's also a reasons, team decision too, right? Yeah, yeah, because the team is yeah. telling them that, so they're getting paid. 
Yeah, so you're you're saying that he's he doesn't get any deduction in pay at all. Uh, no, you're talking well, about he's only missing a couple Jay of races. Right? Yeah, if he missed a Jay couple Mark's of races, missed millions of races. No, no we're but, saying that year in uh, Geico when if he would have raced the last race in Salt Lake or the last two, he would have pointed out. Oh, okay. So they said get on a plane and go home. So when you're pointing okay. out when you're not racing, the you're getting guy. you're getting paid yeah. your same money. And yeah. like that is so fucked. That's to me. okay. I you know, I, I just I just can't believe that we're at. That's where we're at with sport. And as I said, imagine you're the biggest Jmart fan in the world. Like you're an actual Jmart fan. Like they're yeah. all, they're out there, right? Yeah. Like Phil, huge Jmart fan. That's right. Your number, like this, you know, this would be like, hey man, I, you know, I love Tom Brady. Oh, he's not playing this week. Like yeah. he he's not. Why? Yeah, not playing. You're like okay, but what about this week? They're still not playing. Yeah. What? Yeah. Just no. Make yeah, it's it, fine. Like, make it wide open. There's yeah. better 250 guys throughout their careers. You think about a look. Tedesco was a great rider, but you know, you think about even Langston going back to a 250 yeah. and yeah. Nate Dog and telling you what. Yeah. The best thing you can do is win races. Don't win the title. Get injured. Yeah, exactly. Best thing you can do. That's the biggest reward in our sport. Yeah. We don't care. Or win races. Or don't win, win title, that championship. Or the best thing you can do. Win a title, which was your job. Yeah. Oh, guess what? You don't have a forfeited ride for the following year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to ride for yeah. free somewhere, or yeah. you just don't have a job. Or you don't have a job. Malcolm, right. Bogle. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and good job. Now you're jobless. Yeah. You or, just hey, won the title. Awesome. Or, or you know what's even better? Win some races, and we'll pay you four or 500 grand a year. Don't win the title, though. Yeah. So you'll we, point out. You'll point out. So yeah. is that what happened with Forkner? He just said, no, I'm no. going to get too no. many points? No, no. He got hurt. He no. did? Yeah. yeah, he got hurt. Yeah. 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 So anyways, all right, we're, we've lost the – I don't even know the question. Yeah. <laughs> but. It was 20 minutes ago. I don't think you're getting another one either. Berluti hates Chiz. That's the that's one Chiz oh, to get paid. Oh, not, <laughs> not at all. Uh, Chiz is – we, we, we always laugh because Chiz is just the benchmark for like, yeah, a, yeah. like a – you know, the next yeah, guy. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. 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 The leader of the group. All right, Tits, what else we got? From Todd Witten, uh, a buddy says Jet is as talented as Stu – on a scale of one to ten, Stop how it. wrong is he? Uh, well, he's probably an eight. Yeah, he's not super. He's wrong. He's not super wrong, but stop with the Stu stuff. Stu came at the perfect time to change the game. Yeah, you know, like with the scrubbing and his, yeah. what he did, the jumping, all of it. I mean, just, now I don't, I don't know what you could do to change the game yeah. that big, right? Like, what would somebody do to come in the sport and like? That is a great question. I don't know. How can you? I mean, like the bikes technique. can only go so fast. I you mean, can only go through whoops so fast, yes. right? I mean, but we thought a backflip was amazing, and then there's doubles. So I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know what you could do to change a game. A backflip still is amazing. But no, here we go. Marks, <laughs> Marks did one, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Good question, but he's not Stu level. He's not changing the game like James. Okay. Uh, last one from the voice of the drunken people. Uh, Stu said on his pod that Fox made him get braces to fix his teeth. Have you ever heard of anything like that to anyone else? No, JB. No, no, no. I haven't heard. No. You heard anything? No, I never no. heard. I mean, I've seen... I, his teeth I were mean, pretty whacked riders, out. Riders, or were they? I don't remember. Yeah, were he, they? Had, they were, yeah. he had, had a big gap. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've heard, obviously, if, if you're not performing, a team can send you for blood work. You know, I mean, that's not, not even close to the same level. Yeah, but team, yeah. Like, there's no appearance clauses or anything right, like right. that. Yeah, well, I mean, how would Phil ever ride if there was appearance clauses? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I haven't seen that. That's old news, right? Well, Brayton, uh, I would say how's retired life, but you're you're racing again. We're going to do some more racing, which has been the races? plan all yeah, along. Yeah, it Look, really People has I've been. seen yeah. on social media like, oh, he's coming out of retirement. No, I, no. It's been the plan. I've been vocal about the plan the whole time. Yep. 
I want to still continue to, I always say scratch that itch just to kind of yeah. continue to have a goal and, um, yeah, just still race a little yeah. bit here yep. and there. And, and you uh, see yourself doing a series in 24 when it's, uh, or 23 when it's uh, a 10 race series or whatever. Yeah, I think so. Cause it'll start in June right. and I can do that from Iowa and, um, yeah, you have a lot of breaks in there and take my family to a few and yeah, I think it'd be fun. When do you start prepping for this thing in October? Oh, it starts Wednesday, Steve. Oh, it starts Wednesday. Wednesday. Big fair race. Fair race. He's racing uh, fair race. Um, I would say, oh, I don't know, uh, August. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. August 1. Get prepping like there. You want to come out here for some e-bike rides, I'll get you. I've been training on the e-bike, doing some e-bike racing coming up. Loretta yeah. Lynn's in uh, Beckley, West Virginia. Yeah, getting ready for it. Yeah. I like it. Be fun. Uh, well, good luck with everything. What's uh, a fairground race pay, dude? Uh, tell them in Iowa, thousand bucks to win each class and five hundred to win the plus class, like a vet class. Oh, really? Nice. So you gonna you got a two fifty? No, no. I'll no. just go ride the four fifty class and plus class, do a little vet riding, and God. take my kids out there. That's like cherry picking, though, bro. He's like George. No, those Costa- guys are good. He's George Costanza in the dojo. <laughs> yeah, oh my and God. I have roads yeah. in Salt Lake. Loot, so. ah, yeah, dude, but you're you're badass. Come good on. Good luck for JB. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> I mean, you know, we'll be praying for you. Uh, have you been in a motorcycle car accident? You've been in a lot of motorcycle Motor- yeah, accidents. Yeah, car accident. Did somebody or some idiot take you out? Probably. Yeah. Phil, what's the worst takeout you ever had? Arena cross? Uh, yeah, Jim Neese. Jim Neese. My first arena cross. He just <laughs> drilled me. Oh, my gosh. Now he's a fly rep. Is he? Yeah. Jim Neese? Yeah, Jim Neese is a fly rep. <laughs> That's crazy. Now you get your revenge on him. <laughs> uh, you need to call attorney Arthur Draper. He's a friend of the show. He's a slow moto guy turned attorney. In fact, ambulances chase him now. Arthur takes the time to know the clients. We'll take the time to talk to you personally. Consultations are free. You just need to call. ArthurDraper.com. Help is only a phone call away. Arthur has helped a few of our listeners and uh, we appreciate that as well uh i'm gonna name my sponsors off all right you're gonna tell me the first thing that comes to your mind you ready for this Let's you ready sure all right motorsport.com phil fly racing uh jt decal works socal gear race tech uh paul feed x brand goggles 2011 monster cup you were never better renthal uh Honda. Michelin. Randy. A Cherubis. Uh Front Fort Guards. Wow. That came out of nowhere. I don't know. Like, what do you mean <laughs> front fort guards? They make it. They, they make all kinds of plastic stuff, Steve. Are you talking about like a conventional fort guards? A Cherubis. Yeah. Are you talking about the conventional fort guards? Any no. fort guard. Okay. They make them. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> firepower, batteries, and chains. Ureve. Maxima USA. Uh, Dogger. Pro Filter. Daytona Win. Skosh. Nice. I don't know anything about Skosh. Skosh is like this much. Skosh? The Skosh? Yeah, just a Skosh. Charging cords. I'm sorry. Yeah, can I get some of that? Yeah. Really? There's some in your bedroom. In the okay. closet. Sweet. Yeah, they make there. charging cords. Thank you. They're great, too. Uh, ORW. Phil. Phil. OGO Power Sports. OGO Power Sports, yeah. great bags. FMF, little D. Guts Racing, they make tremendous seats. They won Daytona. They did. Atlas Neck Brace. Uh, Chase Sexton. Not anymore. Not anymore, but, but yeah. he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, Works Connection. Uh, the best 
aluminum hardware for your motorcycle. Uh, we're giving away a Works Connection Pro Launch Start Device in honor of Brayton putting one on for Wednesday's race. Uh, email us, contest at pulpamexshow.com. Pulpamex20 is code to save Works Connection. MotorcycleNewsyJobs.com. What's that you? Back 10 you. cycles. Get data. Uh... Great for mapping and all kinds of uh, mm-hmm. stuff for your motorcycle. Keep it up. Good job. WUSA. Great wheels. Ride Engineering. Ride Engineering. Uh, they'll help you out with uh, suspension components for triple clamps and uh, linkages. Pulp Fan 20 is the code to save with uh, ride-engineering.com. T-Dag, second at Walton. Canning, 11th at Southwick. Nice. Great weekend to be sponsoring these guys with the split triple clamps and one-piece bar mount. All colors back in stock. RideDeskEngineering.com. Pulp Fan 20 is code to save. MSRP is $7.99. But, oh, no, 20% off for the Pulp discount. Thanks to those guys. Uh, Intense Cycles. Oh, was that? that <laughs> that's you. Great bikes. <laughs> great bikes. Are they good bikes? Oh, they're great. Nice. Dungy's a part of it. Yeah. 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 Suspension Direct. Uh, yeah, Whirly. Manscape. They're good. I bought one at Target. You got like one? a year ago. Why don't you use the code? Pulp code. I don't know. Saves you 20%. What do you care? Saw you're one you're at rich Target, anyways. Yeah. You got the headlight? Yeah. Dude, it's money. Game on, yeah. Uh, Wisco Piston. Been around forever. Twisted T. Bogle. Bogle? No, uh, Welton. Welton, Marsh. Yep. Yeah, that's good. Marshy Marsh. Uh, Ken Roxon, uh, Alex Martin, Wygant, Phil, best interview tonight for you? They were all good, but Weege was incredible. There's just something about yeah, him that's just, yeah, oh. he's just really, really here good. Here we go. Yeah, I mean, media guy of the year, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, rank them. Weege, me, Vital Jamie, Anton. Lindsay. Um, Weege, number one. Joke. That's a joke. Um, that's a joke ranking. You and Anton are tie for second. Two two A two B, wow. Okay, <laughs> and then vital Jamie, vital Lindsay. Sure. Okay. All right. I'm tied with Anton. <laughs> Who's yeah. Anton? Anton's great. Antonovich, Michael Antonovich. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Anton's a good dude. Yeah. yeah. Anton is a good dude, but I'm, I'm clearly better. He <laughs> he works. Anton's with, good uh, on a pit swap, bike. Swap, swap motor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anton is good on a He's pit good bike. He's good on a pit no, bike. No, he is good on a pit bike. But yeah. uh, all right, uh, good show. Thanks for coming in, man. Thanks for having me. Did you have fun? fun? Did you have fun? Yeah. 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 You were great. You were good. It was a good time. A lot of good questions. You were good. You brought notes. Got to come prepared, Steve. That's fantastic. It's good. And I got to see Berlut. Yeah. It's been a great trip. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Good seeing you, It was a surprise to see you and great to see you. Daytona. My gal was really excited to meet you, too. Nice. Uh, Daytona Super Team reunited tonight. Yep. Yep. I Tried to bring him back. Didn't happen. Love to get some footnick stories and cooler stories. You would have had me there big time if I was just maybe four years younger. Yeah, yeah, you don't really miss it, do you, Balut? No. No, you're good. Yeah. I love the race. I'm like, I went up to Hangtown and just did my deal, you know. I didn't even – I mean, I went in the pits, but I don't – I just love being behind the fence and just screaming and Mm -hmm. what I loved it for when I got into it. Yeah, when you got into it, yeah. So I drug another retired guy out, Yulo. Yeah. Brought him back. Yep, brought Yulo back. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, Brute, thanks for coming in. Thank appreciate you. It. Always good I to have you in. I appreciate you uh, inviting me over. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for coming in. Always a good time. Uh, happy birthday to Pookie, by the way. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Birthday the, the Pookie. Real, the real uh, rock of Pulp Mex, holding it down. Pookie yep. Mathis. Marks? Hi. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's a good show. Tits?
Thanks for the sushi. Great work over there. Yep. I'm keeping you 50 minutes late in punishment for the two $16 rolls you ordered. <laughs> I should have kept you 32 minutes late for each dollar of sushi you got. But I ate them. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Well, never mind then. <laughs> you, think you could have fed them to your dog. Thinks you only get charged if you don't don't finish. Uh, yeah, I don't, well, that's I don't, usually the I don't rule. The is you get charged for any extras left over. I don't know the reasoning behind, but I this ate is, them. This is not an all-you-can-eat sushi. No, place. <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir. This is yeah. This is sixteen dollars a roll. Uh, thanks to uh, Pookie Swisscore Moser, of course. Thanks to Roto for all he helps us out. Well, Roto, uh, great, great addition to the pulp world lately. And uh, yeah, Berlut, Brayton, I'm Mathis. Next week, uh, we have, um, I don't know who, oh, another great rider in here, La Cobra, coming oh, in nice. studio. He is going to be fantastic. Yeah, he's always great. He's going to be fired up, yep. yelling and screaming. He has no guys out there. <laughs> no, I know. It makes it even better. Yeah. yeah. Well, wait, his guy's coming back, though, right? Yeah, Unadilla. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, his, his guy's coming back. So it'll be great. Though. I have a cat. I, I hate that thing. <laughs> So DV coming back next week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks for uh, the guys calling in tonight. And we'll see you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Sword inside your flame